Life Audio. Hey listeners, Barnabas Piper here. Wanted to give you the heads up that what you're about to listen to is quite a bit different than what we normally do on this show. What we are offering you here is every single live Q&A that we've done at any of our live events dating back to 2017, which feels like decades ago at this point. So there are five episodes rolled into one here. There are brilliant questions. There are absurd questions. There are silly questions. There are smart questions. There are questions that are almost too dumb to answer. And then there are questions that almost stump us. It's really the full spectrum of our whole listenership wrapped up in these episodes. So I hope you have a great time listening to this. You'll obviously probably want to take it in sections unless you just have a really long road trip in front of you. But also, I hope this uh, functions as a teaser for you because we are planning to do another live show this September in conjunction with the Gospel Coalition in Indianapolis, Indiana. So planning tentatively on September 25th. That's a Monday evening. We are still nailing down details but we will be doing a show then. We want all of you to come out. Um, it will be, so if you're, if you're in India, if you're planning to come to TGC, if you're within easy driving distance, come on down for that show. Tentatively pencil in September 25th. We will roll out many more details as we get closer, but just want to give you the heads up and use this to whet your appetites and then probably make you sick of it. And then hopefully you'll get back into it and have your appetite whetted again by the end of this enormously long episode. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, live in Louisville by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And boys, uh, we have the distinct pleasure of being potentially on what I'm going to call the third date with this group of people, <laughs> with this beautiful group of people. Uh, I don't know where it is. Is that different than third base? It's very different than third base. Okay, yeah. just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I'm You're not, not very lie. Baptist at all, man. But I mean, what's going on with listeners that? Listeners can't see us. We need to give them an accurate portrayal right, of what's not part. happening. I appreciate that. We're on the third date, and it's a third reform date in that we're hanging out in a huge group and nobody really knows what's going on. But that being said... And we have sheet cake. We have sheet cake. We have snacks. And, we have, and coffee, nothing stronger. We right. have Ligaris Roasters Coffee. If you haven't uh, availed yourself to that, go out and, uh, and buy a couple of bags of that on your way out. Um, we have merch, boys. We mm. have Mission Wear merch. We have our own merch. Um, so go to the merch table, hit that up, um, you know, ravage that on your way out. And um, Biblical phrasing. Yeah, what I want to do now, boys, is uh, I want to hear from our crowd. So what we've done, we've, um, we've set up this amazing room here at uh, Sojourn, Sojourn East. And in addition to a John Calvin bust, we have a microphone in the middle of the room. <laughs> which is not very Calvin at all. On it? which 
you know, these reform folks are going to come up and, and go about 15 minutes apiece, probably. So we'll get through about one and a half questions. Yes, yeah, so there's going to be one Q&A, and <laughs> yeah. they're going to win the, the Blu-ray. because they're they're gonna win, they're Yeah, it won't be a Q's and a, it'll be a Q. It'll be a Q, and then I'll say Rachel the Held Evans, and we'll all go. Baby, I had a weird question that I thought maybe you'd be brave enough to ask our uh, fair audience. Lay it on me, baby. Could it be that there are some non-reformed people in our audience? Is that even possible? Or are you, are you, would you like to ask them that question? Do we... Wow. Because we have a Calvinist DVD for them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. They're going to really love Correct. Him. They can't wait to get their Ligon Duncan fix later tonight yeah. with that Calvinist DVD. And truly, we have handlers in the back to escort you out immediately, yeah, by the exactly. way. Boy, security, can we... Yeah, can we get, get that taken care of? That's right. ASAP. Do you want me to really ask it? I, I kind of like that. Yeah, Do we have any it. non-reform folks in the... In the- House tonight? This guy we right have here. one brave soul this down guy. here. All right, let's bring there him up. Go. Let's clap All it right, up for dude, a guy Come here. on up. Brother, we know you don't know if you're saved oh, you or not to today. <laughs> so <laughs> after, the, uh, after the podcast, we'll, uh, we'll speak some truth in you. I was going to give you this blue tell, but... tell us all about how you chose to be saved. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Okay, so... He's talking into the mic. He's talking into the mic. <laughs> Always producing, baby. <laughs> Dude, we're killing you right now, man. Throw it. We love you. Throw it at us. We believe you will be in heaven with us, whether you believe it or not. Correct. Throw us the question. And you'll, you'll probably teach us a bunch of things, too. So, uh, my name's Danny. Um, uh, you might feel it as a bit of a cop-out for me to say I'm not reformed. I don't consider myself reformed, but I consider myself muddly in the middle. Not, uh, not Arminian. Reformed-ish. But, uh, yeah, I, I, used to, I used to call myself a semi-Calvinist, but... Uh, there you go. Not, and you know not, we believe not, there's no such thing as that, so, so carry on. Right. I yeah. know. Semi-Calvinist just means Armenian. Um, so, uh, would, you, would you like to be converted through DVD? <laughs> yeah. We have not asked sure. the best question yet, guys. Let's keep it oh, fair. that's right. That's right. Oh, fair. Sorry. Yeah. No conversion for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm more of a gospel coalition guy than a reformed guy, I'd say. Oh, that's right. an oxy... <laughs> I know. Moron? Well, I like, I like Calvinists. Uh, I, huh. But I'm not a Calvinist. Dude, you have to defend yourself. Yeah, we, yeah. So. We're deciding whether we like Security. you right now, so you can just keep talking. It's great, man. It's great. Thanks for coming. Thank you. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, what do you and got thanks for, for real. Thanks for outing yourself. yourself. You've really you've brought some diversity to the crowd, man. I feel like yeah. we're, we're a mixed group now, yeah. right? We're, 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 filling up the, we're filling in the gaps. We have lots of white men and one non-Calvinist white man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're really doing our part, guys. You know? I feel pretty it's good just about like this. Your yeah, it's just like boy. the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Social justice, baby, all the yeah, way. Absolutely. Incarnational living is what we're doing right living, now. Incarnational living, man. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, right, what do you got, got baby? We're killing on. you right now, and it's because we're, we want you to ask your question with some humility and shame. If, if you have one, I think we just sort of summoned you to the microphone yeah. <laughs> and put you on the spot. Yeah, I was... Uh, I was trying to think of a question I was not expecting to be the first one, so what I, here's, here's what I came up with. Uh, it's a very important theological question that I wonder about oh, man. Uh, a lot, and that's, uh, if there's no pain in heaven, is there going to be spicy food? Mm. <laughs> that's a good question. Next question. Dude, Danny, man. Big D is bringing it. Bringing it big. Big R, you're the man of the cloth. Tell us about heaven. Oh, man. <laughs> So, but hey, get Grudem up here, man. I need a little help. Yeah. I think he Vicky, that Vicky, chapter four. Maybe Piper should talk about it. He's been there for 20 yeah, minutes. I was there for <laughs> 90 minutes, baby. 90. 90. 90? 
90. Don's there for an hour and a half? No, Donnie's been there for 90 minutes, man. Dude, it's pretty much an hour and a half. Yeah. You could do a lot in an hour and a half. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it was between meals. Sorry, guys. I don't know anything about spicy food. <laughs> uh, the answer is, uh, from my perspective, and when I go to Deuteronomy 527, uh, the answer is yes. I have no idea what Deuteronomy 527 is. <laughs> That's why I'm a preacher. Can, can somebody else ask a question yeah, come on, before you guys we make a fool out of ourselves Come up further? to the mic. Is this Aaron or Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. E-R-I-N okay. or A-A Ron? E. E, got it. Oh, E, all right. I know, I didn't think you were A-A Ron. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just noticed this electric drum set up here, and the whole time I've been wondering if it was for Ronnie, like he's going <laughs> to play us some Sugar Rush, uh, Mono Sin. Did you not get the invite to the post-event oh, concert? Oh, got anything? Yes. Got anything for, I thought that was what that was there for. She's the unforgivable sin right now. Let's clap it up for that question. Oh. Ronnie's, Ronnie's looking daggers at me as if I had something to do with this. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm looking at you, Pipe, but I feel like you're, you're behind this. Two words, baby. Here's the thing about Big R. I would never do an electronic drum kit, ever. Yeah. I make my own drum sounds. <laughs> Two words, baby. Burgundy years. There it is, right there. This guy, who called that out? Is this guy right? Who called out Burgundy years? I did. That was him. I'm that, sitting no, right this, here. This guy, oh, this guy right talked here. to me about Burgundy years, which was a song I wrote a long time ago, and which was a lot like the other 400 songs I wrote the last 20. <laughs> Dude, what's your name? What do you got for us? I'm Eli Bishop. All right, All right Eli Bishop. And throw it out there. So how's it going? It's, you know. I think we're struggling right now. I think you can see that we're struggling. That's the question that Ronnie hates. <laughs> I love it. So I'm 12, and I'm thinking about going into a mission. And uh, do you, what would you tell your 12-year-old self? Dude. What would you tell your 12-year-old self? How do you like that? He's I all love grown it. up and I'd, he's, I'd he's grown up, like he's grown up and he's grown up. Let's clap it up for Eli. <laughs> Pipe, I like you on this one. I like you. Yeah. I, like, I, I would I like have told, I would tell myself to be more like somebody yeah, who would ask questions like that because at 12? at 12, I didn't ask anybody good questions. Dude, it took me until about two years ago to be comfortable enough to walk up and do that in a group like this. <laughs> I still would so never do that. this guy's unbelievable. I still would never walk up and do what he just did. He's amazing. Should we answer his question? Yeah, we should. Go for it. Go ahead. All right, what would I tell myself? I was waiting for one of you guys to answer. Um, man, at 12? I feel like it just got all serious. No, I like it. Well, he no, asked the question. I love the question. You can't make fun of that question. No, no, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> all the previous just, questions, yes. Um, we're breathing out a little bit right now. That's all I'm saying. Easy, boys. I think, I think at 12, it's, it's a matter of, of character, just your own personal character because you're going into... I have an 11-year-old daughter and seeing what middle school demands of kids in terms of culture and pressures to be something. So developing character to be godly in the face of everybody else telling you to be something else. And if you do those things, you'll be prepared for whatever mission or task or occupation that God has for you later on. But but that's a really hard thing to do. I sucked at it as a 12-year-old. And uh, so if you can focus on that, I think you'll be prepared for whatever comes next. Yeah, yeah that's solid. Big R, what are you? There it is. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I got can't improve You got nothing? It. Seriously, what, do you, what would you tell 12-year-old Big R, little R? Who, <laughs> no, I was still Big R back then. 12-year-old little R. Who wants to go into yeah. missions? Is that what you're saying? No, just what would you tell your 12-year-old oh, self? That's what he asked. I would say... Uh, I would say, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe you should consider that Major League Baseball career that you had in mind all those years. Ron Say, the Penguins. Ron Say, right. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I was, was a Dodger fan when I was 12. That's right. Hard for you boys to believe, I know. 
but it's the truth. You're, I don't know. I don't know what I would say because that was never, that's never been my heart, which is missions. And so, uh, that I'm kind of blown away by that because, uh, yeah, that seems really, uh, that seems like it would be something that would be really scary for you. So I think mm-hmm. that takes a lot of courage. And I go back to what Pipe says. Yeah. I think, uh, man, God's going to prepare you for those things and, uh, you're going to know where it is you need to go. Um, when the time is is right, if he's already putting that in your heart, um, yeah, don't. Uh, there, there's something about that, and you should just continue to pray about it. So, man, we're all serious. We're like Reform Pubcast right now, apparently. And uh, which, by the way, I think we put out of business. Is that correct? Did we yeah. finally accomplish our goal? Yeah, they, 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 they moved into making ago. DVDs instead. <laughs> hey, come on, who's coming up to the mic? Come on, baby, you don't want to know what I would tell my 12 year old. Oh, I'm sorry, man, I forgot. It's so, our baby. host, Ronnie Martin. Everybody, <laughs> clap it up for the host of the program. Baby, so sensitive, so no. sensitive, man. We're right here. No, I'm not going to say it now. (laughs) I would tell my 12-year-old self, just wait a few more years and girls will talk to you. (laughs) Just a few more years, big fella. Hang in there. Like 10-ish in your case, right? Yeah, like 10. Okay. Yeah, by a few, I mean like a decade. What do you got, man? In the same vein of uh, talking to a 10-year-old talking to girls, um, what's the most uncomfortable situation each of you have ever been in? And is it tonight? Whoa, (laughs) no way. Most uncomfortable sitch. We're all just going to say yes and next question, please. You know? yeah. Most uncomfortable sitch we've ever been in. Yeah, that's wow. a great one. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a great question. Why have we never asked that on the, uh, on the rant? Because we don't want to answer it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who wants to take the first crack at that Oh, one? I know. I'm just relaxing. I feel great. <laughs> all of my most uncomfortable situations are, are like genuinely uncomfortable, not like haha uncomfortable. Like, well, like explain that. Pat. Like four o'clock on a Friday, getting called into a boardroom to get fired from a job, uncomfortable. Oh, like wow, those, so like, like those kinds of things. Not Pipe like just, just keeping it, just keeping yeah. it real right now, Pipe. <laughs> not not like, <laughs> not like. Well, that was an awkward date. Like those. No, I don't remember most of those, if any. But so. Next, Did that really next? happen to you, Pipe? Did you get called into a boardroom yeah. and get the axe? Yes. Wow, way to, way to just dig deeper on that, Big R. That's good radio, baby. Dude, that's really good radio. Good. That'd be good TV, too. Yeah. What about back you, to, baby? Yeah, I was going to say, somebody else go. I, I, mean, I always freeze up on love. the spot like this. I had one where, um, yeah. this was shortly after we were married. We'd been married a couple years, and uh, I ran into my high school girlfriend's parents at the grocery store back home. Oh. And um, they invited us over for dinner. Right, which I thought was a little weird, but they invited my my lady KK and I over over for dinner and Judas, um, and, and we went, baby, and it was going well, and I was on, right? Really? I was going, funny, right, it was yeah, going well, yeah. you know, it was kind of comfortable and doing your thing, doing my thing, and here it comes for some reason, yeah, here, it, here comes. it comes. I referenced, do you know that old urban legend wherein if your roommate dies, you get straight A's, right? You've 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 heard about this, right, baby? I've literally never heard that. Raise, raise your hand if you've heard of that. Yeah, so... How many of you... Okay, now how many of you have killed your roommates? It's an urban legend. Okay, so, two hands. So we're, ha- we're having dinner. I'm on. It's going well. We're having a lot of ha-has. For some reason, I mention, I invoke this urban legend. The room stops, you guys. You can hear a pin drop. And then the mom goes, did you not hear about, you know, so-and-so's roommate? This, this daughter that they have that's in college. Oh. You guys, her roommate had died. For reals. Yeah, for reals. You guys, I wanted to. I wanted Baby, to, what did you do? Like, give me the, give me the immediate reaction. Immediate reaction. This was not good. This was not my finest hour as a communicator. I said the following: <laughs> Aren't you glad I didn't marry your daughter? <laughs> oh, 
that's, that's, that's comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. Comedy that's, gold. Yeah. You need to release your own DVD now. Yeah, I do, yeah. That's on the, the humorist. It's on the outtakes. Uh. Yeah, the outtakes of the Calvinist. Next question. What do we got? Come on, fight it Here out. Here goes Sandlot. Fight it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm the other uh, 12-year-old in the room with a Sandlot hat on. Yeah, but, right on. Um, right. My wife is extremely nervous as to what's going to come out of my mouth next. But I can see that. That's in her... I, too, would be nervous if I was married to a 12-year-old. Yeah. He's pointing at me, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie. <laughs> I'm literally petrified right now. <laughs> you, you should be. Done. No more questions. What's it like to work with Barnabas Piper and Ted Cluck? Well, Whoa. first off, I'm just insulted you didn't ask them that about me. <laughs> it's okay. You know, this is a complicated relationship, guys. Okay? Because we do this. It's the first time we've done this in person. They've done it in person. First time they've, uh, you know, had Big R be a part of the club, right? The, the live club, as we, as we like to call it. Um, you know, Pipe is a guy that likes to... Uh, Hold it a little close to the vest. You know, obviously that is not a characteristic of Big R. <laughs> what? Ted and I, we have some complications. We've written a couple of books that have sold a total of 31 copies. Mm. Hey, how do you split I that think, money? I think you're up to 33. Dicey. I saw a couple people buy one. Oh, there you go. 33. Yeah. Yep. But uh, our relationship's a little complicated. We've written a lot of books. We spent a lot of time watching minor league baseball together. We've had a lot of conversations <laughs> about life in, uh, in A-Town. And, uh, and, and even now, I'm uncertain about where we all stand relationally. So I think that's where we like to keep it because we like the tension to it run a little high It fits the whole reformed us. dating motif. It's a little reformed dating motif, exactly. So I, I think, um, I, I think I, it, it's a privilege being with guys that are so different yet so alike because God's grace has set us free and saved us, <laughs> right? So that's what it's like. I don't know if I answered that question. Well, to go, way to go, Pastor. That's there solid. it is. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Gotta keep it. Come on, you guys. Who's next? More questions. Who's next? Yeah, right here. Throw it out there. All right. I'm CT from Nashville. Shout out to Big J for my home T. Before I ask my question, I want to answer one of yours. You asked what's up with that Joe Thorne. I'll tell you, he gave the makers of Calvinist some of the best episodes of the pubcast. But when compared to y'all, I think he knows where he stands. Because on one epi of D&D, he called his show The Angry Rant. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Throw down. So he's, he's referencing our show on his show. Yeah, in a very sort of like, you know, yeah. you know sort of like behind the scenes, undermining kind of a it's way. It's tough having little man syndrome. I don't want to... I don't want to invoke the kind of East Coast, West Coast rap battles that took place. But in the I think 80s you're about 90s. to do that, Big T. Am I, am I mistaken? I, That's I mean, how I'm feeling. That's I know. the kind of headspace that I'm in. I know, right? and, I, and I don't mind that, and I'm going to support you in that. So here's my question Who are we in that metaphor, right? East Coast versus West Coast? Who, am I like Suge Knight, or am I, you know? Yeah. I'd rather be West Coast than East Coast. I mean, I'm thinking West Coast, right? I'm thinking, yeah. yeah I mean, right, and Ronnie's all West Coast. I am West Coast, yeah. so I, I, you know. How are you feeling about that, baby? I don't want to undermine you, kind of like what Thorny's trying to do with our podcast. I just have a lot of anger, man. I know there is a lot of anger. You know, we got a, let's we got just a gentleman hope, here. Let's just hope he doesn't question. end up like Biggie. You just brought up a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on between us right now, as you can tell. Let us do another minute of therapy, and then we're going to allow you to ask your question. I, I got a killer up inside of me, Big R. I can't talk to my family, so I talk to my diary. Right? I understand. <laughs> I understand. All right, go ahead, man. As for my question, I need to know the secret. Who was it really on the epi with Chaz Marriott? 
Wait, who was it with what? On Do you remember when we had the special guest, Chaz, Chaz Marion? That was, uh, that was my business partner and colleague, Zach Bartles. So Zach Bartles is a Bartizi. Bartizi is, is another Christian author. He's a Christian novelist. Um, he's an what, angry what tweeter. Is what he an the, angry tweeter? See, I don't know anyone's yeah, Twitter he's persona. A, he's a little angsty. Is he angsty about he's what? what is it? What does Bartizi get angsty about? I, the same things Trogues does. Interesting. <laughs> he's kind of Trogsy, isn't he? Is he? He's Trogsian in his Dude, what are his books? What are, like, they're like mystery, like... Kill people, moms, yeah. They're like right? action movies that are books. That yeah. are also Christian. What's the like? What's the big one that sold like forty copies? The Last Con. Yeah, the Last, oh, the last con. con. It's good, actually. It's really like, good. Did you read yeah. it, man? Yeah, I, I read it and I blurbed it. Did you really, dude? Me and Barty are boys. I'm not I mean, did say you legitimately read it, or did you just look at the cover like piped us? No, I read it, baby. Oh. Yeah, because we're. I we're stopped boys. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you usually looking at the cover. <laughs> no, I stop. I stop blurbing books I don't read. Dude, here's here's usually how I handle blurbs. Like, they send the email, and I send them the blurb before that business day is over. Because I know if I don't, I'll forget. What is the fastest you've ever returned a blurb to somebody after receiving Probably 30 minutes. Six seconds. Yeah, 90 minutes. So yeah. To make it look like he's in heaven? Of, it was shorter than when you were in heaven. So, <laughs> like, you went to heaven, and before you got back, I had the blurb done. You had blurbed two books. And the blurb was like, this book has a lot of paper. <laughs> Ted Cluck. Maybe the quickest blurb ever was the blurb I did for your household God's book. I think before the, even the email got to me, you already had your blurb. Yeah, you that's like, you nice. You sensed baby. it coming. You just had it pre-written. Yeah, yeah. But again, it was because of Ted Flood quotes. I already knew what the whole book was about. That's right. There Next you go. question. Um, how many fans have requested not to do the sports episodes, and why are we listening to them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what do you know Ronnie, say? I don't know if Ronnie counts as a fan, um, but every time he said he said, how many requests have we gotten to not do sports episodes? Let me just, uh, let me frame this out. You pay... Every fan but you, <laughs> no. as a matter of fact. Wait, is this guy saying he wants sports episodes yeah, or doesn't? I know, it's, maybe it's hard to believe, I know. You're looking stunned not, right now. Not very many. Be mad there's, a, there's, a, be... there's a couple people Boys who tweet about it every single time. Uh, I think they're following the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil kind of... That's their motto about life. Dude, um, it's tough when you're free entertainment. That's I know. something you don't like. You <laughs> when, the, when the thing that's that gets really delivered hard. seamlessly yeah. to your earbuds every yeah. single Monday at no cost annoys you. We're so sorry. Um, but uh, no, we'll, con- we'll continue to do sports whenever Ronnie's at some Hyatt place and, you know, I don't know. So roughly Oliver, every Missouri. two weeks is what you're saying. <laughs> two, two and a half weeks. <laughs> when he's here in Louisville again for this. Yeah. <clears throat> Right, next Sojourn Conference. Ten, 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 ten. That's coming. <laughs> that is coming. That is coming. How soon? Baby, produce yeah. me. I need to be produced. No, I, I need to, boundaries. We have, some, we have some big news for you guys. We're saving it to the end okay. because we got this gentleman coming up to ask us a real question. Yeah, I need three objective reasons why It's a Wonderful Life is not a good movie, and I particularly need that from you, Barnabas. Three objective reasons? Yeah, yeah, not wow. subjective crap. Okay, now we're well, well. We're getting into a whole, a whole. Dude, he needs some sheet cake really quick yeah. here, man. Yeah. I'm you, fired up. I had the your, sheet cake. Your blood sugar is very low. I let uh, this go for a year. Okay, you've been so. you've been sitting on this question. Dude, for I'm a just while. gonna. I'm just getting scared now, man. This is mine. I'm gonna clutch and, this. But if 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 you guys are kind of hiding behind Barnabas's angst on it, I want I want well, to no, hear Teddy, why. Well, no, Teddy, did you have not heard our Christmas apps? I hate that movie. No, so I mean much. I am Father Christmas. I am literally Father Christmas. No, sitting I, up yeah, there. I, I'm counting on you to instill reason. You were Father Christmas 25 pounds ago, and then you went on the whole 60, and you you became now you wait for it. You became like lesser. 
Scrawny Christmas. Christmas. Baby, you know what word is in scrawny? Ronnie. There'll be... Oh, I love it. Yeah. Is there... You're not going to accept anything I say. I can tell by the tone. No, I totally will. I'm it's dropping the It's the only thing you can eat. <laughs> I don't even know the words. No, I know. Um, All right, take it away. Paul. I don't think one can objectively give opinions about movies, or at least not something you will accept as objective, sir. Um, I got one for him. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think they're all my opinions, but I think they're right, too. So, so this solid. is going to be a fruitless argument. <laughs> Gee, I wonder whose but, son he is. But he has a... Uh, <laughs> Don Piper. We covered this. Um, Ted has an objective opinion on this movie, though. He just said so. Maybe you know, love It's a Wonderful Life. I is hate that... It's a Wonderful Life, Oh, baby. Judas Priest. <laughs> you confused oh, those two. I don't even do this, guys. Uh, get ready for my new podcast coming out called... <laughs> Happy Christmas. Go ahead. Let's Dude, call, call Trogues. He'll, he'll co-host. Six, Trogues, tell me he co-host. Six episodes. Five, quick. Yeah, he'll do six, six episodes. Steps. Five things you love I about Christmas. I can't wait to do another three eps of a new podcast with Trogues. Carry on. My problem with It's a Wonderful Life, it's the same problem I have with another movie that's faux deep, um, and that is Dead Poets Society. Judas. Dead Poet Society is a Every trash movie. Every man under movie. 25 in here just got angry it's at you. It's a trash movie about a trash teacher. <laughs> and about a kid who throws a really nice desk set into the river. And I hate it for that. And I hate... <laughs> I hate It's a Wonderful Life what for is, similar I reason. love how we got from It's a Wonderful Life to Robin Williams. Yeah. And hey, one fell not, yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is... Yeah. To, to piggyback on that, there is nothing deep about It's a Wonderful Life. It is, oh it is all sentiment. Yeah, it's faux deep. It is all sentiment that teaches nobody anything but anything, but everybody's like, it's the most inspiring thing. Y- yeah, if you don't use your brain. That movie is... Brother, you know what, and I have give lots a, of opinions as well. Hug, because hug Jimmy Stewart's lame. The yeah. movie's boring. You it know lasts gonna, about an hour too long. You're going to feel his ribs because of how scrawny he is. He's wearing... Careful an, with him. Careful with my boy. Yeah, don't okay. don't break Ronnie. Yeah, no, I, that that movie stinks. All right, who do we have here, man? Come on up, Stripes. What do we got? <laughs> Come on up, Jimmy Stewart. Uh, what are we even doing, dude? Oh, this. Here we go. This one. This one. This one, baby. Every we time. We can't escape it, baby. You know what? This was be- this was made for people. Hold on, I've, I've got a list. Give, give me a second. <laughs> Every time this question gets asked, somehow, like I don't think me and Big T even understand the quest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I we just maybe we're just quiet. not intelligent. I don't know. No. Maybe you're just... smarter. Well, no, I think only one of us goes through life finding things to be annoyed about. Um, okay, let's see here. Dude, he has a list. He already oh, has something yeah. written down on his show prep. Well, it's because I'd go through life looking for things to be annoyed about. Um, all right, I'll just give you one. People who have birthday weeks. Oh. What the heck are people even doing with birthday weeks? You have a birthday that you had nothing to do with. You showed up, not by choice, by your mother's effort or a doctor's C-section, and, uh, and you are now choosing to throw yourself a party for a week so that people give you stuff when you are a self-supporting adult who should buy your own crap. And Pipe, that's kind of like what we would call... That's something one might define as brilliant, if you get my drift, man. You know, Big M kind of has a... I got, I got to bring Big it's, M into Yeah, it's this. brilliant. You, you probably like, um, like heist movies and con movies where the good guys are thieves. 
Surely you just don't know me at all to this, even make that comment. That this you, this is this is the heist movie yeah. of social media. It's like hashtag birthday week. Give me crap, even though I'm an adult. And people are like, oh, okay, it's your birthday, and they fall for that junk. You know what's you know what's dude? If I had said hashtag birthday week, do you think I would have some crap? In front no, of you're getting, <laughs> baby, you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything but tweeted quotes. How about that? I don't see anything. You know, I got Wayne, man. Me and Wayne got each other. That's all we need. Yeah, you got Grudem. you and Grudem. Yep. So what you got to know about Big M Fountains is that uh, she doesn't do birthday weeks. <laughs> Wait for it. She does birthday months. And it's been affectionately called in our family as the national holiday. <laughs> and there's just, I mean, literally, it's like Christmas every May, specifically around the day of the 19th for a month until June 19th. It's, incre- it's incredibly out of control. And you know what, Pipe? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of with you on that. I'm like slightly annoyed by that. You know oh. what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a lover of birthdays in general. So uh, that kind of celebratory thing about birthdays, you know, rubs me a little bit, man. I mean, you know? I, I think celebrating a birthday when other people are celebrating your birthday by, by their choice yeah. is, is fine. They're, yeah. they're showing appreciation. Yeah. Throwing your own birthday week is a grade A con job and people fall for that junk. You know, it's like doing baby showers on like your ninth kid. Yeah. yeah, which Hand is what all reform people have to do. Because yeah, all reform right. people are working Absolutely. on their nineteenth kid. Yeah, no so offense to anybody in the room. No offense, even though the collective kid count in this room yeah. is probably enough to fill a small. Yeah, country. everyone yeah. in this room is one of seventeen right. kids too. So. <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're all middle children. Questions? Yes. You know, I got to admit, man, I feel like the reform crowd has been a little shy tonight with the cues. I think they're doing great, yeah. baby. Don't all right. Don't talk like that about that. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. You You're, can't produce all these people. You can produce me because I'm asking for it. But Maybe that hurts, and we're going to talk about that later. What do you got for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. Um, years ago on the podcast, you used to do something you called your, ju- your gut check segment. Yeah, where you would just say a word, and then we had to hear Ted Cluck's immediate reaction to the word. And I missed that a lot. Aww. I thought it was hilarious. So. Sweet of you to say. Let's okay, clap it up can, for this show. Can I put you on the spot for a second? Can you throw a term at Ted yeah, for like, a tiny it. little mini gut check with Ted? Just... Just Any term. Out, and just throw out a term. Oh. Or, or an issue of the day, like, yeah, like Ted's thoughts on. I'm thinking. If this was unfair, I, you know, No, sorry. I'm, I feel like my husband would be better at that. But he's already been up here. What'd you say? Oh, he said, oh, Captain, oh, my Captain, captain. my Captain. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. All right, Ted's thoughts on, oh, Captain, my Captain. Trashy. <laughs> and manipulative and cheap. Robin Williams. What was, it? what was his name in the, in the show? What was his, his teacher name? Keating. Keating. John Keating, you're better than that. <laughs> Strong, Ted. You're better than that. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie. I think that movie's too smart for me. Baby, it's trash. I, it's I, it's I, not, I it's not sentimental it. enough for yeah. you, Ronnie. Okay, there's no Christmas scenes Which is funny, because it? no. it's all sentiment. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Beaky. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. <laughs> All right, I see what's happening. But there's actually a tie into my question because here you are live in Louisville. Like, yeah. what, what gets better than live in Louisville? This nothing. Is, you're it's making nothing. podcast history. Well, that's, that's yeah. not true, but, but what, that will save till the end. Yeah, we there is something that gets you. better than live okay. in Louisville. Yeah, because we, we want to know, and I guess to save for the end, what's the follow up? Because there's nothing worse than a, than a bad sequel. Boys, do we drop the follow up now? Ron? That's producer? Let's, let's no, let's, let's, let's let it marinate for a bit. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that move. That's what a producer does. That's what a producer does. You got to read the room. That's right. Okay, good. 
Uh, my name's Luke, and uh, I actually have a friend who introduced me to the pod. Mm-hmm. That's and, a good friend. Uh, yeah, he, what a great. Uh, his name's yeah, Kevin, lady. Kevin yeah. Moses. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, since he couldn't be here and he really wanted to, if he had any questions for you guys. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Why could he not be here? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask him that now. I'll fill you in. Where does he yeah. live? Where does he Text live? Him right Michigan? Now, Lapeer, Michigan? Michigan. Dude, Lapeer, man. I know okay. Lapeer. I know you yeah. know Lapeer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So he's one got, of my best friends is from your surrogate question. Yeah. Fire go away. Ahead, yeah. Well, so he, uh, he just wants to know some more details on like how you prepare. I know you guys just said you hate preparing. <laughs> you've but you've for, heard literally every for, detail on how we prepare. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, what time? Like, what time of day do you do it? Is it different every time? Um, I mean, does I he mean, want to know like how Elon Musk plans <laughs> on like building that super highway? I mean, does he? Does he really want the, us to reveal the rocket to the moon? Like what we do? I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I just I told you what he told me, and but his other question, his other question was ask Barnabas. Tell him that was outrageous. Don't to even ask that. Right. Yeah, don't well, shoot the messenger, Ronnie. That's not fair. Well, he his other question was ask Barnabas what your dad thinks about your tattoos. So. <laughs> oh, uh, let's answer the one. first question first. Okay. <laughs> We, we literally have told you just about everything about prep on this show. When we say we exchange three text messages and it takes three minutes, that might be an exaggeration. Usually it's two text messages in a minute and a half. No, Actually, I know that's funny. John Piper has thug life tattooed across his <laughs> abdomen. It was a crazy night in Minneapolis. I won't bore you with the details, but... Yeah. But he's definitely Thug West life. Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure West Coast. No, but honestly, you guys, it's... Um, I was joking, obviously. There is no show prep. And the, the whole thing with the show is that there is no show prep because we want it to be completely and totally organic. in the moment, organic. And uh, we don't want anything to be We don't want to be, to be like some sort of Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith Yeah, because trash. again, uh, reformed podcast. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'll answer, answer, I'll answer the second question very briefly. Um, he's never mentioned them, which is very, very loud. Yeah. <laughs> That probably has there something to do with you having not worn a T-shirt around your dad in 17 yeah. years. Yeah, He's I'd, become the Ronnie Martin of the Piper family. I, I it's wear, 110 degrees out. You got I, six jackets I wear, on. I, yes, I wear jackets and bandages, and he wonders. Bandages. And I told, I told him it was burn scars. Um, and avoids all the trouble. Pipe, nice. but hold on. He's never said anything, no, dude? never. I literally don't believe that. It's absolutely He's true. never made one comment like, hey, son, let me read that uh, the inscription on your nope. arm. Is it like New Testament? Is it Old Testament Hebrew? You know, like... Nothing. No. no. Dude, it's okay. We'll talk later. <laughs> so, fellas, I want to talk business uh, with you guys. Oh, Great. finally a man after our own <laughs> Yeah, part. exactly. One of us. How much are you going to yeah. give us? Uh, well, that depends. So okay. my question has two parts. Uh, and number one, it will instill some confidence in your investors, such as myself. Um, it will help you display your excess and your decadence even more. Um, Good. Can we expect about. the Happy Rant LLC to release their tax returns? Whoa. <laughs> Asking a lot, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Things just got real. Look, uh, if I... I can't say that. I'm going to get fired. Never mind. <laughs> I'm a church planner. I can't lose my job. So um, the answer is absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Consider yourself uh, down one investor. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll gain one on the upside of that. Yeah. 
Uh, Ted, we know that you're uh, passionate about the burgeoning field of 90s studies. Mm, uh, yeah. now, and 80s, actually. That's a yeah. He's expanded his studies. Yeah, He's I started a 90s into, studies program it, on my other podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I just that. wanted to ask. I, was, I, don't listen. I was homeschooled during the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, so I was technically a 90s kid. Yeah. Uh, also also <laughs> only, one of... Only also, sort of. Kind of a 90s kid, yeah. <laughs> I was sort of a kid. Yeah. Sort of a kid. <laughs> Very true. Uh, what would uh, if I were wanting to get into uh, introductory '90s studies? What are the yeah. top three hmm. top three sitcoms? Oh, that is a so. great question. Yeah, Give them that DVD. Question. Nobody's yeah. going to top here, that. Man. Come here, big fella. <laughs> Number one sitcom, Calvin's oh, DVD. Boy. What, what's your name? Alex. Thanks for coming. Alex, Sorry, guys, you're not getting the DVD. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Alex, you're going to need to take 90s 100, obviously, so I'm not going to give all the, way, all the course content away. We're still working through the accreditation process. You know, higher ed is, you know, it could be a little bit tricky, but 390 sitcoms, I'm going to go, um, well, I'm going to go with the old standby. I'm going to go with Seinfeld. Mm. Um, yeah, quintessential 90s sitcom, pretty timeless. Um, quintessential 90s jeans. Yeah, a lot of In 90s fashion. jeans, a lot of kind of white orthopedic shoes, turtlenecks. Um, and mock turtlenecks under sweaters. Mock turtlenecks under sweaters. There's a, there's a sitcom that I watched a lot of in the 90s, and I actually watch a lot of now, but I think it's actually an 80s sitcom. Uh, but it's Cheers. I love Cheers, and Cheers is the show I watch now. Like, when I can't mm. sleep, I just dial up a little Cheers. Was that and the it, 90s? I thought that was 80s. Dude, it's mostly 80s, but kind of 90s, a little oh, bit. But it, but it, into the 90s? I mean, but it had spinoffs that carried well into the 90s. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Frasier. Frasier. Frasier is a great 90s sitcom. Um, but if you're going to really... If you can stomach it. If you're going to really take a deep dive into the 90s, it's I'm going to give you two movies, okay? And spoiler, they're basically the same movie. <laughs> One is Reality Bites. Mm. Have we seen this picture? Reality Bites. Young Ben Stiller. <laughs> Ethan Hawke being Ethan Hawke, which is <laughs> Mr. 90s. You know, mopey, disaffected. It was, it was such a fashionable thing in the 90s to be glum in the way yeah. that he was glum. In that movie, but the other the other quintessential '90s movie in the same vein is Singles, yeah. uh, Cameron Crowe picture, set in Seattle. I love it. Ensemble cast. There's a great uh, Matt Dillon character in that in that movie. Ronnie Ronnie's too good for the movie, so we'll we'll talk about that. Too good for the, the '90s, that's for sure. Oh, really? That's fascinating. Well, you're not going to be involved in our '90s studies program as an adjunct <laughs> professor, then. Sorry, you'll Thank miss out you. on those big bucks. That's right. One more yeah, thing you don't have to, money. You one more thing you don't have to release on your tax returns. I don't need Tivana or a bobblehead doll. I have a 90s studies program. You got what you got. You got what you need. I, I have what I have. I you guys that. have what you have. Let's, uh, let's go to the next question. Guys, it's just a God thing. We're all here tonight, so appreciate you doing this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, Nice. Huge. Yeah. Well said. So, so I'm a pastor, and I appreciate a little Monday morning levity when you guys drop the episode. Gets me you know, kind of adjusted uh, into not quite so serious of a post-Sunday Thanks, space. Man. Thank you. And I have a staff member who resents the fact that I listen to the podcast on Mondays and you know, chuckle quietly to myself. Mm. He's a deacon. He's a supporting staff oh, person. Problem. And he is, he's wayward. He he's does not, not allowed to do anything He doesn't like the happy rant. So do. I need to know. I need your advice is yeah. this a try to win back a wayward brother or is church discipline the next step does, him, does he not like the happier end or does he not like laughter <laughs> he loves laughter he doesn't like your laughter I what guess. does he laugh at ridiculous stuff like 90 sitcoms hmm. dude what state are you in uh I, should i keep that 
Secret or I need, he's, I'm going to force him to listen to this. So yeah, you're, yeah, you're in Washington, Washington state. Yeah. So I think as a pastor in Washington, you can do what pastors in Washington have done, which is oh, no. fire him. <laughs> yeah. Fire that guy. Cut him loose. You can, you can, you can also use a pseudonym online and, and be very aggressive. Do you know what he needs him. to clean so. out his... There's he, lots of lots of pastoral techniques that have, were born in Washington. He needs to clean out his desk and take his quinoa and his <laughs> Tivana tea bags and just go home. Yeah. Right? Do some 90s studies programs. Yeah. Is what he, he can do it online. Do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm sure he does. Oh, well, there's nothing yeah. we can do there for him. There right there. That's all you had to say. You didn't need to ask Which is to say he doesn't like to laugh. Exactly. <laughs> so when you said he liked to laugh, you actually meant he doesn't. Right. He loves yeah. death. He loves... Look, he's... He is a classic reform person that he loves to talk about joy and laughter and enjoying but things never, and without never do laughing or enjoying anything. There so, you go. He Solid. needs to yeah. read that Don Piper book. <laughs> Wayne, what do you got, man? You got my boy, it's Fountains of Wayne, baby. Let's clap it up for Wayne right now. Love this guy. You got gifts, I got Wayne. I'll take Wayne all day long. <laughs> wow. What all do you right. got, Wayne? Uh, since I have been outed as the Ted Cluck quotes, I would like to make a special request of Ted. Because uh, when I made the account, I had to get on Google and just find a random image of Ted Cluck, which yeah. did feel a little bit stalkery. But baby, you're not but that's what I had to do. No, do what you got to do, Wayne. <laughs> there's there's some wonderful <laughs> photos of Ted on Google. I, I know this is a radio, not television, but I would like to ask Ted to give me a profile picture from Live in Louisville for the account. Whoa! Okay. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> baby, how does that make you feel right now? Give us the first thing that comes to your mind when you... It makes two things. Number one, it makes me feel like a million bucks. Because okay. I got Wayne and Which it's is like what we're making is, off this podcast. Nobody else right is now. in the room right now. Right. But, okay. but, not, me and but Wayne. that's not going on the tax returns. Everything else not, is just no, peripheral. Not happening. So Wayne, is what I'm, help, help me understand what I'm hearing. Is what I'm hearing, you would like to take a picture with me right now? Yes. Okay, yes. let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, though, Wayne, in saying that there have only ever been two people in the world, one of, one of whom is Aaron Bartle, Zach's wife, who, who have ever taken good pictures of me. Because I'm not real photogenic, I'm not going to lie. We're on our third date, I feel like we can just come real with each other about that. So, Wayne, we're going to try this. But that's the yeah. selfie date, right? Is that, is that what you're getting at here? So, yeah, go ahead. We're going to try go this, ahead, Wayne. Guys. And if it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but whatever. First right of refusal, is that First what you're right saying? Refusal. You need to it's approve that? All right. Wayne, where do you want me? Down here? I feel like we should give play-by-play on this since this is audio ahead, and otherwise give, there's going to be a, a great lag time. So Ted is strolling down the steps in his pseudo-athletic coaching style pullover. He's got a newsboy cap on. He's got his turquoise glasses, his camo joggers, and his Adidas high tops, and a killer grin. And he just did, I think, I think that was Blue Steel. And Wayne looks like a million bucks too. Nice, baby. It's a nice moment I'm Kristen. Hey. I realize this will never happen because we are too precious. But hypothetically speaking, if you had to choose one, which female Christian influencer of today could hang with you guys on your panel? Ooh. Who would you choose? Whoa. Wow. Do you realize Whoa. what room you're sitting in right now? She hey. Just, do you realize there's only two answers that are acceptable to that question? Boys, do we Jen Wilkin and, and Nancy Wilkin. Guthrie. What oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Kathy Keller is an exception. Kathy right? Keller oh, and Kathy. Kathy. Well, no. Yeah. Kathy. Wait, does your mom's count with this? Can we... Well, yeah, but she said, which ones would we pick? 
Oh. Dude. Wow. Wow. It's not disrespectful we... to my mom. We are disrespectful to everyone else, which means I don't want her on this Pipe. panel. That's true. Give us a minute, dude. How do we suss that one out that Pipe just said about Mom's Noel? Baby, that's tough. I want to hey, your mom is a real Christmassy name. I like that. But go on, Big C. <laughs> I would like to bring Noel on the program and let the healing begin. Between the two of them. I think that's a, I yeah. think it's a marvelous idea. Yeah. That's, because we that don't just take, horrible. we give on this we give. show. Yeah. We give. We're givers. Yeah. Give, give, give. We have time for maybe one more. One, one more question. Yeah. Here he is well, right here in the flesh. Speaking of the 90s, I need a list from each of you. Top three bad action movies in the 90s. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And if Con Air could make an appearance, that would be Wait, wait, wait. Which, what, which one needs comedies, to make an appearance? You know, I missed it. Con Air. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your name's Kanye? (laughs) (laughs) I think... Con Air. Everyone's favorite bad 90s movie. Bad 90s action movie. Yeah, yeah. See, enjoy, boys. I got nothing. See, I would would put The Rock above Con Air. Dude, The the, Rock is so bad, but it's awesomely bad. Yeah. But it's very awesomely watchably bad. Yeah, it's it's rewatchably bad. It's absolutely. Um... None of the Die Hard movies, because those are good action movies. Phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. Also excellent Christmas movies. Yeah. Or at least a couple of them. Great um, Christmas movies, Barnabas. Let's see. Bad action movies from the 90s. I got think. a couple. All right. I was... <laughs> see, I was a little young for some of the... Like, the first half of the 90s is a bit of a blank in my mind for movies, because... You weren't I, allowed to watch TV at that point. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I turned... 13 in the 90s, which uh, means that like the, the PG 13 R rated movies came a little later. And so, like, early 2000s, I could probably rattle them off, but 90s is a little rough. All right. Um, Do your best, man. Well, no, I. The, so, Con Air's, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it in the it's a terrible, awesome movie. Um, really, Pipe, you love that movie? I, it, in its category. <sighs> Baby, what were you watching? Okay, the 90s? Hallmark Christmas. But I think, I think uh, is Gone in 60 Seconds 90s? I realize these are all Nicolas Cage movies, but he comes to mind for bad action movies. Was 90s, yeah, was it? it was either late 90s it was or early 2000s. Early Dude, it was early twos, because it had it? Giovanni Ribisi, I think. He's an early twos. Oh, man. He's an early twos guy, Ribisi. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did the first Fast and the Furious, I know that we're, they're on like Fast 14 now, but... Uh, did that was that that was early two thousands, right? That's okay. early twos as yeah. well. That's shiny shirt. See, that's that's my heyday. Sorry, I'm. That's a shiny shirt. Let's era. let's go to ninety studies doctor here and Boom. spit it out. Yeah, pipe. I don't like to invoke my PhD in ninety studies, but I will. <laughs> but I mean, you should, and rightfully so, because I'm always teaching. Right. You know, it's a, it's a teachable teaching. moment right now. I'm ABT. looking at uh, a couple of pictures. Um, I'm looking at face off. Okay. Yep. Oh, good one. Yes. Face Off is the quintessential crappy 90s movie. Is that another Follow- Nicolas Cage one? Yeah, it's yes, Cage. And, that's, and, jo- and Travolta, right? Dude, yeah, okay. Nick and yeah. Travolta. Yeah. All right, and, and, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in that wheelhouse for my second one. Uh, I'm looking at a little Broken Arrow. Okay? Was- We've got a Broken Arrow yep. fan back here. That's, that's a good one. I- in the room. Um, You're the- bringing them to my mind. These are good. Dude, the third one, I'm going early 90s, man. I'm going early 90s. Vintage 90s. Riding the BMX bike to the video store to get a movie I'm not quite supposed to see. (laughs) I'm going a little Jean-Claude Van Damme, Bloodsport. Yes. Okay? There's a scene in Bloodsport where Van Damme is is fighting this dude. Educate me. And they're standing shoulder to shoulder like we were in the metallurgy shop earlier. (laughs) And Van Damme just, like, kicks this guy in the leg. You remember this? And it breaks the dude's legs. 
Yeah, right? Yes. And I remember middle school, Big T, just thinking that was so awesome. Wow. It was incredible. Oh, I, have, right? I have another one. It's, it's, uh, it's for the, the, this was for my generation in the 90s, and it was Three Ninjas. Okay. Three Ninjas was one of the worst kids action movies ever, and I loved it as a whatever eleven year old, however old I was. I mean, it was epically terrible, and it was nice. amazing. Nice. So, just bringing it in for the younger generation, nice. our twelve year olds in the audience. That's right. We do have some. We've got a couple. Yeah, boys. We've got uh, we've got a little breaking news on the program, and I want to end with this because we've gone in true reformed church fashion. We've gone over time. That's a shock, right? Yeah. So we're, what we're going to do now is sing 16 hymns and then take communion, and we'll get you out of here in an hour and a half. We have a table okay? right behind us, Big T. Right. Yeah, right. we're all set. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that, actually, baby. I'm going to read some breaking news, hot off the wire. Um, and what would the song be for that that we need to preface? It's a newsroom music. Yeah. So thanks to our production guys in the back. Yeah, thank you for playing that. Yeah, thanks. They had that all queued up. Boys, the... The, break, the breaking news item is as follows. Uh, if you liked this experience live in Louisville, if you enjoyed the energy in this room, which I have, mm. uh, I've enjoyed the heat in this room. It's kind of uh. like hot yoga. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in a schwitz. I'm in a steam bath. And I'm pushing the fluids like an animal, right? Because I'm just sweating it for, off. For those in the back and those on the air, he's only wearing a towel around his waist right yeah, now. Yeah, I got a towel down here. You'd be seeing the chest hair and the medallions if I, if I wasn't so... You know, reform, so. trim. Yeah, right. <laughs> be seeing how scrawny I'd be getting. But right. if you've enjoyed like me. the energy and the temperature in this room, we are going to be doing this again in this town because I feel a connection to the city of Louisville. Mm. Okay? I don't know it well. I feel yeah. like I'm dating Louisville. Let's clap it up for this city. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I feel like I just, I just kissed Louisville. I just looked Louisville into the eyes and I... And I kissed it, and there was no tongue, but... It was a rather chaste kiss. It was chaste, but there was the potential for more. You know what I mean? They, did, they didn't hate it. Louisville they didn't, didn't hate it. it. Here's what I'm going to do with Louisville. I'm going to call Louisville tomorrow and see if it wants to go on a walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm taking a walk with this town tomorrow. And when will that walk be? That walk will be in April, when we will be back here in Louisville for... Is it T4G? I get these good gospel-y conferences. Together for the Gospel Together Coalition for the gospel. Calvinists. Together for the Gospel Coalition Calvinists. We are going to do a live show right here at Sojourn East in conjunction with Together for the Gospel. Uh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be lavish. And it's going to be even more excessive and decadent than this program. So this is just a fortune. And he's really announcing this because he expects somebody to bring him swag at that yeah. point. Yeah. So. I'm not going to be looking at a bare section of table in front of me. I hope in April... Uh, yeah, so stay tuned, year. guys. It's going to be T4R, T4R. this April. Together so for tell your rant. friends, together for the rant, and that's what we're going to do, and that's how we're going to do it. That's right. That's how we're going to do it. Listen, I want you to do something for me, okay? I want you to give yourselves a big hand, because you're the real winners tonight. Yeah. And I've got another little job for you, okay? I'm going to cue it by saying we've wandered to and fro throughout this program, and until next time, I want you to say Rachel Held Evans with me. Okay, I want to hear everybody. All together. All right, I want to hear you. Wayno, where are you? I want to hear you, big guy. Let's go, okay. Grudem, Beaky, 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah, Joel Beaky, I want to hear you in the background. 12-year-old, here we go. Ready? We've wandered to and fro throughout this program. And until next time, Rachel Held Evans.
Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And boys, we have a very special privilege tonight. Um, we are on episode three of our special three-up live in Louisville package. And uh, I just want to hear from the crowd, man. I want you guys to clap it up. This has been an amazing night. I feel so loved right now. And because this is radio and not television, I'm going to describe what's around me. Um, I have a huge... Uh, loaf of cinnamon bread, homemade, weighs about 25 pounds. You, you guys think this, this business is all about free monsters and cigars and pies and, uh, and, and loaves of bread and, and bags of Fritos, but it's really not about that. It's about doing work, um, and it's about doing work for which we are compensated by some very generous sponsors. And Piper, uh, I want you to explain who those very special people are so that we can honor them in the fashion that they deserve. Indeed. So start off by thanking Resonate Recordings, the fine folks who do all of our audio engineering and good editing. Good bunch of guys, too. Mm. You know, a good bunch of guys. Great, great to work with. So, yeah. yeah, round of applause or clap it up if you prefer for Resonate. Good kids, uh, man. Salt of the earth, those guys, you know? <laughs> Big thanks to our, to our sort of premier sponsor for the evenings. That's Christian Standard Bibles. They donated a Bible to everybody here in attendance. Um, and not just like a cheap little giveaway Bible, but a very nice reader's Bible. Uh, they also donated several uh, Spurgeon study Bibles that we gave out to people uh, really in exchange for making Ted happy. Um, so Christian Standard Bibles, you go to csbible.com, you can learn more about them. It's a great translation. Consider using it in your church. I use it as my go-to reading Bible. Uh, the Spurgeon study Bible is actually wow. the one I'm using most regularly right now. I think it's awesome. So check those out. Um, and then uh, let's see who else. Oh, the fine folks who donated the little Nerf footballs that everybody here got. They deserve another thank you because they were just like, hey, we want to do that. It sounds like a fun idea. And then a group of friends put the money in. I asked for it and they made it happen. Yeah. You know, and so, I felt very loved and affirmed by that too. That was pretty sweet. I don't want that to go to my head, man. I, I feel like that I've just you gotten... have the power to say, let's do this thing. And somebody's like, yes, let's do this thing. You know what's interesting about the reform mindset though? Is that like guilt is already setting in for all the decadence that I'm enjoying? Like enjoyment That's comes. That's funny. It's mostly jealousy on this end of the table, <laughs> dude. Right? Enjoyment. They, you're you, sitting there like you're literally burying your face in a Reese's peanut butter pie. Dude, I know. I love while it so we're much. trying to podcast. I know it. I know it. But, but I can do both things because I'm a pro. But um, but the where I was going though, vis a vis the guilt, is that um, as a reform dude, you can only enjoy something for so long, and then the guilt sets in. But. Um, I think all the sugar and all the decadence and the excess, like I'm already starting to feel like I need to begin apologizing for this. And I don't want to get accustomed <laughs> to like um, just snapping my fingers and saying I want to nerf football with my logo on it. Baby, nobody's like, judging you except for all the reform people. I know, but I'm trying to work right this now, out. Because that's but, what they do. It's you know good, what? Man. Enough about me and enough about my stuff. Um, but speaking of our stuff, actually, um, if you haven't done so, we have a merch table in the back. Um, we have some new books out. We have... It's a little radio segue. Um, I, I feel do. so guilty asking for things, but hold on, let me. But actually, ask buy for more something. of my things. Yeah, and Ronnie's things and Barnabas's and things. That's right. That's right. We do have that, but we also have a live mic up here, man. And, and I have to tell you, what happened to the guy waiting? Did he just give up? He gave up. He's taking a rest. He's like, man, he, he gave up thirty-five minutes ago when he was first standing up. That's there. like worship time at my reform church, which is like a leg day. You're on your feet for an hour, hour, hour and ten, easy. You know. You don't want to, don't do legs before, uh, before that. Before but, you go to uh, church. So we've got this live mic, and far and away, the best experience of Live in Louisville 1 was uh, open mic time and uh, Q&A. So here's how this is going to work. You can come up. You can ask your question. 
Um, we have a Happy Rant sticker. Yeah, Happy Rant stickers that are Mr. great Ware. for laptops, guitar cases, if you're that kind of person, um, or whatever else, cars, whatever else you put stickers on. So we're going to give you that. And, well, I thought you were uh, about to give away that, that uh, item you're holding. No, I'm not no, giving this away. I'm just holding it for okay. effect. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's very uh, Chestertonian of you. Dude, it is. Yeah, very darkest hour, you know. Um, we have a guy at the microphone, and uh, I want to hear from him. What's your name, big fella? My name is Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan. What do you is, got for is us? Is the mic on? Hello? Okay, there okay. we go. I just want to make sure. Oh, so, so my question or my uh, thought for you guys is, we just finished March Madness. Mm-hmm. March Madness is college sports, and college sports is mascots. Mm-hmm. So the question I have for you is, uh, if you took some big reformed seminaries or maybe mega churches, if they were to have a sports team with a mascot, what would that mascot be? The Southern Seminary bow ties. So, <laughs> <laughs> the Boys College white rappers. Ronnie, anything? I don't even know what he just said. <laughs> Southwestern Seminary ascots. I don't know. Should we, should we, should we keep I'm glad going? that's where you went with that. I, <laughs> I wonder for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I just don't even. I don't even get the mascot thing. Like a way to make something really serious. The sports thing you guys are into. Like like another way just to make it more silly. Like let's get like a big dog. Did would you like a, a stuffed animal? Sticker? Explain that to me, pipe. Pipe. Explain mascots to me. What. I assume it started with team names. You know, they, they named themselves after something I mean, that's scary and aggressive. Thing. That's well, another thing. Well, what, I mean, how would people know where your church is if you didn't name it? Like, you named your church, what is it, Substance Church? Yeah, but I didn't name it, like, Indians. I didn't well, name it Indians yeah, Church. Yeah, because that would be off-brand. I didn't name it the Bears Church. I didn't name it the Vikings Church. Okay, I didn't name so it the Rams Church. I'm going to take this in another direction. <laughs> if you owned, Be patient. If you owned a professional sports team in Ashland, and I, I have to sell this to you because owning a pro sports team is a position of power and prestige, which I know you like both and things. money and money and cashiche, baby. Um, Remember, well, I wasn't on the list, so this is, keep keep it well, coming. This yeah, feels yeah, good yeah. right no, now. No, I know, I know good. it. What would they be called though? Would they for you? Would they be like the Ashland minimalists or the the Ashland <laughs> moogs? You know, like what what are we looking at? I don't know, man. I, the I just Ashland whatever. Does it have to be so silly? They wouldn't even play. They would just mope around in this fashion. <laughs> They wouldn't even run out onto the field. They just sort of walk. They kind of slouch out that's onto how the field. That's how we'd kick it off. Yeah, we'd, we'd kick it off by not kicking it off. Right. We forfeit. Who yeah. cares? That's right. Like when they announce the team to come like jogging through like the little hallway, just say, you know what, guys, we're just going to hold back. The hallway. We're going to stay in the hallway. That's right. We're indoorsmen. Kids stay in the, in the hallway. The Ashland kids in the hall. The Ashland indoorsmen. I'd be like, boys, do not put on those uniforms. We will not wear those today. We will not be wearing those. Right? I love it. I like to do radio while I'm looking Jean at Jean jackets for the entire team. Next question. All right, Save us from ourselves. Uh, <laughs> all right, yo, what's up? Yo. Yo, my name's Cody. Um, you didn't ask me. You asked the last guy, so I just... Well, just when I said yo, lead, you lead said with your Cody, name. those two good. things went together really we well. Cody, we're that's talking good. We, we care who you are. I, okay, I know, I believe you. I have two questions. One for Ted, one for Barnabas. I know you're eating. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. I'm not Ted. eating no, anything, no, I'm good. Okay, good. <laughs> Nobody gave me My anything My president eaten anything eat. all night, man. Piper would never eat that pie. Scrawny. So, Ted, I know that you're the, the grateful recipient of some wonderful pens. I am. And I just bought a, a book by B-Pipes. And uh-huh. I was wondering if uh, you would sign it real quick. I know you're, doing a, you're shooting a thing right now. but I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. Thanks. Do so you want me to sign B-Pipes' book? Baby, yeah, tell please. us how that new add, pen works. I'm just so curious how that's incredible. Add some value man. to that okay, book. Okay, so this is a Camp Barakal pen, and if you pull on this 
like attachment right here. What? I've literally never seen that before. Scripture comes out. So there's, wow. uh, there's memory verses for each day. It's like a track Dude, that's like pen. stronger men's conference pens, man. It's- no, don't degrade the pen in that fashion. This pen is incredible. Were you um, asking me to sign it or Ted to sign my book? Oh, okay. I oh. thought you were talking to Ted. Oh. oh. So the whole... The- Baby, can pen. you loan Piper your pen so no. that he can sign his book? No, no, no. Give I me the tracked pen. I have to suss this out because the whole thing about me was just me, me being a conduit to the pen. So I'm just being used for my pen at this point. I th- see, I thought it was an allusion to the joke we made about right. signing other people's books. I could see how that would be hard. That's to where like, I went in my right. mind. I know. You were trying to suss that out in the way that you do, and it didn't work That's out right. in the end. I'm glad I'm, we all understand each other. Yeah, absolutely. I'm good. The pen works very well. Mm. I'm glad. Do you have a question, man? Yeah, those were the two questions. Can I borrow a pen, Ted, for Barnabas to sign the book? I respect that, man. Yeah. You know what? I respect that. That's radio gold is you know? what that is. I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm thinking homeboy's going to come up with, like, super lapsarian question. You'll get yeah. all deep and theological with us, and he just wants a signature. We man. can keep going with ask Barnabas to sign books all night. We're, I'm totally good with this. Ron, listen. listen Rachel the Held Evans. <laughs> I've been in, I've been in this ahead, business Humblebees. a long time. <laughs> All right, I, actually, what do we have? I actually almost asked you guys to um, sign my CSB Bible, so I figured that would not be okay, so I did not go with that. Is that not okay? Baby, because why did I you did not, that why tonight did you not already. Think that was okay. You <laughs> know, that out for us. So, like, we're I, not those people that are like all anti-signature. Yeah, yeah. Like, like who would be like that? Would that be like Thorny? Like, dude, no, I don't sign books. <laughs> Thorny would so, do. So, like, the thought crossed my mind for like half a second, and I'm like, wait a second, that's not okay. Um, because it's a Bible which, or because it's us? <laughs> I think I would... Is, it, is yes the answer to both? We weren't signing it on behalf of God. We were signing on behalf of Spurgeon. Well, I was That's just how saying, we decided to roll dead. with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a homeschooled teenager, so... I don't get out much. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but at the same time, you're wearing that humble beast yeah, yeah. hoodie. So, it, you know, you're, you're, you're moving past your roots a little bit. Yeah, it means... By the way, that's a good look. Do your look parents on. know you wear clothes like that? Um, yeah. Do your parents know you're here? Do your parents know you listen to music with a beat? My mom actually dropped me off tonight. Okay. So that was nice. <laughs> was it out of a 15-passenger van? Dude, is she idling in the car outside? Can we get her on the right? Call her. Tell her you're going to be like... I think you, know, you, don't had, worry about I that. Think you had a question in there. We should probably get to that. Yeah, exactly. I, I do you know what? My mom dropped me off. I do have questions. the craziest I, thing. I also have uh, two questions. One of them is just a quick yes or no. Okay. Does the C in Jared C. Wilson stand for C-list? Oh. Pipe? Those are secrets that we cannot... Secrets. Yes, that's right. Um, I... It's, it's really up in the air. You'd have to ask him. Um, I, I, he'd probably lie to you and be like, no, it stands for Cole or something like that. Mm, but, gotcha. uh, but we're going to go Jared with yes. Cole. You know what? How tweaked do you think he is to not be uh, on the roster for tomorrow? Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most tweaked, 1 being I don't even know what's going on. Jared C's level of tweaked. What do you think? Paul, the audience. Scale of 1 to 10. I see, it, I see 10 fingers over here. 10? I know. I was 10 over here. Yeah. Is that, is, that a, is that a we got 15 a seven. back We got there? two sevens. Okay, that's a seven. All right. I thought I saw three hands. Dude, here's, All right. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking seven or eight, but you have to act like it's a four. You know, part well, of the, you, part you of the false humility of this business. Like we can never, you nobody can like you ever want act like you're yeah. actually jealous of something. You had a second question. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, my second thing is, you guys come up with a lot of nicknames, whether it be Ferdy 
or uh, I guess we already had the explanation for Big R or um, Frankie Chan, different nicknames. Is there a formula for that, or are you guys just, like, gifted? I, uh, Ronnie, I think, I think you'll have to answer this one, and I'm pretty sure I know That was the, the most backhanded question anybody's ever asked. Are you just gifted? <laughs> I'm going to go with the latter on that, the gifted one. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's true because because uh, it, it's there's never like workshopping these things they just sort of appear and which means that there's just a gift yeah so here's you a little secret them. we're not going to talk to you about what Jared C's middle name is or whether it's a C list but here's something that you guys can know and something you need to believe about us we do zero show prep zero. so when you so the the whole thing about this show is that when we get on the air we are just we're rolling with it in the moment because we just think it makes better radio. We're committed to that for you. We're and we're committed, committed to, to zero show. Prep. We actually are committed to yeah. that. We'll covenant with you to never do any prep. At the end of the day, what whatsoever. we all decided was the we'll minute we have to do a minute of show prep, there's not going to be any show you to know, prep. I almost for feel anymore. like repenting for the amount of conversing we did before we got up here tonight. But I, don't, I, think, what, I think the show has suffered for it too. What's your name, Big Phil? My name's Stoller. Okay, Stoller. Yeah, he told me that just a minute ago. How epic is that name? Dude, that's baby. a killer name, Stoller. man. Stoller, you're not failing with that. Name. I mean, that, that is like I mean? Hunger Games level name. That's a Hunger there, Games man. level name. In fact, when I'm fighting in just the ring, kicking in it with Hunger Jennifer Games. Lawrence all day, I'm Stoller. Yeah. You know, it's insane. Dude, Stoller, the Stoller character would get the Jennifer. Oh, Lawrence Stoller's character. big, man. Yeah. I was about to give Stoller some advice, but he doesn't need it. I'm not even having another kid, is. but if I had a son, his name would be Stoller. Somebody is. Yeah. Somebody. Guys, we got an idea out there for a name. All right, thanks, guys. All right, man. <laughs> Dude, what's your hey. name? It's he's spoken word. Here we go. Uh, Is your name Stoller? Oh well, no, my name's Chase, and I'm not gonna do a spoken word this time. Let that down. that wasn't me. I've changed. God's changed my heart. It's been a long time. Man. I'm not trying to be a, a white Christian rapper Absolutely. anymore. You're not. Now mm. I'm just a white Christian podcaster. Um, Wait a minute. I don't know anything about those. Go ahead, Chase. Yeah. No, yeah. I host the uh, the Jesus Freak Hideout podcast. It's a self-promotion drop right there. Ted Cluck learned that from your book, Mega. I got you. And if any of that was parody, <laughs> lost on me. I got um, you. None of it was. If I... <laughs> Chase, we're not that's looking why for Ted competition is rich right now. We're not looking for podcast competition, so we're going to need your question it. really quick. Ronnie, they're not competition. We're... In, we're in, <laughs> I'm here at your conference. You're not at my conference. Um, if I was here on my own behalf, I'd probably just ask if we could trash talk Christopher Nolan a little bit more. Ooh. But I'm actually not up here on my behalf. Yes uh-huh. is the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> and to, oh, quick, quick, uh, quick aside on that. To everybody who tweeted at me after the Christopher Nolan conversation were like, he doesn't have any great characters. What about the Joker and Batman? That's a great performance, not a great character. Okay? Heath Preach. Ledger... Had a great performance. Christopher Nolan did not develop a great character. Anyway, under the question. I feel question. so confused. Dude, I'm so glad I'm not on Twitter. Thank you for, <laughs> seriously, though, like all, all kidding aside, thank you for dealing with that. Yes, so. I'm, I'm happy to bear the brunt of the minimal criticism we get. Yeah. You guys no, are awesome, big. and most of the tweets you send are great. That one wasn't a great tweet. Chase, anyway, you got a question? On. Yeah, I yes, interrupted uh, But it's not from me. It is okay. on behalf of my man, uh, Danny B., Big Blaze, back from Arlington, Texas, who made big drive up here last time for Live in Louisville, the Ridge, and uh, made the 10-hour drive to Nashville. Then we drove up here together. What? And uh, A lot of logistics. A lot of, a yeah. lot of logistics. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he didn't make it this time. Uh, and Channeling he, your inner Ronnie. That's he good. apologizes. Uh, for not bringing in, being able to bring his uh, male, white, non-reformed 
diversity to the group. This was the one man. Oh, was he who, the uh, he was the Armenian? Armenian? Rose his hand yeah. last time at the was question. Was he the token Armenian? Dude, I can it, tell the room felt different. Tonight. Oh, yeah, it felt you know? so different. <laughs> it is it is his absence that you uh, feel. It feels so much more no secure. Yin to the yang in this room. The, yeah. the, the eternal security now that just emanates from all of you guys yes. out of the room. Yes, By exactly. the way, tell your tell your boy. I, I like what I said last time, man. Like we, you know, I, I know he doesn't know it, but we believe he's going to heaven. So. <laughs> I like to think so, too. Uh, his question for you is, who is your favorite non-reformed pastor or teacher, and what sort of junk food would they be? Next question. What sort of junk food would they be? Go ahead, man of the cloth. This one's all yours. I mean, baby, I don't, I don't, my favorite non-reformed pastor, that's like saying, uh, what's my favorite dead. non-Catholic priest? I mean, I just don't even know, I don't even know where to, I don't know where to go with that one. You know, let me just do a safe one. Let me throw out like, I don't know. I'm just shooting right now. Let me just throw out a little A.W. Toes or something like that. Uh, he's not... Keep it real. You know, I, we're allowed... I, was, I was thinking you were going to go Andy Stanley, but I wasn't. Oh, sure. Andy Stanley? Andy, I'm just surprised he's not headlining Stronger Men's Conf, man. Let's be Dude, Andy, honest about that. Andy you know? Stanley was the author of Mega, right? If I'm not mistaken. But... Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with Toes, man. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm going superstar Billy Graham. Whoa. Yeah. Are we wait? Are we talking living or dead? Because you guys are you guys are uh, you guys are yeah, going in the way back machine. Direction, didn't we? Well, well, seriously, if it's guys. living, who do, where do you go if it's? Li- I don't even like. I don't even know these guys. Right? This is mine or yours? Who? Derwin Gray is good. Who? Derwin Gray. Oh yeah. Played are you the familiar league. with Derwin? Oh Gray? yeah, I know Derwin Gray. Pastor. Yeah. Vocally not Calvinist. Yeah, not antagonistic too. Just I know he's, he's so not. non-Calvinist that he sounds Calvinist though. He's one of those dudes. Where like every time he says something, you go like. Really, Derwin? Are you sure about that? But he's good. And when I mean sure, I mean, are you not sure that not you're really sure about what you're not sure about? Not really sure the junk about. food part of that you know? question, though. Let's that, not answer that part. Okay, we'll skip that part. What do we so got, they, man? They picked dead guys. I picked Derwin Gray. Next question. My wife really wanted to be here but couldn't. So her question is this. When are you going to do a live in Minneapolis? She's pretty sure you have a connection there. Ooh. Whoa. Do we know anyone in, in Minneapolis, Pipe? You guys don't. <laughs> I do, actually. I was born there. so <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, alive in Minneapolis. Well, how many... Anybody here from Minnesota? Okay. All right. Uh, we got all right. They could, they could all invite their friends. Minnesota. Crew. I could invite my four friends. I would not invite my family. That would be disastrous. Would they actually comp pipe? What's that? They wouldn't even come, would they? <laughs> what if we I... comped them tickets? Would they come? <laughs> <laughs> As if the money was the thing holding Yeah, you know, John... You know what? We'll get the 10 bucks. Don't even worry about it, okay? Like, Put we your can, wallet we can away. donate your ticket sales to Desiring God, I promise. That's right. <laughs> uh, it would have to be around a conference, so your best bet is probably sometime early in February in some Lovely future time to year. be in Minneapolis. Beautiful yes. time in Minneapolis. Lovely time. Oh, God's country. Oh. Yep. It's like A-Town. Yeah, absolutely. City of Dreams. Sun never shines. Remember OTT? Sir? Yeah, own this town. You can move the mic. Yeah, I was, was going to ask. I mean, this go is, ahead, man. This just, is yeah, fun, just, but there go you ahead go. and move the mic. Just produce, I'm just producing my boy here a little Dude, bit. Dude, produce him. We got the pride of Lindy with So you want to grab that here. mic and you just want to tilt it? There you go. Boom. <laughs> got it. All right. So this is on behalf of a friend uh, in Portland. His name I feel Joey. like everybody's lying now. Yeah, I know. It's like, guys, yeah. if you want to ask a question. My friend has a question. Guys, this question is just going to come from you. My Not like this is from my brother's aunt, sister's uncle's cousin's sister. My friend's yeah. really struggling with something right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's getting all really? unspoken it's unspoken requests yeah. on us right now. So I get three texts. He says, mmm, as if he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Second one. Not Ron- like Ted eating pie. Yeah, okay. not like Ted. Mm. 
That was delicious. So first one, Ronnie's top five albums that he listens to while studying or working. Second one, or most listened to vinyl. Oh my gosh, you got whenever I get answer whenever I get asked this question, I literally blank out. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I hardly listen to any music. Top one. Top one that I listen to when I do what now? Work, work or study. Work or study. I, don't, I don't listen to music when I study. What I can't was the have... last vinyl you bought? The last vinyl I bought... Uh, November 8th? Guns N' Roses? I can check your Instagram account. The Interstellar, <laughs> I know I was giving it as a gift. The Interstellar, sorry, Nolan, soundtrack on vinyl. Mm. I got it as a Christmas present. And then I bought like four vinyls since then that I promise to sound as snobby as I can, nobody in this room would have heard of. So there you go. You're not going to name one? I, I don't even remember their names. That's how exclusive they are. I don't even yeah. remember the names. Yeah. <laughs> they're so snobby, he doesn't even know. Yeah, they they literally. They're so they're out actually there. so snobby, they're they so have no underground. names. They're so unheard of. They actually have know. no content. They actually either. have no na- They're not even a vinyl. It's just air. Yeah. yeah. I just bought air. They sent me a package with the air in it. And you're like, ooh, I love this packaging. Right. I just put yeah. it on the vinyl player and I spin it and like just I pretend what sound is just coming out. Just talk over him. It's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, talk okay. over him. Please do. I'll uh, join the line in two questions, fun and serious. Which do you want first? Baby, are these your questions or your sister's uncle's aunt's questions? One of them is mine. All right. We'll All do right. that one first. We're just, we're just feeling sensitive about that now, as you well okay. can understand. Yeah. So if you guys could talk about a serious theological topic, what would it be? Oh, Judas. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> Judas Priest. <laughs> Judas, that not being the <laughs> theological topic, I would... That, that actually is going to be mine. I'm gonna, mine is going to be Judas. Talk about Judas? <laughs> yeah. So basically, Ted wants to talk about betrayal, which is a, a doctoral position thing. that it's we're a, all familiar with. You it's know? a real thing. Yeah. Um, as though we don't have the opportunity to talk. If you could, you know what, live a little bit. If you could talk about a serious theological issue. I mean, the last time I talked about theology was like 20 minutes before I left to come up here this morning. You know, I mean, it just never happens. So mine's Judas. What's yours, Pipe? I really only talk serious theology if somebody poses a specific question to me. I'm not like, ooh, I have a hankering to dig in on this topic. Hankering. Okay, let me ask you this, man. If you could talk about any theological topic with us, what would it be? What would you like to discuss with us? Predestination. Oh. Oh. Dude, are you reformed? Uh, It's a possibility. Oh. Go ahead, Ron. Dig in. Yeah. All right, what's a fun one? <laughs> <laughs> and if that was the fun one, Plot we'll skip twist. the fun that one. That was the fun <laughs> one. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what childhood TV show or TV shows would you bring back if you could? Oh, Ooh. That's a great question. That's a, a great one. one. I have mine immediately. Well, on lay it on us, baby. The Wonder Years. Oh, Not even a so question. good, man. Not even a question. So good. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Animaniacs. All right, that's fair. Cheers. Well, it's classic. Cheers. It's we, classic. Just impro- we just improved television by like 800%. Baby, let me, let me tell you something right now, and this might come as a shock to you. Hold, no, your, hold the quest. Um, I have never seen one ep of Cheers. Oh, baby, get out of here with Here's that. Here's another weird one. I'm just going to throw it out there because I want to stun everybody right uh-huh. now. There's two things I haven't done in this world. Okay. One, I've never seen an episode of Cheers. And two, I've never seen, wait for it, E.T., Dude, E.T. is not great. I, I just no, I wouldn't know. It's I not great. I haven't seen E.T. either. Yeah. Wow. It's I, not great. I, the 80s are a bit of a blank spot in my Yeah, I know. You're a little cultural. young, Pipe. I know. I know. They passed you up a little bit. but it's fair. Because you Maybe were born we, in them, right? I was born during the 80s. Yeah. I want, but, you, to watch, I want you to watch some Cheers for me. And, and Baby, you know what it was, back. man? I grew what? up in like the Christian household, and it was all drinking stuff. So I wasn't... Oh, like, I, I wasn't... Yeah. Like, I was that guy. Yeah, I know. Cheer, I you know, Cheers was... 
There was no cheers. There was no cheersing in my house. Gosh, it's Nobody charming, was, though. Like we, had, we, had, we were cheering milk, you know, at the yeah. table, right? It no, was, I know. That's, yeah. that's how it was rolling down at the Martin household. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Dude, what's going on? Throw yeah. us your name and your quest. Yeah, my name's Gabe. This is my original quest. An original quest. Right. God we bless. got someone who will stand behind his question. This is a fun one. And do you know how to gauge that? This is a fun one. Okay. So you guys are pretty outspoken about your love for film on the pod. So I'm curious to know what would, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, oh. what would it be and why? Wow, one, one movie, movie, rest of your life. This is a good one. That is so I, depressing. Huh. <laughs> I think I kind of have mine. Man, it's tough, isn't it? it right, is what tough. are you kind of thinking? Um, well, it wouldn't be, it's tough because I like watching Wes Anderson movies because I enjoy them and they like invite me to feel smug which is super fun feeling smug is but it wouldn't be a wes anderson um yeah i honestly can't endure with an anderson dude no you can't it becomes insufferable after a while even though i like it by after a while Um, do you mean like opening scenes no 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 man again this is the guy with nolan go on ted i think mine would be jerry Maguire, and here's why wow um it's cameron crow love cameron crow um it's peak tom cruise peak renee zellweger Peak, the little kid who was in the Wait, movie. Renee Zellweger had a peak? The, she did, it's and actually, it was Jerry it's actually, Maguire. It's actually intro Renee Zellweger. It was I mean, intro was, and peak Renee yeah. Zellweger. Um, <laughs> it's just short-lived. It's actually a great story, but it has some football in it, and I'm going to need football in whatever movie I'm watching from here into eternity. Actually, it, it's one in 1A between Jerry Maguire and Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights might be... Uh, That's a good one. That might be it for me. Wow. So, yeah. Ronnie, Boys? what are you thinking? Dude, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go between uh, a cross between Hoosiers. I got one for you. Yeah. You know there's basketball in that, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Did you see what I did? I just did the move. Maybe uh, that was the move. Did you see the move? Yeah, I did see the move. Will you do it for me? Yeah. Okay. This is an audio medium. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, I know. I know. I'm going to go with the natural Robert Redford. Oh, classic. It's so good. I, it, it would be a toss-up between two very different movies, both with great ensemble casts. Okay. One being The Godfather, Ooh. which has made multiple appearances this evening, mm-hmm. and the other being The Sandlot. I got you. Very I'm different I'm going to roll movies. with you on The Sandlot, Pipe. I think that's strong. The Sandlot yeah, is one that I watch most consistently. It's a classic. It's an unadulterated classic. The Godfather classic. is... Probably, I mean, it, it, if I had a favorite movie, it's definitely. What does one the of word unadulterated mean? I use that all the time. I've used it in sermons. I have no idea what that word means. <laughs> Can somebody tell me what unadulterated means? Somebody just told me something about something I did, and they said, dude, that was pure, Unad- unadulterated, pure unadulterated gold. Yeah. And I said, that's, oh, thank you. That's just and redundant. then I looked at my wife, and I'm, I'm like, big him. And then I, I was afraid even. That's after. just them trying to use more syllables because pure and unadulterated basically mean the same thing. Does it really? Yeah. Unadulterated? Does it mean you're like not adulting or like what? It means you're immature. Or yeah. not adult. So pure, so pure, immature gold? Yeah. Oh. So now I feel like he. Now I feel like Go it wasn't a compliment. Sorry, man. Go ahead. When Ronnie starts doing this, just take your cue. Be like, I have a question. And Pipe, you know what? It is our show. I don't know if you knew that, but like we can talk as much as we want and then they can wait. I know. And I'm Dude, let's hear your question. So this question is for, uh, directed at Ted. A uh, little backstory. Once sure. upon a time, I too, as a, as a young man, was spellbound by the faux depth of the movie Dead Poets Society. Sure. You know, it's common. But then... <laughs> Continue. I'm listening. Then I became a teacher... Huh? And not just any teacher, a Latin teacher. Of course you did. Uh, Continue. Did it happen because of that movie? No, it did not. Okay. Uh, and I watched it uh, with that 
with uh, my, my current job in mind and immediately thought, I'm the bad guy now. Yeah. So my question is, does your uh, dislike of the movie have anything to do with the idiotic teaching philosophy of uh, whatever Robin Williams' character's name Professor is? Professor Keating? God rest Professor his soul. Keating. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, does my dislike for the movie have any, anything to do with his idiotic teaching philosophy? Is that the one where philosophy? they say, like, Corum Deo the whole time through? No, 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 they say... Uh, uh, um, Carpe diem, yeah. Carpe diem. And then somebody jumps up on a desk I just and starts shouting, oh, no captain, you know, my captain. Doing a little RC sprawl, you know? Little Dude, sprawl. no, my, my disdain for it doesn't have much to do with that. And in fact, if you were to... It was a little revelatory. If you were to watch me teach, you would, you would be stunned probably at how much my own idiotic teaching philosophies mirror those of the movie. But uh, that's neither here nor there. What I, I think what I dislike about the movie is that... Um, it was a movie that when you were young and idealistic and smug in the 90s, you could, you could feel fully smug about yourself and you could feel artistic and you could feel like um, I'm liking something that's really deep. And then I watched the movie later in life as a grown-up um, and I'm re- I, I realized that it was actually not deep at all. It was faux deep. And then I resented it for that um, because I had kind of been snowed by it the first time around, if that makes sense. Carpe so, diem. That's, it's a car, yeah, it's a carpe diem situation is what it is. Coram Deo. Um, let's, let's seize this Sproul. moment. Uh, what's your name, big fella? I am Josh. Hey, Josh. And, uh, my question is, I don't, I don't know if you've heard this today, uh, Midwestern College was renamed Spurgeon College. Do you have any thoughts I didn't on know Midwestern that? had a college. Yeah, they're undergraduate. Uh, wait, wait, they're just called Midwestern? What's well, it's, it's, it's Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, okay. and they have an undergrad with them, and they called it Spurgeon College. Yeah, they renamed right. it Spurgeon College today. Wow. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, only that I would like to, at some point, purchase the naming rights to a college myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only thought on it. Boys? I mean, they had the Spurgeon Center and the Spurgeon Library, and it's sort of a, a, a I mean, they've collected a bunch of his library. It kind of makes sense. Um, and honestly, who, wouldn't you rather go to a college called Spurgeon College than Midwestern College? I don't know. I like the regional. You know, they just keep it real. I mean, the Midwest That's is a not a region swath. about which people are particularly <laughs> proud. They're not like, I'm a Midwesterner. Like, they, so I, I don't know. From a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. I like it, Pipe. Does there like, are there like cigars handed out with every, you know, en- enrollment? I'd go there, man. I'd pick up a little. little spur- Maybe pick soon. up another degree there. Spurge College. You could Why join not? them in pushing that. Spurge University. Yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah, if they decide to consult with me on marketing strategy. I'll, Which I'll they give should. Them some tips. Yeah. They totally should. I wonder should. how many Arminians go to Spurge University. How many Arminians does it take to plug in a light bulb at Spurge University? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. I think hello, this is hello. our first woman question asker. I know, I love that. Yes. Let's clap it up. Yes, yeah. let's absolutely clap it up. <laughs> Which is one more woman that you will see speaking for the next three days at, <laughs> at the next thing. So get it all out of your system now. That's right. <laughs> Soak it up, folks. That's it, that's it. I'm Molly, and I have a two-part question. First okay. part, if you had to guess, what do you think the most common reformed tattoo is right now? Ooh, and good Molly. part two, actual tattoo suggestions. I got you. Mm, this is good. Piper, you're the... You're a resident tattoo the, expert. The inked guy. And you have the most tattoos of anyone two. on the show. Um, yeah. Most common reformed tattoo... Um, Carpe the, diem. The, uh, <laughs> 
The five solas come to mind as a very likely option. Uh, what about like I'm, an image of Spurge, like on the forearm? Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm trying to think what what else would make a great reform tattoo. Uh, any could, any that you guys have seen recently, or like that's the most Calvinist thing I've ever seen inked on a human body. Here, stand eye or whatever. Yeah, Greek. Oh, absolutely. That's so yeah, strong. If I was the ta- if I was the tattoo artist, I would totally botch it because they don't know how to read it anyway. Uh, <laughs> 1689 was that like a that's like a Baptist confession something or other thing yeah Joe Joe Thorne has that one um, and he loves to like in- when are people going to start getting like the new school guys on their arms yeah like, like when are we going to see some Tim- yeah some yeah. Katie Wise some Timmy K Can, uh-huh. well I think until somebody's dead, dude how many people have your old man on their oh, arm right now don't we don't even, even know. know it dude arm nothing I got a big John Piper on my stomach <laughs> it says Thug Life <laughs> I don't regret that at all. <laughs> That was a crazy night in Minneapolis. I think I think that that Don't actually get me started. That actually answers the second part of the question, which is tattoo ideas. Big Paul, big so, Paul Washer same. bicep. So instead of you instead know, of Washer, dead reformed yeah. people in Latin and Greek, go with current reformed people in thug life. But you can't yeah. get a current alive reformed dude like tattooed. Like, is there some unreal law? Get? No, you can get like I would get you super get like, angry Paul Washer on one bicep that's what I mean. and slightly calmer Paul Washer on the other ball, on the other bicep. <laughs> slightly. Slightly calmer. That's as, that's as calm as he gets. Slightly exactly. Calmer. Exactly. Go ahead. What's up, guys? My name is Jake. What up? Um, as we get ready, are for, you also wearing a For the Church T-shirt? Uh, yeah. And I was too scared to ask the question about Spurgeon College. So, okay. uh, respect to Josh. We were all wondering your thoughts. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, as a uh, a fellow Godfather is my favorite movie guy. I've been I've been dying to know all night how you are cost, casting the Godfather with white reform dudes. Well, now we're casting the Godfather. It's it's not doing the thing with the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Were we? Did we have any like? Did we? Did we have any any okay, methodology so to this? I, I don't think we did. I think we were just vamping. But let's uh, let's start at the top. Who's the Don? The Don. Who's the Don? The the Don Corleone of the of the white reformed world. I mean, do we always have to be so gosh darn obvious? You know. I don't know, man. I honestly don't know because I got a couple, a couple options. Yeah, there's a couple options. You, what are the couple options? What are you? What is the very obvious one? I mean, maybe you lay your very obvious one on us, and and then we'll we'll talk through the other the other scenarios. I mean, the Don is the John. I mean, the John, I mean, John I, Corleone. That's I, actually the not, other. It's not because I'm choosing. My stomach. Like we don't get to choose that. It was chosen, right? Oh, oh, no here problem. we go. Tattoo idea. Don John, God made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Oh, yes. Ink it. That's so strong. Dude, let's all 200 of us go out to a tattoo shop tonight and get that. I actually just made us an appointment. Let's do it. We're going. And then, and then some of the others were based on those who, uh, let's see, who were leaving the camp, getting betrayed, getting assassinated. Dude, who's Santino? Who's, the, who's Sonny? Who's the hot-headed one? Paul Washer. Ooh. Paul Washer as Santino Corleone. I, I love see him it. Maddie it. Chan. Maddie, Ma- nice. for, for Sonny? For Santino? Eh. Nah, he's Michael. He is, oh, dude, he's Michael. He's, he's so Michael. Michael. <laughs> yes. No, not Michael. Yeah. Do you think so? I think he's Michael. You don't think he's the next Don? Chan? Maddie Chan? Yeah. Dude, no way. The next Don is... Sorry, Big T. I would say it's no. Katie Y. Baby, Katie Y is Tom Hagen. Here's why. Yeah. Absolutely. Straight up. Dude, Maddie Chan is not Have the next Have you seen John. The Godfather? 
Yeah, I mean, as, as many times as you have. Katie Wise at Consigliere. Andy has the same, he has the same coloring as, uh, as Tom Hagen. So. And he speaks with the same amount of expression. I mean, Maddie Chan has a little too much A29 in him, man. He's just not, he's, he's just not, you know. He's not Tom material? I just, I mean, I think he is. I just don't think they're going to give him. There's no seminary in that guy's world. They're not going to give him all that. Who's Clemenza? Who's, who's Jolly Clemenza making the spaghetti when everyone goes to the mattresses? Who's, but who's also Clemenza? leave the gun, take the cannoli. Leave the, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Um, who's, who's Frankie the Chan. No. no. I actually low-key kind of like that, but. Uh-uh. Yeah, I like it, but I know it's not true. I'm think on that one for a minute. Yeah. I will think, think on, on that, that while we get another question. Yeah. Sorry, we're boring. We're getting everybody. close to yeah. rapping too, right, Big T? Oh, that's what you were. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the thing. That was the thing, thing that was yeah, the thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, my name is Quinn. Uh, and on June 11th, 2017, uh, John Piper tweeted this. Oh, sweet mercy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he said, uh, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Luke 3, 8. Wealthy stones, sexy stones, political stones, mm. precious stones. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it's open to anyone on the panel. Uh what, what does that mean? <laughs> Piper, give the honest answer, that, which is no clue. Yeah, no, no bleeping idea. Um, <laughs> that question that you just posed is one that I bring to Twitter daily when my father tweets some things. I, I genuinely have no idea. Dude, I know that it makes sense to him, but the, the 280 character limit is uh, maybe not the medium for whatever was going on in that, in that deep thought. When did your pop start using Twitter? Like 2009 okay. or something. I mean, it's been a long time. Was he super stoked about it? Like, hey, look, look what I'm doing, or uh, was it kind of lower key than that? No, I mean, he, he just sort of... I think he just looked at it and was like, this is a great way to say true things to lots of people or mm. occasionally things you're like, I don't even know if that's true because I don't even know if that's English. Sexy stones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sexy stones. It's a great way to be brief. I mean, Dude, that's my tattoo. I'm, I'm there's getting the, out there's another one. All right, we got time for one more. This is the guy right here. If you had to switch lives with one of your co-hosts, which one would you choose and why? Whoa. Switch lives? Wow. Guys, they're all just going to be looking at me on that one. I mean, that's, this can only go one direction. No, I don't want to be Yeah, I'd like, a, I'd like I'd a sabbatical up, I'd every three take, weeks. I'd straight up take Ted's, Ted's uh, life over yours because I don't ever want to pastor a church if wow. I can help it. That's true. I would much rather teach communications, journalism, etc. It's pretty fun, man. I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. I'd probably take yours, Pipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, pa- pastoring is... Is that's no joke and no. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't know, no though. And you seem to be enjoying yourself. I don't want to do it. There's a lot of conferences though, and a lot of pampering. At what point scenario. did you ever think I was enjoying myself? <laughs> During the eleven retreats that you take oh, annually, yeah. <laughs> and oh. the, plus sabbaticals, plus vacations. Dude, right? You're looking at about four work days you know a year, big fellow. Time out on my <laughs> answer. Is there still time to rethink this yeah, one? Exactly. We we both want his life. Although you get the summer off. Yeah, you get that weird sabbatical, like, oh, yeah, once a year. That's right, we forgot about that. 
Yeah, I, I work 12 months a year. So yeah, I know. Sorry, Pat. I know, it's tough being Some a human adult. Some of us work. Some of us, Some of us work. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> so slave, slave to the grind, you know? Yeah. Guys, so we, uh, we have an after party. We have cake. We have goodies. We'd love to hang out, chat with you guys about whatever you have on your mind, whatever theological conundrum that you can come up with with every tweet you can take that Pipes Old Man has that. that has rubbed you wrong the last 10 years. Just bring it to the table. He wants to answer those questions for the rest of the night, man. So after the show, it's the after party. After the party, it's a hotel lobby. So um, that's, the, that's the dynamic of the group. That's, uh, that's going to be the plan for the rest of the night because we have done, boys, what we always do on this program. Uh, we have done it in style. We have done it uh, beneath moss. We have done it here uh, at Sojourn East with these beautiful people. And until next time, Rachel. Excellent. Thank you guys Thanks so much, here. man. This was such a blast. Get some snacks. Get some merch. Hang around. Uh, the after party will be amazing. And uh, we appreciate you. Thanks so much. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, by my good friends and partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have come to the, the portion of the evening that I love the most. Uh, it's our Q&A episode. It's our swag-bestowing episode. It's our uh, signing some players for basketball episode, Pipe. Yep, um, I've, I've done I, some recruiting. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I interviewed yeah. one of them. I've recruited uh, a little break. bit in the lobby. Pipe, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. We got a lot of talent in this Spurgeon room. College and I'm, has no chance. Yeah, I'm stoked to sign some players tonight. So we're going to get that done, and we're going to get lots of other things done. But first, Piper, commerce, business, synergy, go. We would like to thank our sponsor, B&H Publishers, who provided free books for the people in attendance, and they provide books for sale to all of you who are not in attendance. So they helped <laughs> us put the bill for this thing. They published my last book, The Curious Christian. They gave away copies of Russell Moore's The Storm Toss Family, and they have provided some books that I have up here. So if you are bold enough to ask a question of us during the Q&A, you can come up and pick a book off of this table. There's also a Spurgeon bobblehead. Which Ooh. I am holding in reserve to give to the question that Whoa. I like most. So that is, that, it's not an objective standard. It's the one that I like the most. Uh, all there of these is. come through B&H Publishers. So thanks to them for sponsoring the event. And uh, let's, uh, let's go to the audience uh, grilling us now. I think yeah, that's let's what kick it off. Next. Um, so we have two live microphones in the room, one in the back, one in the front. Uh, don't be shy. Bring your swag. We'll make much of you and your swag. We have stuff to give you as you give us things. Uh, bring your questions, and we'll just go as long as we need to. We'll go as long as we have questions, and we'll wrap it up uh, before 10 o'clock. So uh, we'll have time for, for merch and mingling at the end. So we have, a, we have a brave one. We have questions right now. Yeah. Let's do both. So yeah. you, you, you come, do both. come to the mic and ask the question, and then, and then present the swag. Oh, here. Ooh, we have a book. That's exciting. Why don't, why don't you give us your name and uh, your, your question and then the swag or the swag and then the question? Either way. I'm going to do the question first. All right. All right, lay it on us. So I'm Emily Armstrong. My husband is Aaron Armstrong. He wanted to be here. The Aaron Armstrong. The Aaron Armstrong. The, Aaron, who I, who I, the one and only. I co-host, I co-host a. A. my other Armstrong. podcast with... The Aaron Armstrong. Man, that's legend. Right. Do you have another podcast? I do. Kind so of do jealous. You. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I have one, too. <laughs> Ron's the only one who doesn't have two. that subject, uh-huh. how about you talk about that podcast for a second? All right. The other, it's called The Table of Malcontents, if you like reading. 
And this general brand of humor and talking about books, that's what we do. So I co-host it with Aaron Armstrong, who is Emily's husband, and Dave Schrader, who works for B&H and provided all the free books. He had to leave because he's a hardworking man. And uh, we drop episodes weekly. It's a lot of fun. And so Table of Malcontents, check it out. It's kind of like this podcast, not quite as funny. But it's smarter than this podcast. Okay. Wow. So, so we've got funnier but smarter. If the Happy Rant and the Table of Malcontents were both big, tough guys with beefy arms, who would win? Oh, we would. In- we, this podcast. <laughs> Though we aren't big, tough guys right. with beefy arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not sure I'm following. <laughs> the, uh, the Happy Rant would win um, because I think Ronnie and Dave Schrader are fairly evenly matched. Um, I like that matchup. I am evenly matched with me on the other podcast, <laughs> and I think, no offense to Aaron, but I feel like Ted could probably take Aaron. Is this little... <sighs> you know what, different get, strengths. going to be recorded? Different yes. strengths. Yep. Aaron, all I can say is Aaron's going to be cheesed at you. It'll be fine. Oh, cheesed. Mm-hmm. We don't cheesed. want him cheesed. That's, that's, can, that's Canadian for mad. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's adorable, man. You can't be mad at that. Yes, I wouldn't fight Aaron. I, I just wouldn't let's, fight let's him. Let's see this book now. I'm interested. Okay. You got to close your eyes, though. He, you know what it is. Yeah, but, but I he don't... doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Dude, we're closing our eyes. We're really doing this. Oh, can I open my eyes? Yes, now? you can open your eyes now. Oh, this is uh, this is Brian McLaren's magnum opus, a new kind of Christianity. Ten questions that are transforming the faith. I saw it at the thrift store. Yeah, this is this is huge. Which is, which which is, is wonderful ex- because is, it, it means, means that someone, somebody got rid of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Someone rejected it, and Let now. Me, we're giving it to you. I am going to sign it. You, you know I'm going to sign it. That's what, um, I, that's what I'm here ten. for. Dude, I'm, I'm going to read a blurb, signature. and then I'm going to sign it. Uh, this blurb is from one Phyllis Tickle. This. I, I don't know how anybody says that name with a straight face. In every way, a dispatch from the front. It is also a love letter of sorts. A love letter from an affectionate but seasoned pastor to those who would dare to believe, worship, and serve, not only now but also beyond now into the roiling, churning decades ahead. Charles Barkley, former Philadelphia 76er, said that. No, that was Phyllis Tickle. Um, Emily, I'm going to sign this. While I'm signing, I want you to pick out some swag, okay? Yeah, so Thank you. You can come. Uh, there, there are Happy Rant Nerf footballs. You have children. Take, take one for all of your kids. We would love to bestow them. And any one of these books, which you can't see. I'm going to put these where you can see them. All right, there we go. Let's clap it up for our girl, Emily. Getting us started. And Emily, I'm going to give you this back, okay? This is for your library. A classic. A modern classic. Hold on, All right, I'm, big fella, I'm what do you got? Sign, I'm going to sign hi. this, too, before we give it back. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name's... Of course he is. Of course he is. Yeah. He's not, he's not too cool. Too cool. Don't be too much of a four. There you go, baby. All right, next question. All right. Uh, so my name's Chris Hutton, and my question was inspired by your stories about dance and proms. Uh-huh. Particularly, um, ba- looking at the Reformed tribe, how, what dance moves would you use to describe it? Dance moves. Did you see what Ronnie did earlier? A little bit, <laughs> yeah. That That's... goes for all of them, I think. 
Yeah, that. <laughs> there it is. I mean, I Ooh. honestly, if you're describing the reform camp, I mean, you've got like the shopping cart and the sprinkler and the lawnmower and basically every stereotypical dad move you can think of. I don't. Yeah. I mean, am the, I wrong? Did I miss the anything? disco? The white man's overbite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. A lot of, lot of. Have you seen Hitch? The movie Hitch. Not in a long time. You know, like time. this is where you live. That scene. That's that's the reform dance. Dude, you scene. should just know there's no dancing allowed. There, that's it's true. No that's dancing. true. I was wondering, like, what moves would be approved? Baby, let me let me follow it up to you though, and ask you this: like, none that require touching somebody else. Who do you think is the best dancer in our tribe? So, thinking of all the famous pastors in our tribe, all the guys we talk about on the show, who do you think has like real game as a dancer? Ooh, um, I really want to say Francis Chan. Yeah, Frank. Have you seen the episode of Seinfeld when Elaine Bennis dances? That is. You think that's, that's how Frank looks? My time. I I feel like that's. I don't know. He feels. I, he strikes me as somebody who is more enthusiastic than skilled. Let's put him that way. That makes sense. All Dude, right, not right. Frankie, right. man. I'm gonna go with like. Uh, I'm gonna do a little Leon's Crump Jr. Okay. Boom. Oh, there it is, Big R. That's no, 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 no. No. Okay. You just you just reversed. Oh, I got some people in mind, but I'm afraid to say no. Think, baby, think of the plan. Think of the main stage. <laughs> There's a lot on the line right now. <laughs> I feel like one of these guys is like a secretly really good swing dancer or something like that. Like his wife dragged him to swing lessons. At Did one you know point. who it is? Kevin DeYoung. No. <laughs> no. It's I, not I, can say, I can say with every degree of certainty it's not Katie Y. I think it's J.D. Greer. I think it's Reformed's oh, favorite point guard. And with him, it wasn't swing, it was salsa, for sure. You know what it is, though? He's putting on some records alone in his bedroom in high school, and he's, he's like trying some things <laughs> he's out. He's like air dancing. Yeah, he's trying some things out in the mirror before he goes to the dance. Guys, I'm going to say something controversial now, but it's indisputable. Lay the it best on me, baby. dancer that our tribe has ever had, and I say that past tense, is one Tulian Chavijan. Really? Too soon. Wow. <laughs> Too soon. I don't know the backstory. It's been like three years. That's how feel, out of the loop I am. Feel free to come up here and grab I don't even know what they're talking about. Let's clap books. it up for our guy here. Thank you. It's been like 25 years. Look, we are all about grace, but we don't forget or forgive. That's Julian's how it works. Like, okay. Julian's like back headlining TGC. It's too soon. Too soon. It's never, never, never going to be the right time. That's I don't even I know what you guys are talking about. I'm so lost. Let's, uh, let's go back row here. Well, I'll start with the basketball thing. I'm the, the tall guy. I'm 6'3" who refuses to rebound, and I think I can shoot, but I can't. Dude, so, I love it. You're going to be pulling, you're are, going to be pulling from like just over half court. Absolutely. Are you, are you a confident shooter, though? Oh, absolutely okay. not. Okay, yeah. good. Yep. So we're looking baby, are you a good shooter? For. How's your three-point shooting? I'm probably one for ten. Okay, we can work with that. Ten percent, which... Ten percent is. Take it or leave good. it. Good yeah. math. But you right. got a lot of confidence. Let me ask you this by way of a follow-up. What, kind of, uh, what kind of accessories are we looking at? Shooting sleeve? Tights? Uh, you know, sometimes if I'm really feeling it, I'll get a little buzz on the side. You know, Ooh. like the lines. Yes. Yeah, but I like it. I like to keep it. it. So I want to play a game. Quick. Okay. Well, one more quick okay, question: yeah, Sh- yeah, yeah. short shorts or baggy shorts? Baggy. Well, okay. uh, I, man, short shorts are in right now, so I try to be cool. And okay. It, it seems good. Imposing. You keep up with the trends. That's yes. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. I want to play a game called Ferdy or Tony Robbins. Ooh, I like this. I like this. After the game, pipe. So I'm going to read you a quote. Read you a quote, and then guess Ferdy or Tony Robbins. All right, Ferdy or Tony Robbins, lay the quote on us. All right, well, we'll start with this one. It is in your moments of decision that your destiny 
is shaped. Ooh. Look, everybody, Maybe it's I'm Tony go Robbins. With, I'm going to go with Tony on that Tommy one. boy. That's for my kids. Uh, I'm, I'm going Furtick on that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we got go. a Ferdy, a Tony. What are we going, Ted? I'm going Ferdy. Ferdy? It's Tony. Oh. All right. We, Let's nice, clap it up for Big nice, R. Good nice. job, Ron. One point for you. All right, we'll do one more. One, one more. more. The past does not equal the future. Oh. Gosh, that's deep. The past does not equal that's the future. That's so deep. You know what? For you on Enneagram 4s, you should it's, really it's keep not? that in mind. <laughs> Baby, um, I feel like it's deep. Don't ruin this for me. If I only would have had this. They, they forgot the game. They're just wrapped up it's in this It's just incomprehensible right. at that's this right. point. <laughs> if I only would have had this for my Esther sermon this morning. Yeah, yeah. Delete uh, that from I'm your I'm sticking soon. with Stephen Furtick on that one. Okay, we got one Ferdy. Yeah, I'm going Ferdy. Double Ferdy. I'm going to go with Tony. T-Rod. Ronnie's two for two. Oh, my goodness. Clap it up for Big R. That's all I got for you. So, Well, come, come on up Thanks. here and get, uh, get yourself some swag, and we're going to sign you to a basketball contract on a swag book. Yeah, this so. is your basketball contract. So if you're ready to commit to the happy rant. Does that say erotic? Oh, heroic. It says heroic, which says is what heroic? this gentleman is. It, is. it is a book called Heroic and something, uh, what is it? When he's knocking down Tracy's from half court, he's going to be heroic for us. So I want you, I'm like, I it's that book right Madonna there. wrote yeah. back you, in like 90. You, you need to sign it. That's how contracts work. Oh, okay. That's, I like this. Okay. Dude, can we get your full name, your Christian name? Kenneth Gabbard, everybody. Let's clap it up for Ken. And then, Kenneth, you get to keep your contract. You Kenneth, go. I don't think we want your Christian name. I think we Kenneth want Gabbard, your, shooting guard. Happy I think we want your reformed name. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, what was the formula? Street names? Whatever you want it to be, man. It was street names and dogs? Just say something ridiculous oh, right uh, now. So the... Uh, Maybe. No, a street name plus the closest theology book on your shelf, the last name. Which is going to be in your hand. I think it'd be Asherton Grudem. Dude, Ooh, that's strong. Big. That's better than Kenneth. <laughs> yeah, thanks. A.G. Gabbard. It. <laughs> I love it. That's my grandpa's name. All right, name. who's up next? All right. We got another basketball player here, probably. This please is refer to me as Ecclestone Peterson from this point on, please. What? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. also, what? <laughs> my reform name. Yeah, lay it on us, man. Okay, first, um, my name is Brad, and uh, you're, you're wrong about dogs. Oh, Brad. But my question has to do with, with your wrongness. Um, if you had I to like choose. <laughs> What's up, buddy? If you had to choose between visiting a friend's house with a great, big, dumb, beautiful dog or doing a month's worth of Happy Ranch sports, which would you choose? Ooh, that's tough. Come collect your swag. You've, you've, you put our friend it's between a rock and a hard place. That's difficult. Hey, actually, don't leave the mic because we got oh, basketball. Oh, that's right. We to got basketball to, to discuss. Yeah. Sorry. I where's, just got excited. Where's our pen? I got it right here. Okay. Baby, what say you? Yeah, man, that is, that's a real question, man. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I could not tolerate a month's worth of Happy Rant sports, much less. Like a minute of it. So to I, be fair, a month is like one episode these days. Oh, yeah, sure. We're a little yeah. bit behind. By, by a month in one episode, he means like 20. But, um, yeah, man, I'd have to suck it up with that horrible, undomesticated beast mm. that for reasons beyond me it is allowed to exist on the planet. That's you want to see I a picture of my dog? <laughs> What's that? Do you want to see a picture of my dog? No, I really don't. Okay. <laughs> Baby, 
Speaking of undomesticated beasts, I want to talk about rebounding and boxing out. Yes. Which is what our, which is what our man brings to the table here, because we talked in the lobby. Um, we cut right to the chase. We had a high-level talk about basketball and about screen setting and about boxing out. And, uh, and apparently he will, he will quite literally flatten people with his screens. Dude, which, I love it. So which, I, frees up, which frees up our shooter with no conscience back here. So I like If you're this. ready He's to commit to us as a basketball program, I would love to have you on board. We're going we're gonna to guide you. We're going to nurture you. We're going to take care of you as if you were our own son. Okay? No, this is a dream come true. That's what it's like to play literally for the happy the first rant. time I've ever been picked first. So I want you to come sign your book, sign your contract, and all let's you, clap yes, it up. All you need to do is sign this book by Anthony Carter called Running From Mercy, and then you get to keep the book. <laughs> what are you guys even talking about, man? Running From Mercy, running to the Happy Ram basketball program. Let's clap to- it up for our boy. Piper, we're filling out the roster That's here, right. and I love that. I, I've just Ronnie is so nonplussed, and it's delightful. I thought you guys were like football dudes. What is all this? Basketball we are, but talk? we're going to take on Spurgeon College in intramural basketball. Oh, Judas! Because they just got a they got a gym in in Owen Strand. And Owen Strand is there, and we baby, I'm play, so surprised them. with your sports thing. It's so non four. It's so unfour. Baby, talk about that. It's so unspecial. It's so. We got typical. listeners waiting to ask questions. It's so typical. Baby, it's not typical the way I do it. You haven't seen me on the basketball court. You haven't seen what I bring to the table. You haven't seen my accessories. We right got a question there. in the back. Yes, in the back. Yeah, uh, so my name's Nick, and my question goes to Ronnie, and it involves you two as well. Uh, <laughs> a few years ago, one Stephen Altrogi left the, the show and just left these two guys on their own, which brought you, Ronnie, which is great. God rest but his with, career. With him, with, him moving, with him moving back to, moving to Ashland, being your neighbor, there is no chance of him coming back, right? Wow. Speak to that, Ronald. Because, I mean, you already have five podcasts with him or lined up, but is he going to be popping in, you know, knocking on the door when you're recording? Guys, Dude, he's going to a... come over to, like, borrow an egg during <laughs> the show. So, oh, Trog, I... so this is what happened the other day, boys. I didn't tell you about this yet because it's recent. Later you don't like this. All right. It has everything to do with your question. Okay. So, Trogs called me the other day. And he goes, hey, Big R, can I... That's, that's like, that's stalker step number that's, one. Nobody's calls. Nobody calls. No that's phone almost calls. unforgivable. I don't answer the phone. If the phone rings, something's wrong. So I said, Trogues, you better text me. You better hang up this call and text me before you call so that I know everything's okay. And I still want to answer your call. Right? <laughs> but this is what Trogues asked, boys. You ready for this? He yes. said, I heard a rumor... That you guys talk about me occasionally on the show. Subtext, I listen to every second of every episode. (laughs) So I literally, so thinking exactly what you just said, baby, I Mm -hmm. said, Trokes, I don't don't ever remember mentioning your name Mm -hmm. one time since you've been on the show. Uh And then there was like this long pause and he went... Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask. I was just wondering. Oh, so yeah. was that the nature of the call, or did he have other things to that talk about? That was it. That was the reason. That was it. That was it. Yeah. So wow. what was your question again? Uh, he's not going to be showing back up. because guys, guys, you know what? Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. There, there's a lot of big changes coming up on the rant with Trogues moving to Ashtown. And uh, I don't think we can disclose any of that information right now. But it's big. It's large. We don't know if your hearts are able to receive it tonight. And we want to take away from the general joy and gaiety of the evening. It's high-level radio business, baby. We don't want to bore them with it. Yeah, a lot of negotiations. Let's clap it up, though. Come get some swag. 
We have footballs here too. Happy Rant Nerf footballs. Yeah, you there's take ner- some. little Nerf footballs. There's books. Yeah. Take All right. Pick. So my name is Chase Strother. Uh, Chase, welcome. Ronnie, I'm sorry, but this is a Happy Rant sports question Ooh. for you two. All right. Um, we'll keep it I've brief. I've got some nice hot garbage for you all to sign. Yes. Uh, Ronnie, stay around. You got to sign the hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. You baby. can go oh, look for no cabins. protest. Hey, there's some cabins south of here. So, dude, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Do grab the phone. Look at some cabins. It'll all be over in a minute. <laughs> so, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> all right. My question to you two is: If you were the quarterback of any NFL team, past or present, what would it be, and what offense would you run? Mm. Pipe, I'm going to let you go first because I have mine, and I have yours too. <laughs> the the 1998 Minnesota Vikings. Yep, that was mine for you. And the offense would be the one that they ran that scored all the points, and. Uh, and then I would convince the coach to not kneel down going into halftime of the NFC Championship game so that we could drive down the field and score and not put it on our kicker so that we could actually go to the Super Bowl. That's my answer. I love okay. it. Dude, mine is uh, Jim McMahon, 1985 Chicago Bears. I would do everything. Yeah, let's clap it up for McMahon, the punky QB. He's a listener, by the way, probably. I don't, I don't know for sure. But seems likely. Yeah, it seems like his kind of thing. But no, I loved McMahon, the headband. The spiky hair, the moxie, um, yeah, the way the way he would run the ball, he would he would throw. It was Walter Payton's offense, but he was the facilitator. So uh, so yeah, eighty five Bears, Jim McMahon. That might be a little old school for you. I don't know, but no, I um, dig it. That's awesome. So you have some hot garbage in your hands. I have some hot garbage. Would you tell us about it? Yeah, we need to. We need, this is an audio medium. So this is a uh, book by Danny Shelton, which I don't know if you know who Danny Shelton. Dude, the is. Danny Shelton that plays in the NFL, defensive tackle for the, the big Browns, uh, tackle. Yeah, you know, pretty much Formerly. the same thing. He yeah. is the uh, founder and president of the Three Angels Broadcasting Network. Oh, featured on Dish Network. He's about uh, as useful as the Danny Dish. Shelton on the I mean, Browns. In that case. <laughs> yeah, and his book is called Spiritual Vigilantes. Okay. And the truth. Oh, Ron, behind, he's talking about you. Get up here. <laughs> <laughs> the truth behind the attempted destruction of God's law. Wow. So that, it's deep. That sounds like a page. That sounds like yeah. something that needs our signature. And the first, the first question is: Are you tired of political correctness? Yeah. Mm. Whoa. Deep, hey, deep spiritual. Well, dude, bring that garbage. thing up. Here yeah. Let's got... let's give it a sign. <laughs> All right. Let's clap it up, man. Spiritual vigilantes. Piper, you go first. Ronnie right. wants your signature too. Stop protesting. Dude, that's the worst book cover I've ever seen. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. It's better than like four of my books that came out on real labels. Uh, it's a good author shot too. Oh, and he's um, got he's got that great like 1990s mustache too. So it looks very trustworthy. All right, there we go. Who's next? Oh. Hi, hi. Uh, I'm Jeff. Um, my hey, fiance Jeff. and her, my fiance and I are here. We're hailing from Bloomington, Indiana. So Dude, Bloomington, um, good town. Neither, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so uh, I have actually some uh, Hoosiers gear for you guys that Dude, were yes. collectively less than five dollars at Goodwill. Baby, so, bring it up here, man. Let's uh, let's have a look at it. So we have a really tacky um, baseball Hoosiers T-shirt that says. Um, uh, beat Purdue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie's into Hoosiers. <laughs> and yeah. then, Hoosiers well, the movie. Hoosiers the movie. Specifically for uh, Ronald J. Martin, um, we have from uh, IU 
a uh, a travel mug that says "Live Your Best You." Yeah, and that is uh, so considering your Tony Robbins knowledge, that suits you, Ronnie. Does it come with the kombucha in it for Big R, or does he have <laughs> to know? make that himself? <laughs> you know, I was thinking. So I was let thinking. some fruit ferment in the back of the toilet in his cell. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking with all of his uh, organic and key uh, keto approved tea, this would baby, be baby. Live your best, you. That's that magnum opus. I didn't want to tell you the <laughs> that's title. It, of baby, it. That's there it. You go. No more regrets. It. Look at you. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so actually, also for Ron Martin, my uh, question, as a fellow um, perpetual jacket wearer, um, when you are perpetually wearing at least two layers everywhere, is it just because you're just always cold? Because I am. So I'm wondering if there's like... (laughs) No, man, I just... uh, Somebody asked me that this morning at church. That's so baffling. Um, Cause I was just being real with you. I, being I mean, to, when I to be fair, that's actually not baffling at all because that's what jackets are often for. <laughs> no, baby, I, I wear them for purely uh, aesthetic purposes. I, I just I like being fully covered. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like any I don't Have like you any tried skin. A burka? I like my face and my hands showing. <laughs> very Puritan it. of you. I like it. Say that again. It. Very Puritan of you. It's I very like Puritan, it. and obviously, since I'm reformed, it's very Puritan. Jeff, here's what we're going to do. We're going to clap it up for you, and then I want you to come forward. I want you to lay your swag right here, and then I want you to grab whatever you want from up here, okay? Yeah, lay it That's how the, the next couple minutes are going to work. Let's clap it up for Jeff from Bloomington with the jackets. Staying warm tonight. That's that, so nice. Uh, Ted, Ted wants the shirt. It's a schmedium. It'll look great on you. Dude, yeah, baby gap. I love it. It's a slim fit. There you go. Next question. Excellent. Okay. So my name's Amanda. Um, Daniel is here as well. We have swag and things for you and a couple questions. You guys are the best. Um, But if I can be allowed to be Ronnie and produce for a second, Mm -hmm. I would like to first ask to be a part of the basketball team. Now, I understand I don't look like the most obvious suspect. To be fair, nobody else has looked like an obvious suspect either. (laughs) (laughs) No, lay it on us. Lay it on us. Let's hear the resume. I mean, I am all of 5'3", but... I would like to. Mugsy Bugs? Yes. That's 5'6 in the program. Yes, exactly. I'm like more like a 5'7 if we're going Hoosier height. Anyway. Yeah. So I bring speed and knowledge of the game. Two things we are sorely lacking in right now. Absolutely. My brother. Yeah. My brother was the number one three point shooter here in Indiana. Whoa. 2013. So I've done a lot of rebounding. That's huge. Good. Can can he play for us too? What? Can, Can you sign him too? Okay. I can bring him. He's, yeah. yeah, good. I, I can set a meeting. He can back up our other great shooter. I understand double dribbling. Dude, right. I love it. That's huge. There we huge. go. Yes, you're That's signed. Cool. Let's cool. clap it up. Let's get you up here to sign a contract. Piper, can you produce the paperwork? Run it by our GM. It's everything I've ever We will dreamed. sign you to a Tom Schreiner book. Oh, Tommy. Spiritual Gifts. The great Tom Schreiner. It should be called Great shooting guard yes. in his own right. Did you have a question in there yeah, as well? Yeah, so I have okay. a question and cool. I have some swag. So my okay. question is related to the swag. Okay. Um, it's edible swag. Um, yes. Don't worry, Ronnie. I brought you something that's vegan and gluten-free. So this has all been baked at my coffee house. So and there's also coffee in there. Your coffee is unground because you're hipster enough. You need to grind it on your own because you probably need yeah. to do a pour-over or something. Hipster sensibilities. I love it. I get it. I get it. So, mm. seeing as these are baked goods, I was kind of wondering in the Reformed tribe if you had to assign. Okay, I was like, where's mine? <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Hook a brother you. up. Let's go. Here you go, baby. If you were to assign pastries to people in the Reformed tribe, what, oh. what would you choose? 
pastries. Wow, like pastries. Tribe, speaking of, yeah, the, the Reformed oh, tribe isn't really pastry-oriented unless you're talking about Big R, obviously. Um, that's a great question. Maybe let's assign some pastries. Go yeah, on. all right, all right. Um, so when we're thinking about, say, uh, I don't know, one Donald Carson, who, who, what kind of pastry? That's not very pastry, is he's it? No, pastry. He's a, no, he's a scone. <laughs> he's a scone. It's hard. It's brittle. Just it's like good. Kind, it's kind of, it's it anyway. an overcooked good pastry. Exactly. Very dry. Yeah, it hurts. Not a lot of overt must, flavor. Must, be, must yeah. be consumed with other things that taste good. Correct. <laughs> Got to be drinking a lot of liquid Re- while you're trying to get that thing down. Yeah, exactly. That actually goes for a lot of the guys. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what, would, uh, what would, I don't know, what would Tim Keller be? Timmy K. Something high-end. Yeah, Timmy K is gonna be like a like a like a macaron, but like one of those ones that has all yeah. the all like the all the different kinds of flavors. All There's like gonna be a little backstory. Good, like I first one. had these in Paris. Right, when absolutely, I was with Kathy, absolutely. Know. Like a French philosopher, like first like tried this macaron. Yeah, exactly. You guys yeah, know where yeah, I'm yeah. going with that. Yeah. I had, uh, <coughs> any others that you really wanted us to name, like particular names? Yeah. Why don't you give us some names? That's a good idea, Pipe. So, I mean. I think Ferdy would be interesting to discuss. Ah, Ferdy. Ferdy's pastry. Whoopie pie comes to mind. See, I, I had in mind like one of those hostess fruit pies that come in the wax paper, you know? It's, like, just... it's literally made out of nothing real. It's full of just like sickening sweetness, and you feel like crap after you I eat mean, it. I mean, I think you're giving him a little... <laughs> Swiss I think cake you're girl. giving him a little too much credit. Dude, I pipe. love those. I think I'm thinking hostess Twinkie. When I think about, you know... I'm thinking a protein bar with, like, trace amounts of Anadrol 50 in it. <laughs> he couldn't pass a drug test after right. his pastry. <laughs> he is actually muscle milk. That's true. Yeah. All right, come up and sign your contract. Yeah. There you go. It's just south, yeah. You have a coffee shop here? That's where all the stuff came that's from? That's yours. There you go. I'm going to promote it. It's called Coffee House so, Five. I did. I did send you an yeah. email, but no, I understand that with your level of stardom, yeah. you guys are probably inundated with emails and cannot respond. But yeah, Absolutely. we're just south in Greenwood. It's Coffee House Dude, Five. This work. is huge. Coffee House Baby, Five. This it's is the mom best. and pop swag. Is yeah, it's, it's the pop. best it's coffee family house. Family owned and run. We are a nonprofit, so basically, we exist to be able to provide counseling for free. Sister, throw out that website for us Let's right now. Let's climb it up for it's, Coffee House it's Five. On your bag. It's no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Let's let her have a little free promo, man. Throw out the website. Yeah, it, yeah ad time. It's uh, coffeehouse5.com. Yeah, Easy. Sure. All spelled out. F-I-V-E. Boom. Coffeehouse5.com. Check it out. This has been a great meeting. Every time, every time we speak, I'm reinvigorated for my loving Snikies, these cookies are good. You should go there and buy these. So, like That's because I can't swear on the podcast. Hang back behind her because she's the, of the two of us, she's the better one. Uh, I'm Enneagram 2, sometimes known as Daniel. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. One of the rare male Enneagram 2s. What is your question, too? How, how can I help you? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, convince me to join the Reformed tribe. Ooh. Oh. Well, I already... I, not the theology stuff, because I used to listen to the Reformed pubcast. Okay. So. Oh, my well, that, gosh. Well, that's where you went God wrong. God rest its soul. Of and course you need convincing now. Line him up, you shoot him down. <laughs> now, as a faithful follower of John Wesley, what, how, how can you... Let me just put it to you really simply. If you want to wake up in the morning knowing you're still going to heaven, just convert. Just convert. You know? I mean, Wesley's great. 
we sing a few of his songs on occasion because we feel bad, you know, and we want to be inclusive because that's where the Reform Tribe is at right now, right? Ron Martin, uh, everyone, man of the cloth. (laughs) Let's clap it up for Ronald and Daniel, our Enneagram 2. Hey, we've got uh, swag up here if you want it for your questions, so feel free to come up and get it. What's up, big fella? So I'm an Enneagram 4. Oh, I have no man. basketball skills at all. Oh, baby, we're all here. No, look, you'll, at you'll look at me when you're talking. <laughs> look at me when you're talking. Well, I do have a Happy Rent Sports question for you, Ron. Oh. So when are they going to let you get on and talk about Supercross? You know what? Um, it's, it's kind of a minor when, when we think uh, it's irritation a and <laughs> an insult that I have not been asked to come on the program to talk about that. So I'm a little hurt. I'm, I'm working through some things right now as healing. you're asking me that. <laughs> so so th- this is a tender subject for me. But I appreciate you asking me that and giving me the opportunity to let them know without looking at them what's hurting in my life right, right we now. need to let the healing Ted, begin. Ted, while they're discussing this, uh-huh. do you think that motocross is a sport? Man. Oh, my gosh. Piper, I'm going to... Actually, do okay. I, actually I mean, that do. doesn't wow. hurt me at all. Yeah. It's you know, wow. people, yeah. we have you know, we have a, a John Wesley devotee in the crowd. We're clearly open to alternative perspectives, <laughs> even some that are wrong. He's talking um, about man and machine, wondering if it's a sport. Man and machine, baby. Thinking that balls are machines. Elegant. And not. It's an it's an elegant competition. Um, speak for Piper, my, my partner in Happy Rain Sports Radio, but we would love to have you on the program. Okay. So can we can we hug it up? <laughs> I'll have you guys know about one Ronald J. Martin. Um, Ron is a sports movie aficionado, far so, far more than I am. Yeah, so we like to goof on him about his lack of sports acumen, but he actually is very conversant in sports movies. Uh, we've watched a lot of sports movies together over the years. What's and, the last uh, sports movie we watched together? Baby, I think it was. And it was in Sunday. Fort Wayne, wasn't it? It what? No, it was after Fort Wayne, wasn't it? It was at your crib when I was in grad. It school. was any given Sunday. We watched any given Sunday, which is so bad but so good. Oh, Willie Beeman. <laughs> Willie Beeman. Well, Steeman Willie swag. Beeman. Yeah, let's let's Dude, get yeah, to let's the important stuff. Um, I do have some Ron Say and Ken Tacobe. <laughs> yes, Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's got a Ron Say cup. Hold that up, baby. Slush puppy cup. <laughs> That's huge. You might huge. have gotten one of these back when you were a kid. I don't know. Dude, the penguin. Guys, I, I'm actually a fan of 1970s, early 1980s Dodger memorabilia. Ron's a fan of the Dodgers. I, mean, so I he's... got a, a John McClain for Ted. Oh, and, uh, hold oh that I up, thought baby. you said John MacArthur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the other podcast, Either way. On, he does talk about Die Hard a lot. He, you know, yeah, yeah. No, well, I love it. A, I love it. Yes, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. Take off another. Oh, I can take off 10 years. Taking off a few years, baby. You're 19 now. You got your whole life ahead of you. All right. Yes. Wow. I think think Ronnie gets the the Ron Say because that is your jam, right? I like to think that I was named after Ron Say. I like to think that you were. Ronnie Say. This Kent Tacovey card is everything you hoped for and more, John. Is that Kent Tacovey? Dude, he's doing the sidearm. He's got the great, like, three stripe pirate hat on. Dude, I would watch Kent for hours when they played against the Dodgers with my pops, man. Check him out. See, I'm, I, got, I got some sports blood in me. Yeah. What are we talking about? Look at that. Here, pass, I mean, look, it, like, it looks like his arm is broken. It's so far behind his, Baby, his this torso. Is a, this is an L.A. hot corner Ron Say cup with a little cartoon penguin in the sea. Wow. I feel like I could look like him if my pants were tight and I had a mustache. 
Not Dude, let's go, let's go baseball uniforms and stirrups for the next Happy Rant Live. I would love that. Yeah. Baby, I would love That's that. That's happening. That's happening. Let's clap it up. That was a great, legendary swag moment. Love this. My name is uh, 800 North uh, Pilgrim Theology. So. Whoa. Yeah, it's a pretty nice name. Things are not looking up for no, you, my not. friend. <laughs> So uh, I have my 18-year-old son with me, and he points to the gentleman in front of me, and he says, before he announced it, he says, there's the Arminian in the room. So Whoa. <laughs> He's got Arminian radar. Oh, wait radar. a minute. Dude, hold on. We thought you were joking about the Arminian thing. Uh-oh. Guys, hold on. We're going we're gonna to have to chat with him in a minute, but go on. Finish Baby, your can, we drink, can we drink Arminian coffee? Like literally, the room is all can. changing now because there's an there's a yeah, Wesleyan. Co- in the coffee room. is coffee is common grace. It, it, there you it go. goes there to you everybody. Go. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. So I took one of my other children to a college visit uh, yes Friday, and we went to Calvin College, and they were selling selling Calvin bobbleheads. Mm. What bobblehead would Union have? Ooh, what bobblehead would Union have? So Union University is where I teach. Um, I don't know that we have an iconic bobblehead in the in the Southern Baptist Convention? Maybe Al Mohler? Will we do an Al Mohler bobblehead at Union? Is there I'm, any I'm famous pastor Union. that graduated from Union? Ooh, I don't think there is. But I, I kind of like the idea of a Mohler bobblehead, like, like half-lidded eyes. I feel eyes. like Union would go with one of the, like, what are the, uh, I should really know this, but the, the offerings they do different times of years for missions. Annie Armstrong's one, and then I think Lottie Moon. Lottie Moon. I think it would be like a Lottie Moon one. Because it, it's just like the, it's like the, everybody in the Southern Baptist Convention is cool with that. It doesn't really ruffle any feathers. It's Dude, about right. missions. Straight down that's, the fairway. Yep. It's not, you know, it's, it's utterly safe. And she's been dead long enough to know that she didn't like screw up her life. So Dude, there yeah, you go. Lottie Moon Bobblehead. To you. That'll work. Does that work? I uh, can play basketball, but you can't rely on me for a clutch shot. So. Okay. I got you. Nice. So Hell. we're, we're going to get some quality minutes in like the middle of the game. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, uh. What to describe your game a little bit besides missing clutch shots? Missing clutch shots, not going to a Final Four in 40 years. That's kind of the style of my best. No All right. You'll, no perfect. We have no, we have no <laughs> shot at a Final Four anyway. We only want to beat Spurgeon College. We'll sign you up. Piper, on, listen, sign this young man to a contract. Let's clap it up. We're getting talented. We're getting deep tonight. We have roster depth. Come on up here. Hey, I'm Steven from Bloomington hey, as Steven. well. So if I told you that there was an author named Conover Swafford, I'd be what stoked. kind of book we would, think, would he have written? You, sir, are a liar. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Conover Swafford? Yeah. Okay, we're looking at... I'm, I'm going to go, but then you go. Uh, we're looking at, like, knockoff, poor man's C.S. Lewis created fantastical worlds and made-up language, but just not as good. Am I in the wheelhouse? This book is titled, Can You Outsmart a Sunday Schooler? Okay, so not at all. And the author's, the author's name was what? Conover Swafford. Well, I'm sure he grew up thinking he could outsmart a Sunday school That's, with a name like yeah. that. Baby, that probably sold more copies than our two co-authored books combined. <laughs> what? Can, can you give us a sampling of the content of this book? I'm intrigued. Sure. Yeah, of course. Herod was an Idumean, a descendant of the Edomites, whose forefather was A, Ishmael, B, Cain, C, Lot, or D, Esau. Dude, that sounds super Wesleyan. <laughs> hey, I, I have a follow-up question. What publisher put that out? Uh, B&H. Choice Books. Choice. Choice. 
Oh, baby. Baby, I haven't worked with Choice yet. All the deals we almost had with Choice. Get him on the phone. Let's put him on speaker. Let's do this deal now. All right? Choice on the phone. I love it. Let's clap it up. Thank you for that. Grab some swag. Guys, I, uh, I, just, I have a PSA for everybody here uh, as, as we finish the, the program tonight. I, I want everybody... We're not done yet. I want, we're not done yet. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, wait a minute. Who's hold on, boys. But when we are done, I want you all to go to our Armenian brother and remind him that when he wakes <laughs> up in the morning, he's still saved. He's still known by Jesus. No matter what kind of night he has tonight... He is still loved by God and saved by God's grace. Will you guys do that for our brother? Can you, can you re- remind him of hey, that? Ronnie, Assure him of that? Can, can we do an altar call at the end so that he can come up and recommit his life to Christ so that he can be sure he's getting Dude, saved? Dude, let me do it. I'll screw Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll do a reformed altar call. Yeah. A reformed altar call means you're not really allowed to get up and you're not really allowed to even pray the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to remind yourself of... What's already true. Exactly. And you could do that from your seat. All right, who's next? If the uh, basketball team gets so far ahead in points that at the end you want to put someone in the game, that it doesn't matter. It's basically preseason. Like, no what? matter who we put in, we're still going to win. The Can human victory cigar. Guy? Darko Milicic back here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean... I, I, I think we're going to beat Spurgeon's College by enough points. That oh, we, we are. Need a 15th Perfect. Man. It's going to be the ugly. Team. Sign me up. All right. Yes. <laughs> we have a 15th man. Well, I mean, we're missing like 12, 12 other okay. guys. That's okay. We but... need depth. We need <laughs> roster depth. Come on up, man. Sign your Or did you have another question? I, and I've got one more question. All right. We met everybody else's parents tonight. Where are yours? Where are Mr. and Mrs. Martin? Oh, the Martins. <laughs> it's going to get a little Enneagram 4 sad now. Baby, you know? let's do it. So, uh, brother, I appreciate the tone of your question. It was soft. It was concerning. Uh, John Francis Martin, father, biological father of one Ronald J. Martin, passed away 11 years ago. Oh, no. Pops can't be what here. What have I done? Uh, one, my mother, Lorraine, uh, Amelia Martin, yeah, I don't know, um, still in existence back in Southern California, couldn't fly out. To, to, to make it make it to the show with us. I mean, Noel Piper begged her to come <laughs> and just couldn't convince her to hop on that plane and come out. So that's where it's at right She's there. She's at a different conference out there. It's okay. It's complicated. <laughs> um, come on up, baby. Let's, uh, let's get you signed to a contract. Let's do basketball business tonight. We have another question and some more swag. Hey, guys. I'm Andrew. I have gifts. Yeah. And I have... Uh, a question, but I also have a proposition to get Ronnie in on the sports podcast. So I love it, man. We're solving problems tonight. So Go. first, the gift. It's it's kind of it's it's a birthday gift, I guess, because it's Barnes' birthday. I didn't know that. All right. Um, but you said earlier you're not nostalgic, so you might not like this gift. Um, oh, wow. But it's a Kent Herbeck signed baseball. Oh, I just Dude. felt some nostalgia. So, felt a little bit. Um, I, I'm a little young to really appreciate it, so I felt like I should give it to you. I have a Tory. Any Hunter Braves one. fans in the room? Atlanta Braves fans. None of them. All right. Well, she hates Kent Herbeck because <laughs> he ruined the 1991 World Series for them by throwing Ron Gant off first base, which is one of my favorite sports moments ever. So oh, that's good. Pipe. Just wanted wow. to just wanted to rub that in. On See, you are nostalgic. Set. I that, was a, that was a human moment for there, you. Yeah, maybe it's just sports. Yeah. 
I love it. Cool. What else you got, baby? So I have a book, it, and this is the idea. It's, it's for all of you, but it's an idea for, for Ronnie to be a part of the sports podcast. It's called A uh, Thousand and One Stupid Sports Quotes. And so athletes can be idiots. And so I think Ronnie could... I mean, you're saying that like it's some questionable thing. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, but I think you, it would take five seconds out of, out of your week to just read one of these. Mm. Um, so... It doesn't have to be a full, you know, you're on the episode the whole time. Baby, are you saying I should read that, get a couple of those quotes in my head so that I have something to contribute? Something yeah, to talk yeah. about. To the podcast? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's, that's almost... I like, like that, brother. I you know what that is. I could decide to be insulted by that right now if I wanted to. That's iron sharpening iron, baby, not, and I want to clap it up for to. that. That's I'm good. Gonna, that's good. I'm going to receive that. Okay. I'm going to receive that. Thank you. I feel like we're doing community here. Yeah. You know? It's Ron? Good. Right, like, like he feels like we're arguing. You feel like we're finally talking. I feel like talking. we're finally talking. You know what? I want you to come up and get some swag. I want you to leave your swag okay. and, uh, and take some of our swag, okay? I did have one quick question. You got Ron. one yeah. more, yeah. Right, so I want to incorporate him into the sports world. Um, so you love sports movies. Who's your favorite coach in a sports movie? Ooh. Oh, dude. I mean, that's not even a question, man. That's literally not even a question. Okay. Baby, we've been together so long, we're answering each other's questions now. Uh, I think it's one, one Norman Dale, head coach uh, of Hickory High School. Um, he's tough but tender. He's dealing with some stuff from his past. Uh, comes out and being gruff and a little authoritarian with the kids, but he warms up and he softens as the story moves through. Baby, am I right? Am, is it? Huh? You, who played it? Listen to this guy, Gene Hackman. The great Gene Hackman. Let's clap it up for Norman Dale, Ron's coach, and my coach. I mean, I get teary-eyed just thinking about that right oh, now. I baby. know. Oh, I know it, baby. Gene, it. Norman. Dude, I thought for a minute you were going to go uh, Al Pacino any given Sunday, no, die for that no, inch. No, 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 no. But, yeah, he's, yeah. Got more, he's got more issues going on. All right, we got another question from the back row. Hey. Hey. Hi. So... This is my first day ever listening to the Happy Rant podcast. Wow, welcome. <laughs> Our convince apologies. me to become a regular listener. <clears throat> wow. This is huge. Oh, convince you to become... I thought you said we convinced you already. I know. Like it was past tense. Piper, you're the marketing guy convincer. I mean, this... Or Ron? <laughs> yeah, go for it, Ron. I mean... This is our best sales job right here. I mean, um, we're normally better than this. Yeah. Is that, is that I mean? don't know how true that is. Piper, but why don't you like do a happy rant like ad, like a promo ad for us right now? Let's hear how Ooh, that would yeah. sound. Because I'm really the king good of the at promoing promo stuff right I don't care about. Yeah, no, I know, but pretend, but surely that that applies the same right now. This is the Michael Jordan of the promo. Read exactly, right promo it right now, man. Twenty seconds. All right. Pretend, uh, like we, pretend like we're the new thing you're, right. you're the, pumping on the podcast. So the Happy Rant podcast is hosted by three guys, all of whom have publishing experience. So they, they bring a level of creativity and literacy, but also a great sense of humor. They don't take themselves too seriously. They all function in the same sort of theological camp, and they're perfectly happy to poke fun at. So if you're outside the camp, you'll like that they're making fun of it. If you're inside the camp, you'll understand all the jokes. And... Uh, they pretty much record episodes every week, although they occasionally miss them because they're busy. So it's weekly entertainment. It costs you nothing. It's a good time, and uh, they'll bring some laughs. How's that? Is this guy unbelievable, unbelievable or unbelievable. what? Unbelievable. He's something. 
Why Isn't do we, he? Baby, yeah. baby, why do we even talk about things? I know. Why we do just we just let even him talk do that for things? 45 minutes. He's unbelievable. He's an inspiration. <laughs> Come on up and get your swag. All right. Rob Gronkowski, what do you got? Hey, uh, my name is Walton Lee, and the, uh, the Lee is less Southern and more Korean. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I don't, I don't see I don't. Yeah. I just, not, not a lot I'm, of I'm Robert three, E. Uh, Mr. Diversity's here, and uh, I also just wanted to say, not so much for you guys, but if there's any other brothers uh, from my tribe, sub-tribe, Mm-hmm. Listening, you're not, I just want to let them know that they're not alone. But mm. what I want to ask <laughs> open you doors, guys, open hearts. I kind of got a two part question. The first one's for Pastor Ronnie. Um, what do you do with your young guys if you got assistant pastors? I'm not sure what kind of system and layout and roster you're running. Yeah, we got do those. You, we got those do you, types. You, do you meet with them weekly? Are you praying with them, reading the Bible? Do you just mock Taking them? Taking a trip. Do you, do, you, do you ever have to speak about how they're dressed and such? And the second question, because I'll just throw both out there and sit down, is if, if called upon, uh, would you guys come speak at a, at a different looking type of crowd? I don't I'm booking my Where flight I'm right slow. now. The answer is yes. Philadelphia. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, Philadelphians do look different. That's true. But uh, yes. Baby, I love Philly. I almost got thrown out of Joe Frazier's gym in oh. Philly. So uh, I love that town, near and dear to my heart. I will be there in a heartbeat. Um, but Ron, address the first question. I own that town. It's like Ashland. Go. Yeah, baby. We have a couple of uh, we have a couple of campus pastor associate worship dude. I don't know what these guys are called anymore. We don't try to. I'm a four. We don't try to give titles. Not about in our titles. Church. It's not about titles, right? But yeah, man, we're talking all the time, man. We 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 connect. Uh, the first thing we do in the morning is we talk about uh, you know how we're looking. How we're feeling, <laughs> how right. we how we feel like the ministry is going, reflecting on what God has been doing in our life. How you feel like it's going, not any objective statement. Correct. Not how okay. it is actually yeah. going. Just clarify. And then by by the time we're done with that, um, it's time to go home. <laughs> and we've, we've put in a full day. We feel ready to go. We feel refreshed. We feel renewed. And then we usually gather the next day for a three day retreat, which lasts till Friday. What sort of refreshments happen during these conversations that are clearly not meetings? Well, I mean, we spent a couple of those hours at the cafe and then two more hours at, uh, at the local brewery for a little lunch. Um, you know, we're $55 pro- steaks. We're pro-alcohol church, so they're allowed to have a little pint of something. And, uh, you know. That's Ronald J. Martin, everybody. Not yeah. employed by Union University. Or Lifeway. Or Lifeway. Or Lifeway. <laughs> yeah. Part what a of fun the- night this has been, Piper. That's right. <laughs> Our last you guys, ever You guys are, like, getting yeah, jealous. Right. Part of the Evangelical Free Church of America. If anybody's looking for a journalism professor, be happy to talk after the program. Um, Question at the back. Yeah, we got a question at the back. Yeah, my name is Bent Garbett. I am from uh, Georgetown, Ohio, small town in Ohio, so you understand that. God's country. Yes. Heartland of America. Uh, I have, uh, first I'd like to give a little (laughs) basketball resume if I can. I know you guys have got plenty of uh, people Uh, auditioning or whatever, but I played a year and a half of Bible college basketball. Whoa. And uh, That's more than anybody at Spurgeon's College at this point. So I'm listening, Piper. Yes, I I think (laughs) I averaged less than a point a game, but it's uh, we had good players. Contributed in ways that didn't show up on the statute. I like it. Intangibles. Unselfish. Also more than I averaged in college. (laughs) They didn't cut anyone either, just so we're clear on that. Um, But uh, my question is... If you guys could pick a pro wrestler that represented you, who would it be? 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll pick for you, Ron. Yeah, let's pick Ron's. All right. Honky Tonk Man? The guitar? Who's that guy that turned into an actor that used to be like the big wrestler dude? The Rock? John Cena? The, the Rock. rock the Rock. Ron would be The Rock. That was Similar amounts of time spent in the gym. I don't watch those movies. What's the, name, what's the name of the guy uh, who plays Drax in uh, the Marvel movies? Pipe, I love how you just looked at me. No, I was... You said that. He was... Yes. Oh, Batista. Batista. That's right. That's... Uh, I think you'd be a good one for you. Batista for me? Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I like it. That's a, that's a compliment. All right, since we picked Ron's <laughs> and I picked yours, you pick mine. Uh... For you, Piper. A little snide, a little sarcastic. On occasion. Um, I'm going vintage here, so this, this name might be a little uh, old school. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He would, he would beat his opponents and then cut their hair with shears. I've never watched him, but I'm all in. That sounds yeah, yeah. He was incredible. That's a great question. And we would like to, I don't know, I'll have to talk it over with my associate, but I think it's safe to say, would we like to sign this gentleman Absolutely. to a contract? No question. Let's clap it up. We got us a basketball player, Pipe. He's young, he's hungry, he loves the game, doggone it. He just wants to play. We have time for like one or two more questions, and we've got uh, the big Pete Scribner, man, myth, legend, my old friend from Michigan. Uh, Pete, what do you got, baby? Well, if we're rolling out uh, resumes for, for basketball, I'd, I'd like to throw uh, uh, my hat in the ring to coach. And here's, here's on this I'm, basis. I'm a little sensitive about the coaching because right now I'm player coach, so well, convince well, me. Okay, try this on for size. My dad, my dad was a college basketball teammate of Ken Howard, who played Ken Reeves on the White Shadow. Baby, you're signed. That's a, better re- that's a better resume than mine. There you're you signed. Go. My dad is 5'7 and there not a basketball go. player. So. Also, Pete Scribner, counteroffer. I want you playing because I feel like we've got some games left in that body. There you Am go. I right? <laughs> a few limited minutes. Late career Mike Dunleavy, player coach. There you go. Pipe? Well, he's got the hair for it. Peter, I want go. you to come Absolutely. up here and sign a contract. Well, well, well real quick question because, yeah. because I'm a, bi- a big whole Ken Reeves thing. I'm a big fan of fictional coaches. Okay. And, uh, you know, apparently I might be one myself now. But... Uh, <laughs> it's all fiction. But, but, Take umbrage but, to the word fictional, but... But, but, but Ronnie, already, Ronnie already shared kind of who his favorite fictional coach was, and he gave the right answer, by the way. Uh, but if you guys had to pick one uh, of your own, I'm wondering... Favorite fictional coach. I love it. Yeah. Go ahead. Boy, that, that is a very that, good. That answer, was the first name that came to mind. Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. That's a very is, good answer. Strong, strong answer. Is uh, from the t- the television show, not not the movie, which was based on an actual true story. Because I'm so, talking yeah, about. The I movie. think I think Eric Taylor would be my choice. I would play for him. Dude, mine would be the real coach from Friday Night Lights, Gary Gaines. Um, this but great that's scene. That's not fictional. That's not fictional, though. Dude, it's not fictional, but it's from a movie, and I want to I want to tell you about my favorite scene <laughs> in the movie. It was when. Gaines knew that Booby's knee was blown, um, and he knew that Booby had torn his ACL. But when he comes to, be to the clear, office, that's a player's name. That's a player's name. My, Booby yeah, my Gibson, bad. star running back, Permian it's a, Panthers. It's a family program. Right. But so he comes into the office. He's wearing his public enemy shiny starter jacket from the 80s, uh, and he says, Coach, I want to suit up. Um, I'm like, I'm good to go. And Gaines knows he's damaged. Uh, but he lets him dress anyway, which leads to the scene where Booby comes out late. He's in all his gear, 
Uh, and he walks out, and as soon as the fans see him, they go bananas, and he, he just raises a fist like this, and the fans go crazy. And for a second, he believes it. And uh, I love Gaines because Gaines gave him that moment. So, uh, so mine is Gary Gaines. Pete Scribner, you are a gentleman and a basketball player, and I want you to get up here and sign your deal, okay? <laughs> Clap it up. Yeah. Yeah, listen, we got time for one more. And... Um, I want, to give a, I want to give a shout out to somebody in the audience because I don't know if this person is going to actually come up and ask a question or not. But um, we, along the way, uh, doing radio with these two gentlemen for five years, we've had a lot of great moments and uh, we've done a lot of business and we've made a lot of connections, a lot of high level connections. And um, one of the highest level connections that we've made uh, is with a very, very talented artist named Megan Tennant. Her art has led to uh, the official Happy Rant coffee mug uh, that has a picture of me riding a horse on it and uh, lots of other just little artistic items that have brought joy to our lives and the lives of our listeners. So Megan is back here. Just raise a hand, Megan. I want to give it a, a warm Happy Rant welcome. We started an artist-in-residence program just for Megan. And it comes from, with no money and actually no residency. But Megan is our artist-in-residence. But it does come with a title, which matters more than those It things, comes with a so. title. You can put it on the resume. It's going to open a lot of doors. So, uh, Megan, welcome to Happy Rant Live. And we got time for one more question. Let's get it. Yeah, this is John Livingston. I'm a regular attender here at Soma And the guy running Church. the sound for this whole night. So let's applaud him as well. Yeah. <laughs> One of Soma Church and Day Spa's finest. Yeah, exactly. And so my question is, Big R, uh, what can the Anglican Church do to compete with a Day Spa? Ooh. Oh. To attract the hipsters. Tough yeah, to compete I with a Day Spa, baby. I mean, anointing and essential oils. I can only think we're, of one thing. We're talking very hipster. I can only think of one thing they could do um, that, that would draw in the kind of crowd that you're talking about that they probably need to be drawing in if they're going to continue their existence. And I would say they need to, uh, they need to derobe. Whoa. Immediately. Dude, what and, do they got on under there, though? That's right, what yeah. I'm thinking. I maybe not immediately. Yeah. Maybe, maybe plan properly. I can't control what they are or what they are not wearing underneath that. But I'm telling you, man. You John get a Stockton of... shorts and a tank top. <laughs> correct. Shit. Yeah, correct. That's N.T. Wright's gear underneath the robe. That's <laughs> See, what's what's going to need to happen is the Anglican church is going to need to ditch the robes, which is then going to cause the Reformed church to go, hey, robe sounds cool. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we're going to robe there's up. There's some Presbyterians who already do that, though. That's true. Our tribe is going to robe up for sure. Yeah, we're, we're only we're a couple ro- years away. From we're going to stirrup up for our next live Yeah, podcast. baby. Baseball uniforms and why don't stirrups. We, why, don't we, why don't we have one segment where we're roping it up and then another segment where we're, where we're doing the, like, the stirrups like Ron said. Maybe wardrobe changes. That's I what like I'm it. talking about. Yeah. That's why we take it's breaks. Scintillating radio, guys. That's why I we take it, breaks. Man. No, I love it. We're planning the next thing. Can we, for the love of everything good and pure, close this thing down? Yeah, let's Hold get on. a Rachel the hell down. We got, we got to pick our, uh, our, pod, our uh, podcast Spurgeon Bobblehead best question of the night. Piper, you said you were picking. I know. I, by we, I meant me. Okay. Um, I would like to give the Spurgeon bobblehead to our resident Wesleyan. Oh, yes. Look at this. Accepting it does not assure you of salvation. You are already (laughs) assured. Yeah, of course, baby. Of course. Let's do it. Let's do it. People helping people. 
You know what? This has been uh, this has been a blast. We appreciate you guys coming out and sharing this evening with us. Um, we are going to stay here as long as humanly possible. I'm probably just going to collapse in a heap. Down as long here. as Soma allows us to. As long as Soma Church and Day Spa allows us to stay here before they drag us out. Um, so we'll be around to chat, uh, to sign trashy theology books from the mid 2000s, or our own books, or our own books actually, we do that too. Um, which, which are trashy books from the tra- mid 2000s, trashy theology books from the, <laughs> from the mid 2000s. 2000s. To be to be honest, um, no, we would love to do that. So stick around, have some snacks, have some merch, and have some conversation. We have wandered to and fro, baby, throughout these topics. And until next time, you guys know the drill. Rachel the Held Evans. Thanks for being here, you guys. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio, in a big taupe room in Hearst, Texas, by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we've come to the portion of the evening that, uh, that I know is all of our favorites. Um, we don't agree on much, doggone it. We, we bicker like old married people on this program. But the one thing we do agree on, uh, we love Q&A. We love Q&A time because it's a time to get to know our listeners. It's a time to hear their voices. It's a time uh, where we don't have to think up our own It's topics. a time where we don't have to th- Yeah, to put a fine point on it. Uh, you generate the content, and we don't have to. So we appreciate that as well. So here's how this is going to work. It's real easy. We got hot mics. We got them all over the room. By all over the room, I mean there's one there and there's one there. Um, that should be plenty. That should be plenty. I'm going to throw it to you guys. Anything is on the table. When you ask a question, um, say your name, say where you're from, do your question, and then you can come up and, and select an item of swag. Piper, yeah, talk them through that. There's yeah. a bunch of visual theology stuff here. So there's posters here. There's T-shirts. There's some pins that look a little bit uh, Star Trekky. you know, kind of like the little comms thing yeah. uh, for the nerds in the room. And then there's a bunch of stickers. So grab one of the posters or shirts, and then you can grab a sticker. And, uh, yeah, and then you can, you can unroll the posters and see what they look like. But, yeah, so our friends Visual Theology are sponsoring this. Let's clap so, it up for them. For listeners yeah. at home. Make sure you go to visualtheology.church slash happy. Get the 20% discount off their stuff. Check out their whole line. For the listeners in the room, ask a question and get free stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Pipe, let's do this. Let's get let's into, uh, into our Q&A time. Oh, let's got, start over we here. We got lines. We got lines. lines. This is like the SBC convention. Yeah, they're lined up. They're bursting who's, at the seams. I love who's got it. The, who's got the presidential gavel? Exactly. Let's go right here. On the right. Hey, guys. Uh, David Gillen from Roanoke, Texas. Dude, shout out Roanoke. Ron, Roanoke Solid yeah. community. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> don't know what, where it is. Yeah. yeah. North, northwest of the Metroplex is All right. where we're coming from. A question is, is that we talked about earlier. What's, what's a clear distinction between, um, Yoda tweeting, uh, or I should say nerd tweeting and, and, and the Yoda tweeting between nerd tweeting and Yoda tweeting between your, like, this is good. We're all about distinction here and drawing clear lines. I love I this. Yeah. I think we defer to the expert. On- Nobody leaves this room knowing, not knowing what, Yoda tweeting and nerd tweeting are. Yeah. Ronald, you're so a what you're asking, expert. man? The difference between nerd... Nerd Twitter and Yoda Twitter. Oh, man. Yeah, nerd yeah. Twitter and Yoda. I guess that's it. Uh, yeah. Between the two, because you participate in one. Right? Yeah. 
But is it participate? Sells him yeah. Is it safe? To, is it yeah. safe to say that you participate in one? Are you are you kind of owning that as a? I mean, a, you know, I let people call what I do whatever they would like. Okay. I, I try not to, you know, categorize. Spoken like that's a true artist. I don't that's have a true. genre. That's true. You call it what you want to call it. I think there is a Grand Canyon of difference <laughs> Go. between the two. Yeah. Between Yoda tweeting and nerd Twitter. Okay. Yeah. One is trying to be just self-consciously argumentative and sort of like, hey, I'm saying a funny word that nobody will understand on purpose to try to put myself Mimetic. into some kind of, mm. whatever that word means. Yeah. And, um, and I think Gerardian. Yoda tweeting is trying to say something uh, inspirational, encouraging, thought-provoking. Okay. There Understandable. It is. Strong but, argument but for also, Yoda work. But also vague enough that it's not like a direct statement. No Yoda tweet is a direct it's always There's always kind of a, a reflective well, it's meant, openness to it. Yeah, it's meant to, to it. be reflective in nature to make you think, whereas like nerd Twitter, it's meant to be like shared between like four people that can feel elitist. I have yeah. a question for the room, actually. Have any of you guys ever like, have you opened up like the notes app on your phone and tried to like compose a Yoda tweet? Has any of Ron's work ever inspired like a little, a little Yoda tweeting on your own? You got a little note open, you know, you're, you're just kicking the tires on it a little bit. Anyone? Anybody? Bueller. Show of hands. Yoda work out there. Okay, we, we got yeah, one yeah. over here. Come up and get one Come of these things. Just grab for being some swag. Honest. Let's clap yes. it up for the boy. He's got, uh, just for following in Ronnie's footsteps. A little bit of Yoda in his future. I keep a notes app for tweets, but it's not for Yoda tweets. It's more because I don't know if I will get in trouble if I post them. So I type them in the notes, and then I chew on it for a while, and, and then usually they never go anywhere. Pipe, how would you describe? Give a succinct description of Yoda tweeting. Mm. Just, just, a, just so people understand. Nothing like snarky. Just to understand what okay. it is. It's on its surface. It sounds very clear cut, inspirational. And the moment you think about it for a second, you, there's a twinge of, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not sure what this really means. Which it's, Melissa says to me probably yeah. one out of every yeah. four. There's Whereas some, like, opacity nerd, there. Nerd Twitter, you look at it and you go, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't even know don't if that's English. I don't even know if those are words. Yeah. yeah. So there's, that's, that's the big difference. Right. It's opaque. It's inspirational. It's commercial. Oh. The three jewels in the Yoda Twitter marketing crown. Wow. Right. It's all three. Very wow. retweetable. Yeah. It's a, it's a potent stew of those three things. Wow. Can you yeah. say that again? Do you did the, remember what you did just you said? Get your, did you get your free stuff? You're welcome to. Um, you can, yeah, and I imagine it'll go quick. No, no I'm asking you to say that again because yeah, yeah. I think it was good. It's not to put you on the spot. No, no, no. It's opaque, meaning it's unclear at some level. Um, it's inspirational. Yeah. Self-evident. And here's the third one that I really love. That it's commercial. Right, it, you, you're doing it for a purpose. The purpose is audience building. Right. Speaking of audience, we should probably take more. Questions. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go over here, left side of the room. Hi, I'm Ted from College Station, Texas. Ted, dude, shout out Ted. Strong oh, what name. A, what a great name. Ted from College Station. What do you got, Ted? Yeah, my question is, I would like to hear from each of you. What would be your one recommendation for how uh, reformed evangelicals could have more fun? Oh. <laughs> chill out yeah um all right i'll go first <clears throat> go one recommendation for how reformed people can have more fun um stop wearing reformedum like it's your uniform it's not a jersey like it should be worn like it's it's it functions much more like underwear than your jersey like it's supportive <laughs> it's necessary we encourage it and nobody should ever see it's it. nice when it doesn't chafe yeah <laughs> and and everybody's more comfortable when they don't know what you have on so yeah, yeah that ted 
That's I I it's absolutely that, right? Ron, I can't follow that. I don't think I, I don't absolutely can can't. Let's clap it up for Pipe. Yeah. That was absolutely perfect. Get up here, man. Grab yourself some swag. There's no there's no beating that comment. Let's go over here to the Cowboys fan. Yeah, that's me. My name's Nick. I'm from Denton, Texas, about 20 miles north of here. Uh, and I, this is a deep cut, but I do want to say the second episode felt a little reformed pubian. If I, if I, oh mm. wow! But y'all, I feel like y'all saved it at the end. Um, okay, I just, I just interesting. We're hearing it. Um, I don't know if that's constructive criticism or just criticism. It's just criticism. criticism. It's just criticism. Yeah. I would take some of that reformed pub money. I'm not going to lie, though. Do they you still know? exist? I have no idea. Okay, me I only yeah. made a podcast in like five years, but the, their tweets are very spicy. Okay. Right. Um, if you had to write a I kissed blank goodbye, what, what would it be? Oh, I kissed blank goodbye. What would mm. it be? Baby? Oh, this is so easy for me oh, right now. Go. Dude, no, I can't go. You guys go. No, I have no I go. Even, you said this is so. I, oh, you were joking. being. You were, oh, I, yeah, you were being ironic. Being ironical. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. Seashells. I would kiss. <laughs> yes. All things pertaining to seashells. Goodbye forever Piper, that's, and ever. That's so good because you get. Uh, yeah. Whenever that's referenced in any item of pop culture. Even Mike Cosper. Uh-huh. Quoted that in one of those Mars Hill episodes in my Twitter. And your whole he life filled was, up again. Your life was seashells for a couple days. Him. I'm not there yet. I had something. Seashells, goodbye. Okay, so peeling back the curtain, you and I were talking about this phenomenon via text, and I feel like I had something similar. What was it? Do you remember? Hmm. I'd have to go back and look at our text, but you're mostly football. So yeah, yeah. To sort through some of that. I actually I remember what it was. Okay, here we go. People asking me like what it was like to write a book with Kevin DeYoung, yes, (laughs) or referencing them as the DeYoung books. Would you kiss Kevin DeYoung goodbye? It's it's or is it? Like the, what kind of kiss would it be? You know, right. would it be long? <laughs> kiss of death what on the mouth? About here? You know, <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah, exactly. Ronnie would kiss Dude, this I question goodbye. What are we talking about? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't. You know. <sighs> Dude, I don't. Baby, I don't come on. What would I don't you kiss know, man. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not good on my feet unless I'm preaching a sermon. It's a good thing we're doing Q and A where you don't know the questions. I kiss deconstruction goodbye. <laughs> there we go. There Thanks he for the is. question. Be sure to get your uh, your stuff. All right, let's go over here. He brought his I, own swag. I'm Abram uh, Martin from Lot, Texas, and yeah, I'm here. To Abram, is that really your last name, or are you just trying to cu- get no, in with me? Uh, Abram Martin, no that relation. Is, that is the name that my parents also have. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So it's I'm tough here, having two first names. Isn't I'm here it? representing the uh, the Mennonite fan club of Happy Rant Pod. Dude, so, shout out the Mennonite whoa. fan club. Let's clap it up for I Mennonites. Know we had one. I love this. I love learning we have fan clubs. Absolutely. And so, as we were trying to think of what's like the most Mennonite thing we could give y'all. And yeah. so we, we got these Dirk Willems posters. Just a really brief overview. Dirk Willems was a Anabaptist martyr that when he was being chased, he, he was running across a icy river and his uh, ch- the person that was chasing him, his the cop at the time, fell through the ice and he turned around and rescued him. And the cop following his orders that he had given uh, still had to arrest him and a couple, I don't know if it was a couple months later or whatever, Dirk Willems was uh, burned at the stake for his faith. So, wow, dude. So that, this is what this poster represents. And we get those. We get yeah. to keep those. That's yeah, dark. one for each of y'all. Yeah. Exceedingly dark. <laughs> there you go. But cool looking and definitely happy, going happy in my smoke room for sure. Guys, so some dark Mennonite history never <laughs> hurt anybody. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Bring them up here. We'll so, yeah, and my question that I have is uh, when can uh, satire be 
redemptive and when can it not be helpful? Oh, oh. I thought your question was going to be where are you out on Dirk Willems? <laughs> like, <laughs> feeling a little glum. Yeah. I'm like, if I had a nickel for every time Thanks, I get Abram that Martin. question. Abram, thank you Solid so much. last yes. name, Abram. Yeah, absolutely. So the question was, when can satire be helpful and when is it not helpful? Yeah, Re- redemptive and not yeah. so. Yeah. Pipe, what do you think? Um, I think the question, I think it's a question of whether or not it's, it's, um, I mean, satire basically draws out a truth and overemphasizes it. So you, you play up kind of the absurdity or whatever. And so I think the question is, has more to do with the spirit behind it than not. Like, are you seeking to destroy and make a fool out of or seeking to just kind of bring to light something mm-hmm. either humorous or kind of show the absurdity of something? There, there's a way to do it that's not um, overly critical, overly mean. And then there's a way to do it that leaves somebody just sort of devastated and ripped to shreds. And I, I think that's probably the, the biggest difference yeah. in between redemptive and not. Yeah. Good, yeah, good answer, good. Ronnie. Yeah. Thanks. Pipe, you got any, or thanks. Ron, you got anything on that? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that one too. Um, I'm riding pipes coattails on this episode. <laughs> you know? I think he's doing a great job. I'm going to, I'm going to pull a Kobe Bryant and just refuse to shoot one of these. We these oh, do not believe that. that. I love that. So analogy, let's just continue <laughs> as we continue. That would make me who on that roster? Uh, like Lamar Odom. Rick, I'll be Lamar Odom. Yeah. I met Lamar Odom, actually. Nice little, guy? Yeah, little, yeah, very nice guy. Doing good. Um, let's go over here. Uh, I'm James from Commerce. Uh, so I was thinking some of like, the seminal books of early reformed and were like Knowing God and books like that, what would be the super niche theological point and accompanying book title to like be a big book in modern reform, like modern reform circles. It would be Deconstructed Heart by Lamar Odom. <laughs> if Lamar Odom took a pivot into like reformed theology, that would be, well, wouldn't that be a great story? Wait, what was the title that Pipe had earlier for his book, his new book? I don't know. What was that one title where I said I already have a deal for you on it? I don't know. You had a deal for me. I don't have to remember. It's, it's, it's true. Like, it was a great title, though. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what would be the the question is what would be the niche theological point and and what was the other part of the question? And the, the book title. The book title. Book title. Niche theological point. Like you're saying for now for 2021. Yeah, that would get modern. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It would be. You remember the spate of like early 2000s crappy books like the theology theology in the matrix or the theology of the sopranos or whatever yeah there like was the simpsons there was like yeah, every yeah, yeah. popular thing the yeah. reform version of that circa 2021 would be like um you know like a working theology of bourbon by some like 33 year old cool guy you know with like a nice jawline and yeah. a little bit of stubble and he'd probably sell a hundred thousand copies yeah that's what I, i'm going with i I'm trying to think of like, so you got the more modern, you get like, don't waste your life. And then you got radical and you got crazy love. Like mm-hmm. what's, what's one of those that's like a, it just sort of goes wild like, even though it's kind of not like a one worder. Yeah. Like one or two words. I think it would be like unified or something like that. And then yeah. it would be, it's just kind of painting a picture about one big reform group hug. Mm. Yeah. Unified. Yeah. There's a good buck in that racket. Yeah. It's I like could a see, conference. I could see you guys collabing on that app. Actually, it sounds like a conference with. I'm not a big unified. I'm not a big. I don't have a dog in the unified right. fight. Like, I like uh, fighting with people. This is no fun at all. I, I can see you guys doing unified. unified and making a pile, dude. Let's make this happen. 
Ronnie, thoughts? What, unified? Are you in on unified uh, by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Nah, Martin? it's too basic for me, man. I, okay. I, yeah, I don't... You like it, you like to keep it non-commercial. I, I can't switch. Right, I don't want to sell it, guys. Ron's let's like, be clear. Yeah. I do not want to don't sell get any me books. I'm uncomfortable I, selling more than 900 copies I, of a book. I do not want to sell any books. <laughs> I get a little squeamish. Uh, to be clear, you're doing great. You know. When those when those numbers climb way high, hey, listen, come up, grab a piece of swag. Great question. Let's throw it over here to this side. Hi, my name is uh, James from uh, Midland. Um, my question is going to be a little bit more nonsensical. Uh, some of my favorite episodes of y'all's are uh, talking about celebrity pastors like with candy bars or yeah. quarterbacks or whoever. Uh, with the rise of the superhero movies and Marvel like being all big time right now, uh, what would be your celebrity pastor Avenger team? Who would be what superhero? Ooh. Well, Mark Driscoll's the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> This might be a little smugness flex for me. I don't watch a lot of those movies. I don't know like who a lot of. I know Iron Man is one of those guys, right? Yeah, who would, yeah, who who would, would be Matt, the Iron Man? You, like Matt, Matt Chandler is Tony Stark. Ah, uh, I think he needs, that person needs to be a little bit older, a little bit more broken. Mm. You know what I mean? I actually like Iron but Man, but still funny. But still funny. Hmm. Not a lot of funny reformed guys. Yeah, crickets <laughs> short, chirping. Short list here. Um, who would that be? Mm. I mean, Matt Chandler's not young anymore. That's true. Maybe it is Matty Chan. He's going to get that metal suit in a tall. The man survived cancer. He's grizzled. He is grizzled. All right, let's go Matty Chan for uh, the the metal suit guy. Yeah, Tony Stark. Um, Drisky for the Hulk. Drisky for the Hulk. What are some other character names? Who else is in there? Who's Captain America? Honestly, that should probably be Chandler. He's sort of the all-American. But no, all that's David Crapple. Platt because he's the yeah, one who's Platt. like kind of the all-American boy. Platt and, is and Captain America. Very but Platt, basic he's and Mr. Like, he's Mr. Like, don't stay in America. Like, go someplace miserable. That's he's true. that guy. <laughs> um, he's, he's the opposite. He's <laughs> yeah. also like Mr. Virtue, though. So he's like yeah, virtuous, yeah. kind of boring. He's got a Captain yeah. America like persona, yeah. but he's he's all about you like going someplace miserable. He's a little he's a little Spider-Man, isn't he? Pla- well, I can imagine Spider Man's like the baby of the group. Who uh... it's gonna sound weird, but I can imagine Platty like hanging upside down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes like I do I'm, imagine like that. Martyr? Does that make me weird? Hey, what are we talking <laughs> yeah, about? Just... <laughs> baby, you roll with that, or where you want to roll with that? Yeah, you know, I'm talking with my Kevin and I's guy yeah, about it. It's, it's, Thor. it's covered. We're on top of it. Some who's so, Thor? Yeah, someone with long hair. Uh... You're just, you're just setting yourself up for this one. Broader shoulders than normal, middle-aged. Strikingly um, handsome. Straight, yeah, yeah. Generally you know. amusing. Handsome Occas- in a pudgy sort of way. You know? <laughs> Occasionally <laughs> makes poor decisions. Sounds like you, Ted. Exactly. It does um, sound like me. Derwin Gray. I'll take it. Derwin Gray. Yeah. Um, but he's not reformed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, there's not, man, there's just not that many interesting reformed people. Now, I actually know somebody who has long blonde hair, occasionally in a ponytail, and a huge audience like Thor. Beth Moore. Beth Moore. <laughs> Beth Moore Ragnarok. <laughs> I'd watch that. 90 well, minutes. She's, yeah, she's got to be on the list. Let's do Which one more Marvel Which makes like Russell more like Hawkeye. Sort of the... Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that connected right there. That did connect. You know what? That's, a, that's an organic end to this question. We loved it. We had some fun with it. It was a good couple minutes of radio. Um, let's clap it up for our guy from Midlands. Grab some swag. Midland's right. finest right here. Let's go over here. Michael Stiles representing... Oh, I, I know exactly who you are, Michael Stiles. 
What a, what a last name. That's uh, strong. You know what? I'm a firm believer. You've got you to be born with that name. Yes. I'm a firm believer in That's names. how last names tend to work. <laughs> if you have a great name, you're not failing. Right. Like, this guy's going, he's in the rocket ship with Michael that name. Michael Styles. Michael Styles. You can do I mean, anything that is a, He is a superhero. Exactly. I mean, he was an influencer the day he was born Yeah, with that's that the name. Marvel Universe right there exactly. standing behind the mic. The Michael Styles cinematic universe. Um, let's go. I'm in. Michael, what's your question? Uh, this is a softball, I hope. And you alluded to it in the first, uh, the first episode. But what was on those Green Room Riders? Oh. You, what, was, uh, what was the hesitation on? on riders. Yeah, this is good. Pipe? Uh, well, Ted's, Ted, you described your hesitation to ask for anything. I think we just yeah. need to hear kind of your, your thought process on that first. Um, just being like a self-hating Midwestern guy and never wanting to inconvenience anyone for any reason. I'm like... Um, you can get me a box of Mike and Ike's if you feel like it. I mean, don't put yourself out. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. If you want to take me out and run me over with your car first, that'd be fine, too. I'll be out there in two minutes. Um, but, yeah, I got the Mike and Ike's. I got, I got a whole bunch of water. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. That's a breakfast of champions Mike and right Ike's there. and water's guy. You ever want to bring Pipe out or, or Ted out? It's, 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 it's easy. easy. Yeah, the rider's I, no, I, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't, I, I didn't settle for Mike and Ike's and water. I gave, like, three options. I was like, I like these things. But there was a strong sense of... Options are good. But only if that's convenient and they're easy to find. Yeah, so I yeah. asked for, like, the Gardettos because I'm a grumpy old man. And uh, Dude, I said those I'd, Gardettos are solid, though. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, they're delicious. I didn't know you asked for that, though. Yep, and then I took the bag of them last night. Back, well, back I have a bag the... in my room already. There we We're go. Fine. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, no, they, they gave a very open-handed, like, what would you guys like? And I have yeah. the strong, like, freezing, like, uh, I mean, I like 15 things, and I'm not going to ask for, I'll ask for two of them. Yeah. Because it felt pretentious otherwise. Ronnie was like brown M&M's only. I'll just ask for whatever I want. Ronnie's uh, rider is yeah, like Fiji, Fiji water at 67 yeah. degrees. It's like war and peace. Yeah. Ryan's still working his way through it back there. <laughs> I need to be picked it's up like, in a black Escalade, 68 degrees, Fiji water. Ronnie's, is, it's like reform dogmatics. You know, also Perrier. Yeah. Sometimes Correct. you like bubbles. Yeah. I need a little bubbly. Yeah. That's Google. it. We got the whole rider spectrum represented up here at the table, I think. Both ends. Yeah. And Michael, Ryan did pick me up in a black Escalade. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. That is great. Yeah. Ryan's great. Yeah, they tried to rent me a Prius. Yeah. 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 Well, again, know. boys, you, you have not because you have because not. You, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it. Man, welcome love, welcome I, to the Midwest. I love that's good right. text. <laughs> Michael, come up here and uh, take your pick. Ladies of, and gentlemen, Michael Styles. Michael Styles. Let's clap it up for Michael Styles. I was hoping you spelled it with a Z on the end, man, but that's... Oh, yeah, because it's 1993. That would be amazing. That's his stage name. That would have been sweet. That's his his AOL screen name. (laughs) Right, exactly. I love it, dude. Let's go over here. Um, I'm Shauna Cobb. I just moved from Midland to Abilene, so... um, Okay. So my question is, and I'm... Don't be offended. Strong start. I'm a little... I'm nervous now, but... So, you guys... You've brought up Mars Hill several times on your shows, yep. on the podcast. And um, Ted Cluck, you always dance around it, and you won't commit. And I don't know if you've ever really listened to it, but you yeah. want everybody else's opinion. And I just want you to listen and give your own opinion. Sean, I want you to know or in this I moment yes. that I, I prize your directness, and I respect it. Okay. okay? Absolutely. And what? far from being offended, I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this, okay? And I want to be honest with you right now in saying that KK and I were on a road trip a few weeks ago, and we gave it like 12 minutes. Um, and I hated listening to it because it made me sad, and then I quit. 
Because I, I don't think I have staying power. I'm not a guy who like maybe I maybe I'm bad at doing hard things. But uh, it well, just I, I like how you keep you keep quoting the title of Josh Harris's younger brother's book. I know. There's just that's I'm still I'm me. hanging on to my Brett Harris stock. You know. <laughs> you gotta get, like, uh, big Alex guy minutes. myself. No, you gotta like you keep saying that, and so, I just want you to commit. Oh, she's going in on this, man. Shauna, I want you I want you keep to do going. something this for me. Great. Okay. You always bring it up. I know. I bring it up because it's this cultural item that, like, um, I don't feel like I can enter into because I tried and I hated the experience. But um, and and I don't have any. I don't have a dog in this fight, right? Like, I'm not trying to work Cosby for anything, so I don't have to act like I like it. And I'm not. Um, I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not trying to come at Driscoll. I don't know. Like, I just it. Here, here's the thing, and I want to hear you on this, actually, Shauna. For me, it. Like watching or listening to something that's about the unraveling of a guy's life, um, even if the guy is a bad guy, right? So even if we decide he's the worst guy, he sucks, whatever, um, it just, it bums me out because I can see that I could very easily be that guy, you know? And they could be making a 12-episode Netflix series about how I screwed everything up. And if they did that, it would make my mom really sad, right? Um, she would be crushed and that makes me feel sad. And, you know, it, I'm, I'll say this about it. It was really well done. Like the, for what it was like a documentary podcast series or whatever, I could tell that like care went into it and they did a really good job. And for what it was, it was really well done, but it was just not a thing that like, I'm not drawn to it. You know what I mean? Um, I want you to go like a sentence and like, sell me on it though. Like what, like, where's the, where's the traction for you on it? Think it's, I'm going to have to go with more than one sentence. Yeah, go. Okay. So I just think it's so interesting. Like yeah. Step up to the mic thing. a little bit just okay. so it's louder. There we go. Thank I, you. I think it's very interesting, like the whole concept and how it happened. And I think it could happen. I think it's a good um, listen so that that won't happen. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. You're, like, I you're just, saying it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, That's absolutely. compelling. I think it is yeah. a cautionary tale. And, like... You guys are so good at making fun of people and not hurting feelings. And so don't be scared to do that. Like, that's what yeah. I like about your show. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you guys are so good at Sorry. making fun of people Sorry, and not always, hurting their feelings. It's always been the goal. Yeah. It's always been the goal. <laughs> well, the, Shauna, goal, the goal is the second half. Of that. I love it. Thank Let's pop it up for Shauna. Kind of came at me a little bit, but I feel like we're okay still. For the record, yeah. I'm with, for the record, I'm with Shauna on this. I think you should listen. I know, dude. And, and, there's a part of me, this is going to sound weird. I don't like Star Wars either. Like, I'm just not a Star Wars guy, but I want to be. I want to enter in with people on that. I want to be into the space movie thing, but I'm just not into space. Did you ever watch Breaking uh, Bad? I, I had tapped out on Breaking Bad for the same reason. It okay. just bummed so, me out too much. Here's the thing. It took me four or five tries mm -hmm. to gain momentum and watch Breaking Bad. And at the okay. end, like, I wasn't one of the shows that I was like, this is my favorite. But yeah. I was like, that was worth watching. Really well done. Yeah. That's the Mar the rise and fall of Marcel sure. experience kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah. A, a really well told story. Yeah. Not a happy thing. Yeah. Maybe a slow starter. I think that's a great comp, actually. Like, I ascend intellectually to it being really good. Like, I know Breaking Bad was really good. And in fact, there's a part of my heart that wants to, like, watch it and be into it and be able to talk with people about it. But it just, uh, it just kind of bummed me out. And so I quit. Um, <laughs> that's where we're at. It's, it's an interesting emotional place. I just quit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Got to know when to fold them. Let's, uh, let's go over here. 
Hello, my name is Sarah Opkinorth, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. So imagine that you are the owner and operator of a brand new AA minor league baseball team. Let's go. What do you name your franchise? Let's go, Sarah. Ronnie just texted about minor league baseball teams like a week ago. This is a passion of ours. Well, I was fascinated by how bad the names are. You know, like you go down the list and it's always like, you know, the rattle tattles and the mud hens and the, and the chicken <laughs> the pot biscuits. pies and yeah. the biscuits. And I just, I mean, it's like they're making a joke out of something that frankly feels a little more serious than that. I, I just don't get it. So, you know, can I, can I ask you a follow up question? Yes. Can you give us like the, the metro area, like of yeah. the yeah, team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the Frisco Double A Rough Riders. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We used to have the Fort Worth Cats. Okay. Um, down in, um, I don't mind that. Right above Austin. Uh, gosh, I already forgot their name. The Brown Rock Express, like trains. Yep. Yeah. And that then in Kinston in the Carolinas, where, it's the Kinston. Where do you want our team to be? It's of your choosing because it varies. Okay. I've actually been Hurst. I've got one for Hurst. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull my resources with Ronald and, and move a minor league team to Hurst. And um, I'm going to go with the Hurst Hearses. <laughs> and. <laughs> Despite the fact that it's like 114 degrees oh, with 98% humidity. Oh, man, what, what you humidity. can do bringing relief pitchers in. That's it. Bullpen. You bring them in in a little, a little golf cart like hearse. It's game. longer. Yes. It's black. Hearse, hearse. Um, Love it. The, the uniform, all black. All black. Despite the heat and humidity, your guys are going to die probably of like heat exhaustion in the black uniform. And then you get to take them off in the and hearse. And then you get to pull them off in the oh, hearse. perfect. It's it's thematic. It you is. know what I mean? Can, can I be? Can I, can I invest in this yeah. team and be like a minority owner? Yeah. Oh, I, can't, I can't top that. Wait, okay. The three of us in the owner's box. That's uh, yeah, that's the dream, right? Yeah, I love the it. mascot is like an undertaker. Yeah. 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 Dancing, <laughs> dancing on the graves. Yeah. There Dude, we go. The, this is the, perfect. The, the, the top of the dugout is painted to look like the top of a coffin. You know what I mean? It's got those <laughs> like, says, like striations in it. Yeah. It's just like a gravestone. Yeah. Yeah. When you strike a guy out, like the, the little graphic on the on the scoreboard is RIP. Yeah. You know. And our mascot um, is like Count Chocula. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, when the relief pitcher comes in, they drive him in, a coffin opens, yeah. he rises up out of the coffin to the person, take his <laughs> the person driving has like the Undertaker big hood and, and the yes. what's the big hook thing? Uh, yeah, yes. the big sickle. hook thing. Yeah. Sickle. The That's sickle. the one. Yeah. yeah. Hearst Hearses. The Hearst Hearses. There you go. Season, get your season get tickets your, at HearstHearses.com. I just uh, locked down the URL. Sarah, what a great question. Let's clap it up. Enjoy your swag. Did Josh already get us that URL? Yeah, yeah. He, he, already, he bought us the URL. We're good. Visual Theology slash Hearst Hearses. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I feel like there's some resurrection jokes to be made there, too. Absolutely. Let's go over here. Okay, hello. My name is Crosby Cobb. I'm Shauna's daughter, so... Um, and I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm curious, longtime listener, first time viewer. Ooh. Do you guys think that you look like the way your voice sounds? Oh. I think, wow. I think we need to put that question back to you because, you know, I, things, I don't even think I sound like what I sound like because the voice mm. that I hear in my head and then the voice I hear on recordings are not the same it's thing. Really so, yeah. do you think yeah. we sound like what we look like? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, what really? Let's what go does, with like. What does Ronnie's voice look like? Yeah. Ronnie's voice looks like a little bit more. So a little hipster. Okay. But good. a little more Eddie Bauer. Oh. You know, okay. Interesting. A little more outdoorsy. Like, like quilted vests. Like, like quilted okay. vests. Like yes. he has a green, like a hunter green, like racing stripe down the side corduroy, of his SUV. Strong corduroy vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Strong corduroy. <laughs> Ted, yours is like solely Under Armour. Like you only shop at Academy. 
Wait, solely what? Solely Under, Under Armour, Armour, like I'm a coach. Yes. Like I'm in a quarter like zip. Like full-on basketball yeah. shorts every day. Like monochromatic Basketball shorts suits. every day. That yes. hurts my feelings. But uh, <laughs> Just your voice, though. It's okay. We're going to roll with it. Yeah. And then Barnabas, yours is like very hipster. Huh. Like Vans, skinny jeans. Oh. Wow. That's what, I, that's what I think. I don't know if I'm offended or honored. Like That's cooler yeah. than I am. Yeah, but right. also, I don't ever want to be that. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Well, I, know, really I think she got it, like, somewhat right for all of us. And then I am a coach, and I do embody some of that persona. You're, like, on the hipster spectrum probably just by, just by nature of living yeah, in Nashville. Yeah, I, I live adjacent to um, hipsters, yeah. And I think Ron's on the... So Ron revealed the thing today at lunch that... Yeah, again, like this is the joy of a relationship. You're learning something new, right? There's still things we're learning mm. about each other, baby. Mm. Isn't that nice? Mm. Um, but we know that Ron is a hipster. But I also learned that he's like hikey and bikey, and he's like, you know, go for a bike ride guy or take a hike up the side of he a also, hill. Or, he, which also is a announced, pastime. he also announced it, yesterday. I feel like it's uh, an Eddie Bauer thing. That he's too, done with jeans because he doesn't find them comfortable, and he's just only going to be comfortable. So there's a there's a strong Eddie Bauer. See like, the way these things yeah. stretch. Yeah. That's a breaking news. I, so right there. I think you, you nailed an ethos of, of Ronnie's character there. That's mm. pretty good. So you've actually you've done a good thing here. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah, you're spot on. <laughs> Why don't you come grab some swag as a reward? That was a solid question. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Let's go over here. A lot of creativity in that question. Yeah. Hello, my name is Hannah Stone. I'm from Northern Virginia, which sounds less crazy because I'm visiting my sister. He lives oh, here. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. So my question is a little more tugging the heartstring. I yeah. love when you guys talk about your wives because they seem like low key so cool. They are um, so cool. So my up. question, right back there. yeah. So my question yeah. is, yeah. Um, was there a moment when you knew like you wanted to marry your no. wife, or Let's was it like, go, a se- or was it like a series of things? Like was okay. it like, oh, this is it. Like this is a woman I love, or was it like multiple little things? Like oh, slowly, but like all at once. This is such a good question, man. Shoot this into my veins. I love it. <laughs> Should we should we bring the girls up? Absolutely. Ladies, come on yes! up. Let's clap it up for the wives. Just, just at least stand. At least have them stand. Yeah, can yeah. you stand? Can we compromise? Stand up. There you go. Yes. For those listening at home, they're wonderful and look great. They are wonderful. The so was there a moment when you knew like she was the one? Um, you go first, man. You you said shoot this in my veins. Yes. <laughs> so you shoot it into the mic. Let's go. It's uh, it's it's a look. Maybe you gotta control your emotions. Like I can see yeah. that you're, you're well, wavering to, a little bit. Yeah, you're you're starting to get a just, little. Yeah, my deconstructed heart is just yeah. pounding. <laughs> um, it was our first date, dude, and that is no lie. Um, it was one of these first dates that they they plan for one thing, but then it goes forever, you know. And you're just hours deep into this thing, and when I said goodbye to her, it was like three in the morning. The streets were empty. It was kind of cool. Like the dew was settling on everything. And I, it, was, it was hard for me not to kiss her, right? Um, but I was like, no, I don't want to push it. This is too great. It's too perfect. I want to bottle up this feeling. And then I walked home like right down the middle of the street. And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was, it was a go. You're, walking, and, you're a walking rom-com, man. I know. I am, dude. And I, I just think when you know like... You don't have to feel nervous about when you call the person. You don't have to wait 72 hours, industry standard. Six you know, days. Yeah, you don't have to wait six days. You can just pick up the phone and call the next day, and it's going to be well-received. And that was the, that was the feeling. So mm. um, I think it was a, I was a first-nighter. Oh, man. Um, what about you guys? 
Yeah, man. Uh, it's same for me, man. First night? Oh, my gosh. It was just magic. Yeah? We ended up on the beach mm. first night. Yeah. But this, okay, so this gig took a while. Okay. Right? So, so I met Big M um, a couple years before. It took some time yeah, for us to have burn. that magic night. Yeah. Why did it take time? Well, it's too long of a story, but it, yeah. it just it took some time. And, and we ended the night about. on the beach, pitch darkness, everything above board. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, yeah, it was the same thing, man. I remember driving. And that we, the rest of your family was there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, was had, it, was actually, it was actually a Calvary Chapel baptism. It, it, exactly. really, it really was. Josh yeah. Harris was there. We had this long drive home. We had just a little accountability. I take the whole church on the first day. I mean, it, it, you know, I didn't grow up as a Baptist guy. It was a little bit yeah. different, right? We were, allowed, we were allowed to date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hour and a half drive home, chatting. Yeah. The conversation never died. Dropped right. her off. I know there was that thing where you want to keep it cool. Yeah. Not, not you know, not yeah. too much. Don't put, you know, yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I remember driving home just thinking, that's it. Yeah. Like, I'm. It's like, a wrap. Like, like, we're done. Yeah. This is it. This is forever. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, baby. I know. It's true. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. It is nice. Uh, it was a it was a longer process uh, for me to not to not to come around, but to more like let myself yeah. be comfortable. So uh, I I had been married previously, and so I was coming into it probably in a much more jaded and yeah. self protective place. And thankfully, Lauren was very patient and um, older pipe. And older, yeah, and yeah. not not like twenty three yeah, like, or not in college, not or whatever. thirteen like me and Big T. Yeah, not yeah, at yeah. your baptism service at nine. <laughs> um, and so. Yeah, so there was just there was a there's a whole different sort of thought process in it. So I think I knew before I let myself know, because because I I was in the context where I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep dating somebody who I don't think this is going somewhere. Yeah, and I was perfectly at ease with that, but I also wasn't kind of letting myself acknowledge that, yeah, this is this is the person I'm going to marry. So it took, I probably knew I was going to marry her a couple months into dating. And then it took another couple months to get to the place where, like, out loud I could say this is where that's going. Also, I have to shout out Hannah for two things. Um, One, an amazing question. It's fun to talk about our ladies. Two, Hannah Stone, amazing gift giver. Um, We got gifts mailed to us. Mm. They came to our homes. Yeah. They were personalized. Uh, they were well wrapped. There were a lot of like little tchotchkes those in there. Were, different th- weren't those going to be at a live event that we had to cancel? Like you had made a plan to be yeah. at a live event that we had to pull yeah. the plug on because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. You guys like joked about never getting. You never got an Easter basket. So I was like, oh, yes. we bring Easter baskets. Gift It'd be baskets. so funny. Yes. 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 And then COVID happened. I was like, wow, the world's depressing. I need something to do. Yes. <laughs> and you made us it far too. less depressing for us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's Let's awesome. clap it up for Hannah. All right, you've been very patient. Let's go over here. Thank you. Hey, guys. I'm hey. Camry Rhodes. I'm from Waco, Texas. Yeah. It's like you're making fun of Shiplap. It's like birthplace of Shiplap. Oh, you know birthplace. Yeah. Yeah. Home you, of Shiplap. How, how's Chip doing with his new haircut, man? Yeah, it's shaved. Can we it's talk gone. about it? Is he good? Is he, is he feeling know. good? I hope so. Without the long blonde locks. What's the new yeah. haircut, baby? Dude, he just shaved his he head for St. Jude. Raised just oh. a quick 150K. Sweet. As, um, as one does. In a couple yeah. hours. Like yeah, we do typically. Like we do. Yeah, the charity things that we're into. Yeah. That's anyway, nothing for them. Is. Nothing for Chip. Um, so just being here, my question is like, what do you think your target audience is? Because <laughs> oh. like looking in the crowd, like I can't figure it out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's but like, such a good question. But like, I need you to paint your Saddleback Sam for me. Like, do yeah, you know this is the whitest thing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that over there. Saddleback Sam. That's what she asked. What's that? What's that a reference to? 
Yeah, paint your saddleback, Sam. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't. What is it's because you haven't listened to the podcast. This, you don't is, know. Uh, <laughs> this is Rick Warren's, like, they, they, like, painted a paradigm of the kind of person they wanted to reach with saddleback church. Like, and based, was, in, yeah, based yeah, yeah. in Orange County. Yeah, so, like, like how come the, I don't know this? Because you haven't uh, listened to the Mars Hill podcast. You don't listen to podcasts or <laughs> go on social media. You don't, don't read, Ted. I don't listen to non-football podcasts, okay? <laughs> Let's put a finer point. I like up. the Saddleback Sam reference. Yeah, okay. Who, like who is our Saddleback, Who's our saddleback Sam? Sam? Hi. Honestly, I never think about it. Mm. I just figure the people who have the right sense of humor yeah. will will find this. It's pretty diverse, really. I, I think it is. I mean, even age wise. Yeah. We kind of hit all the ages. The the one thing that all of our listeners, like loyal listeners, have in common is not wanting to take church stuff too seriously. We're, they're just not that caught up in all that. And they're just kind of like, I'm done with that. What is, let's, let's have some fun with this. Like, I still yeah. believe in it, but let's have some fun with it. It's this. crazy, too. I was telling these guys, like, I run into students on my campus who listen, not because they took a class. Like, they came to college having listened to the program. And then I run into parents who listen. So that's a pretty wide yeah. net if you're talking about age demographics, yeah. like, completely different eras. And um, it's, it's nice that we can pull, you know, that, that wide of a swath of age, but... Uh, they're letting us have that moment. They're letting us have that moment. It's very nice for us. Any other thoughts on target audience? I mean, I think it's right here. I think it's represented. It is. Yeah. It's this room. And these are the elites. Yeah, well, these, these are, are the tier ones. They're the ones who right? go above and beyond. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're at the top, and uh, everybody You're else is You're a tier one. Than. Come and get some tier one swag. Absolutely. Let's clap it up. Clap it up for the tier ones for yourself. Um, let's go over here. My name is Jason from Burleson, and my question is for Ted, what the cluck? Yeah, Actually, solid. my wife has the question. Never I just always wanted to say that. Yeah, no, solid. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <laughs> okay, so I have two brief questions because I think they're both going to be quickies. Number one, we'd like to make a submission to them weekly. Oh, um, yes. And, and so it's Al Mohler. Oh, okay. Um, Drisky and... Platt. What would we like to see them every day doing? Doing in that in that little photo section and in, in the weekly. I love Correct. this question. Right. You're thinking like an editor, and I like that. It, um, you're really strengthening the content. I appreciate this. I'll send you our submissions guidelines via email <laughs> uh, once we're off the program. Right, so what? So, so is Moeller, Driscoll, and Platt. Platt. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the qu- wait? Clarify what, the question. What, 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 what are they doing, are they doing in, in the, their everyday life? In the montage, yeah, yeah of of the. They are everyday I, people. Can I have a snapshot in my mind people? for Al Mohler right now. Go. And it's Al Mohler in like flannel pajama pants and a and like a terry cloth bathrobe. Yeah. Shuffling <laughs> down to the end of his long tree lined driveway to get his whatever the Louisville newspaper is. Mm. You know, and just the sort standard of like, dispatch. And then, and then Actually, losing his mind because somebody let their dog <laughs> poop on his yard. So like oh. standing there looking at the newspaper and then there's this steaming pile and he's just just out of his mind mad mm. and we get that that's al moeller in my in my mind fairly accurate in my mind al moeller is falling asleep when i met him about 12 <laughs> years ago at a conference featured in the happy rant book by the way exactly tells that story yeah if you, if you like that story and you want to read about it uh at length it's mm. in there all right so driscoll what's driscoll doing in the everyday i think he's palming 20s to his private security guards yeah i like that but it's got to be something scott's daily okay. right it's yes, got to right. be like you know, he's going out of a, of like a nail spa or he's, he's doing yeah, he's tanning. Scottsdale, he's, he's, if you've ever been to Scottsdale, man, I mean, it's, you know what he's doing? It's high endy. Yeah. It's high end. He's, um, he's walking out of his tennis club 
And he's, somebody's opening the door of a black Escalade for him, and he's getting in. Sunglasses, he's just climbing in, right? So it's a what little, kind of sunglasses? It's a slice of life, you know what I mean? Pit, is, it like, is it like vipers. aviators? Are they like wraparounds? <laughs> like white Oakleys? What are we talking about? No, what would Drisky rock? Sunglass wise. I mean, I, I or like the like the Dolce and Gabbana. Ones. I just don't even want to yeah. say it's going to sound smug. Oh uh, yeah, because that ship hasn't sailed. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, the, guy about, has, the guy already has a podcast. What about Platt? Platty. I think Platt's doing deadlifts at his CrossFit gym. Yeah, flipping a tire. You know. Yes, it's um, yes. That's what. It, or like the thing where they drop the tire over the big pole. He's like he's got a tire up over his head. I get the sense vis a vis Platty his lower his back workouts. tattoo. He, he works out hard, but he doesn't enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's joyless. That makes me sad. Let's go on a little existential vis-a-vis the plat photo. But yeah. uh, I love this magazine idea. You're going to be one of our staff writers. You're hired. Uh, let's come get some swag. Let's clap you, it up. You had one more question. question, right? Oh, we got one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so just briefly, I wanted Ronnie to finish a thought that we were talking about as he came down the aisle. We were talking about the place of heydays as you get older. Yeah. That there that it's like he's like, I don't really think in heydays anymore. Uh, and so I was just like, Oh, I just wanted you to finish that thought. That was oh, all good. I don't think in oh, terms well of heydays anymore. Like you're talking like, about that somebody recognized your voice. Forgot him. You're yeah, dude, I think yeah, that's right. Um see I'm so old I forgot the conversation we had twelve <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, so you think right, so when you get older, you're not really thinking in terms of like the good old I mean you are, but it's not like I'm gonna enter into some hate. You're just thinking like what's gonna happen on Monday. Yeah. Right? You're, you're like going day by day. You're thinking, am I going to survive through the week? Am I going to, you know what I mean? Am I going to be able to... You're not to, thinking about the next heyday. Right. You're not thinking of things in terms of eras anymore, right? Because it's like, I, you know, I don't know how... I mean, it's going to get dark here for a second, but like, I don't, yeah, I don't know how much time I have, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a day-to-day, yeah. you know, kind of, a, kind of an Man, existence, that, that's, you know? That poster suits your mood, right? Yeah, I think now. this poster yeah. kind of sums it up for me. Dude, those posters are saving sick. a guy out of the ice and then uh, getting murdered. Are you afterwards? Are you the guy in the ice right now? Like emotionally, you're kind of yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Am I the guy in the ice or the guy saving the guy? You're a little cold who from then, here now. Then gets murdered, right. Yeah. You're no, freezing. I'm, I'm the bystander. Yeah. Okay. Ten feet away, going. I should have saved the guy in the ice. Yeah. I didn't. I feel guilty. You know what? Just and then I get quiet and I just pull back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah. I'm not in a heyday anymore. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I like it. I don't it. think in terms of heyday. I think in terms of payday. Hey. The candy bar. Let's turn this heyday into a payday. I love that ethos. Uh, come get your swag. Day. That was a great question. Let's clap it up. Let's go over here. Hi. I'm Patrick Schrock from northern Wisconsin, and I have a Whoa. question about friendship. It's a long way away. Yeah, it is. It is. I flew in just this afternoon, actually. For real? Yeah. That's Dude. amazing. Dude. Anyway. So your guys' friendship, is it something you guys just fake for the filthy lucre from Dwell? Absolutely. <laughs> or... I hate these guys. <laughs> Dude, when we leave this room, it's three taxi cabs <laughs> going in three different directions. <laughs> Made them book us at three 100. hotels so we wouldn't cross paths at the lobby. Hundred. Uh, <laughs> so if there is something genuine there, yeah, what advice would you have for those of us who struggle with um, – Friendships as we become older guy, older white guys, it's hard to have friendships, it seems, sometimes. <laughs> older white guys. Is it, <laughs> is it the purview of older white guys to, <laughs> to struggle with Not friendship? have any friends. I don't I mean, look around. It makes me sad. Yeah. Um, you missed the panel discussion we had earlier about this, really. That's true. We did talk yeah, about this, bit. didn't we? A little bit. Um, no, it's a good question, though. It's a good, it is, like, yeah. it's a good question, and I want us to do it justice. I mean, I think we did talk about this on the panel. So there's, like, a... A mechanical kind of small scale element to this, wherein 
we are now like in business together, right? So we're we're on a Skype together once a week, and uh, we talk for an hour. And because of that, I talk to these guys more than I talk to a lot of people. So we have this natural overlap in our lives, and we're doing projects together, and we have the book together, and we have things that are sort of tying us together. But then I think we also have things in common, you know, like the the kind of inner ring core tenets of the faith. We share all those things. We may differ on some externals, but like the things that really matter we have in common. So that's pretty big too. And then also like some more peripheral things like sense of humor, we kind of have that in common too. So um, I think we're hitting on a lot of cylinders and I think we have the kind of relationship and we alluded to this in the hallway um, where like we don't have to agree on everything to be really good friends. And it's like, we're not, you know, I'm not coming at your neck if we disagree on like some piece of minutia. Like it just doesn't matter. Like the friendship matters more. So, eh, you know, yeah, the, I think for us, there's that mechanical thing does make things a little bit easier. It would be, in all honesty, it'd be tough to maintain a friendship. If like, if the podcast just ended and we lived in three different places you know, it would be the kind of friend who you text periodically, you keep up with that way, you cross paths at a, at a conference or they come through town, you might grab dinner or something. But the nature of the friendship would change. It's closer because we do talk weekly and you can you can mix in conversation before and after recording. But it's not all mechanized. I mean, there's yeah. there's a genuine friendship. But isn't that the case always like proximity mm-hmm. and circumstance kind of define friendship yeah. in a lot of cases? Like I'm friends with people because I am in the same building with them daily. Yeah. I wouldn't be friends with them if I never had that experience so but there does have to be intentionality you know we there does have to be um there has to be a mutuality you know both both sides have to be like yeah this is this is good i like this this works um gonna need to be another book deal yeah yeah we need to we need to keep getting paid the filthy Um, lucre is nice too (laughs) not gonna lie (laughs) but yeah i think i think uh i think friendship has probably gotten confused by things like social media and Facebook where you feel obliged to be friends with people who you never cross paths with. And you kind of miss out on the simplicity of like, this is my next door neighbor, or this is the guy I work with, or these are people I go to church with who really, those are the best people to be friends with. And you, you should pour more in there. And like Facebook is more just, it's a little bit like the magazine we were joking about where you just kind of see the everyday lives and you're like, Oh, quick snapshot, moving on. Not really friends. That's a person from your past. You know what I mean? And so I think we can, we don't need to be friends outside of, of just kind of what works almost just geographically and circumstantially a lot of times. Yeah. Great question. Come get some swag. Let's clap it up. I saw my lady yawn. So I think we need to go rapid fire through these. So uh, I'm going to ask you to do one additional favor when you step up to the mic. Um, Talk fast. Talk fast and say who the question's directed at. So just pick one of us. And uh, we'll go a little more rapid fire because we could do this all night. Let's go right over here. My name is Blake Marlowe from Forney, Texas. Rapid fire question for everybody. Got your next book deal. Matthew 27, uh, 53. It's the saints that rose with Jesus from the grave. We don't know what happened to them afterwards. Biblical Highlander. Where are they today? Ooh. Think about it. Wow, dude. You're bringing some business to the table. Yes, I we like can talk this. later. I got an agent, car. Wait, yeah. so the ones who rose at... Like, yeah, when, we don't... Okay. Yeah. What and we're supposed to say where they went? We don't know. It, didn't, it doesn't tell us. We just so they guessing? just went to the cities. You can make your own story. I think, I think that's Jerry C. Wilson's next novel. Nicholas Cage. 
You just finished it, actually. Yeah, Jared. I think that's a, that's a book it. proposal for Jared C. Wilson to write the novel about the person who experienced death and then rose again and like where he went. So, well, uh, he listens religiously. A, He'll hear this. That's a Jared. That's a Jared project. If there ever was one, Echo grab some Canyon. swag, baby. Yeah, Come on. it's his next Echo Canyon or whatever. Let's go over here. Quick question for Ted. My name is Garrett from Lubbock. And there's a phrase I've heard you use, Ted, that I feel like there's probably an inside joke or a story behind. Yeah. Included on Gut Check. It's the phrase, dead Garfield eyes. Oh, dead Garfield eyes. I wish we had the tech in this room. I wish we were in the kind of room that had, like, millions of dollars of technology behind us. We well, yeah, do have that yeah. drum cage. We do have the drum cage. So, dead Garfield eyes was in reference to a yearbook photo from when I was at Taylor University and someone found it and like blew it up and sent it to uh, the Gut Check podcast. And my partner on that show, Zachary Bartles, put it on the internet. And it's a picture where like I've got football neck, which is where your neck like it just starts at your ears and goes down to like your <laughs> yeah, deltoids. It's, it's wider than your head. It's wider than your head. Yeah. So I have that. And uh, I've got a real like um, it's almost like a drisky cut on the stubble. Um, and it's real evil looking and it's supposed to make me look scary. And my eyes are like half lidded a la Garfield from the cartoon. Hence the term dead Garfield eyes. Um, and I think the title of that episode was Ted looks into the, the dead eyes of his former self. And, um, that's pretty not much. the happy rant. No, no, sure. that isn't. That's a, it's a that's it's a, a little dark bit, term. It's a little bit like, but you can find that photo. That photo's on the internet. So if you want to do some searching tonight, you can find dead Garfield eyes. It's a time. Come grab some swag. Uh, let's go over here. Last but not least on this side. And then we've got our, our promoter on the other side. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Nate from Houston. And this is for Ted. Uh, <laughs> I remember you saying earlier on the podcast a couple episodes ago that you and KK lived in Lithuania. We did for one year. Um, how formative was that for your marriage? And would you do something like that again? Yeah, it was um, incredibly formative to our marriage. I think for us, so we... We celebrated our second anniversary during that year that we were in Lithuania. So we were very young. We were very new in our marriage. And I think for us, it was really good to be away. And as great as our families are, um, it was just good to be together. And it was good to be problem solving together. It was good to be um, not pulled in so many different directions. And it was good to be kind of walking through a challenging thing together in that we loved it there and we loved the adventure, but it was a hard, it was a hard place to live. Right. It was different. And it challenged us, especially me who had like grown up in a cornfield and never been anywhere. And she had been a lot of places and, you know, she kind of pulled me along and, and helped me through it. But, um, it was awesome. And I, I can say this about KK. She's the world's greatest traveler. There's no travel companion in the world who is as great as her. Um, she thinks about stuff. She calms me down. Um, she, she just like eases the way and, uh, and she's really fun. Like she's an enthusiast, uh, wherever we go, she's reading like every line of copy on the plaque and she knows stuff and she shares it with me. And, um, it's just a fun time. She's a lot of fun to travel with. So it was formative there. It was formative in obviously in terms of like, um, the Lord using it to kind of plant the seed in terms of international adoption, which we would end up doing later. So um, it, it's funny, like when you're young and you do those years and you have like this probably um, skewed vision in your head of what missions looks like, 
And then you go and you come back and you feel like, what really happened? What good did we do? Um, you know, now being old, um, thanks, like, look, thanks for looking yeah, yeah. Thanks for giving me the nod on that one, baby. I'm as I'm, I'm right there with you. One foot in the grave over here, but uh, but now being on that this hearse, hearse. on this side of it, age wise, like it really was a formative year, and the Lord did so much with it, and I would absolutely do it again. Um, it'd be fun to do it again, and I hope we got. I hope we have one more big adventure in us, baby. And uh, I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be your heyday. It'll be my heyday. Yeah. yeah, I need a I need a heyday I can grow old with. And uh, maybe it'll be that. Let's clap it up for that question. Very thoughtful. Thank you. So we've come to the portion of the program where uh, I think it's only appropriate that our event promoter, Ryan Walling, the great Ryan Walling, elite, elite of elites, um, ask the last question and kind of closes the night with it. So, uh, Ryan, you have the floor. Ask anything. So you guys come from various backgrounds, publishing, pastoring, music, sports, a lot of things that you guys have done, and it spreads a lot of different uh, fields of interest. I want to know who is the most famous person in your contacts, and it can't be Papa Pipe, and it can't be any of the three of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question, Ryan Walling. That's why he's the the king of promoters. yeah, who's the who's the most famous person in our respective cell phones? This is fun. This yeah, be- you guys go ahead, and it can't be Jared C. Wilson either, Ron. <laughs> um, Ron, who you got? I mean, I, literally, I, I me. I'm the most famous guy <laughs> on my list, man. Now, I literally, I I got nothing. I have a I have a follow up question to you. Do you keep it that way? Like if, if, if you meet somebody, yeah, if you meet somebody, you notice I didn't you mention you though, too. Yeah, that's you, right. You notice I excluded you from that list. <laughs> exactly. You feel as though they might be more famous than you. Do you delete the contact? Like, yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Beth Moore on the phone. I mean, we already know the answer to it. Yeah. You know, I feel like you're trying to, you're, <laughs> you're hitting me, you know, this thing beats yeah, right here. I know, right? It. This, I know it. This thing feels things right here. I don't want to pick at a scab, but right. um, I, would love, I would love for there to be a day where Again, Beth Moore's in your phone. the only Beth I have in my life is the, you know. The one that really The matters. one I helped create, yes. That's it. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. Okay, we got Beth Moore over here. What do we got here? <laughs> oh, man. Not Beth Moore. Um, Beth, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Beth Martin? Beth Martin, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, spending 15 years in publishing, I end up with, bunch of random contacts he's like qualifying right now Ooh, let's go nice. let's get a couple of guys get direct this is interesting us. yeah former bears defensive end israel adonage solid i yeah. have uh christine kane i don't know who that is um doesn't she's, matter she's Legit. she's friends with beth moore okay um <laughs> you guys love, sign off i love with how christine that's kane. the only okay. way you yeah. have to describe for you <laughs> yes uh um, i know christine she's, she, yeah christine kane's big in like the leadership Scene. Yeah. Uh, John Acuff, does he count for anything? Yeah. In this in this yeah, game, stupid a, things people like about Christians. What was his book? I, stuff I, Christians yeah. like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a nice page. Which for is him. strikingly yeah. close to stupid things people like about Christians. That's but, true. I mean, there was a lot of that in there. We're Just strikingly close to a workshop book that we've written recently. That's right. Um, mine are all mine are all like the real famous ones are probably in sports. So. One would be Jim Kelly, the old quarterback from the Buffalo nice. Bills, is in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't if, have anybody in the Hall of Fame in my. Family. Evander Holyfield, no. former heavyweight oh, champion boxer. Wow, 
I've been to his house. Little you, flex. You guys been texting? Um, like Big T? He's not a great texter. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you got some. Like, you got some. You got some outstanding texts. I put some things out there. I go two or three in a row, and it's crickets. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Evander, come on. How hard is it to just? You're like Evie, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Jim Kelly, Evander Holyfield, Tim Tebow's dad. Which is weird. Wow, we're reaching now. Bob? Bobby? That's like being John Piper's son. It's exactly. not really a big deal. We're reaching. Exactly. Exactly. We're reaching. And, uh, what about a, uh, one particular pastor from father North of, Carolina? Father of an army of children. Formerly from East Lansing. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Formerly a co-writer. That kind formerly, of, a, lot of, a lot of formerlies going on. I know, man. You're hitting me with the formerlies. Um, yeah, still on the phone. Still yeah, I can't remember his name. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I remember his initials. Guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, still in the phone. Still in there. Oh, at least you haven't burned that bridge. <laughs> that hurts, man. That cuts to the quick. Uh, I've burned a few for sure, but I'll tell or you. Or rather, what. he hasn't burned that bridge. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that wasn't that, at you. That street runs both ways, baby. We know that. Um, one bridge I'm not going to burn, and I know this for a fact, is the bridge that goes from this program, this company, to Ryan Walling's company. Mm. Okay. We're going to be doing business together in the future. Um, I'm confident of this because he's the kind of guy that, uh, that we want to be in business with as a show. Um, guys, we're about to wrap our last episode in Hearst. There's a little sadness in my heart. Final thoughts. What's, what's on your heart? Mm. <laughs> what's on my heart? I'm tired, man. Yeah, I'm tired, too. So I don't know if that counts. Let's do this. Let's wrap the program. Then we can have a nice little chit-chat time. We can come down. Uh, I, can I? Well, one yeah. actual thought. That was yeah. the best Q&A we've ever had at a live show with listeners. That was an incredible Not- Q&A. And you guys, yeah, clap it up for yourselves. That's why these are elites. These are cultural elites. Um, I was just thinking through the questions. Mm. There was... There were funny questions, thoughtful questions, personal questions, all of them well articulated. Mennonite poster uh, questions. Shaming, shaming Ted you for be not listening scene? to a podcast questions. I mean, that's, he was here for right. all of it. But they we're okay really, still. They were really yeah. good. Yeah. Question mark. Um, <laughs> we're still okay? <laughs> yeah, voice? yeah, exactly. No, this was great, man. It was a great night, a great audience. Thank you for traveling like some distance to be here. We got people from... Wisconsin and people from across the state and um, Virginia. It, it is all seriousness, all earnestness for a minute. It's really uh, special to keep doing this. We love doing it. It's so much fun. We're super appreciative. Thanks for listening. And until next time. All right, let's get into it. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, we've come to that part of the evening, uh, which we all look forward to the most, which we probably should have started with in retrospect. Um, it's the Q&A. Uh, it's the Q&A live episode. episode. Uh, before we get into it, Pipe, tell us about our sponsors. This episode... Wow, the Happy some, Rant Podcast. <laughs> somebody, somebody's tired. Dude, the king of the promo is a little so tired. Somebody, somebody's getting a little sleepy. Maybe Hi. he needs a little bang. A little Rainbow unicorn. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. These you know cohorts take it out of you. Podcasts take it out of me. <laughs> no. The, uh, our sponsors are Visual Theology. Uh, all of the great swag that you fine folks in the room have seen out there is from them. Uh, Josh Byers there primary artist, their director, their boss man has done all of that. If you go to visualtheology.church, you can see all the resources they have for Bible study, theological study, teaching, training, decorating, etc. And use the code HAPPYRANT to get a 20% discount. Our second sponsor is Thomas Nelson. 
or Tommy Nelson. What were you calling? Was it Tom Nelson? Tom. T. Nell. Tom Nelson. Tom Solid Nelson. Guy. Yeah. Yes. Salt Fl- of the earth. Florid face. Tom Nelson. Give Bibles. me the shirt off his back. The New English translation. <laughs> um, I have said much about it in the previous episodes. I'm not going to now because you guys keep interrupting and Ronnie gets offended because I don't think he knows what original languages are. So go to netbible.com slash podcast. Check out the special Maybe offer they have for you. That's hard. <laughs> preach every week. I know. And yet you still sit over there and be like, why are you looking at me? Yeah, why are you I looking at me? the gospel every week. Wow. Dude, yeah. you know what? You know what's crazy? Um, whenever there's a, like a high-powered publishing executive in the room, I like to reach out to that person and give them some love. Mm. Um, I've done that with Kyle, mm. our editor at Harvest House. Mm. I've not done that with our, our rep from TNLS is here tonight. He is. Uh, mm. Aaron Armstrong. Let's clap it up for a- the a- great Ron. Aaron. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. In the house, making this business deal happen with us. And uh, the dream, the little granule of a dream of this business deal, he made it come to fruition. And uh, we are grateful for him. Also former being here. Uh, former co-host of a podcast with me. I, wow. Well, right. It was his podcast. I was the co-host. Let's just be wow. clear. But was the was the dissolution of that podcast was it difficult for you? I no. Mean, no. It wasn't. Okay. okay. <laughs> but <laughs> also but also not a negative. It just okay. was it was it was a transition in life. Okay. Fair but, enough. No, he was a great co-host. Fair enough. Mm. Breakups are hard. Yeah, goodbyes you know, are sad. Goodbyes are tough. But you I don't know, know you used to do the Art of Pastoring podcast. You know about yeah, know. this. Yeah. Baby, is that thing coming out of the mothballs anytime? Or Boys, we, are I can't we, really. It's called, we, for, it's called For the not Church. not really at freedom to discuss Are that. we knocking the dust off that thing? I'm not at freedom to discuss secret information. <laughs> yeah, because that's electric. Oh, well, I, I, hear, that's I, hear, electric. I hear Jared is still doing the same thing on For the Church, more or less. <laughs> oh, just with, so, the, with oh, a different Ronnie. You hear the same thing. In that you hear just two old pastors talking shop. Two former former pastors, let's be clear. Oh, that's right. So in a sense, what I'm hearing you saying is it's the art of pastoring by someone who doesn't pastor. Oh, snap. So like, yeah. if, if those who can't do teach. I mean, I don't know thing. if this is the you part know? where I got to like fight one of you for my boy Jared C. Oh, you got to defend Jared's honor. I don't know. Dude, it's like, I'm, I'm so confused. He's, he's about to slap you I'm, with a glove There's so or much something. conflict right now Dude, for, it's like, it's for like, a lover, not a fighter. It's like Karate Kid 2 in here. I'm like the guy in the high-waisted pants and the shiny shirt. You what know? does Ralph Macchio do when he doesn't want to fight, but he knows he has to? <laughs> he runs away, uh, and the movie is that much worse for that's it. That's right. He gets, his, he gets his butt kicked by a chain link fence, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, where was the synergy in the first two ups? That's my know, question, man. but I love it. Let's not dwell on you that. You mentioned Cobra okay? Kai, and everybody just gets Let's move pumped. forward. Forward motion is everything. Um, we have two mics. We have two mics positioned... Just strategically, honestly, oh, in, the, in, strategically. The, in the front of the room. I, I can't imagine two mics set up better than that. Think of the you? room in the sense of there's a this side and a that side, yeah. and each side has a mic. Yeah. I don't want to put too fine a point I mean, on sometimes it. I have dreams, and I think this is exactly how I would set up those microphones. It's a beautiful too. room. Yeah, and nice job setting up the mics, too. Yeah. But um, here's the deal. We're going to open it up. So if you want to come down, ask a question, uh, fire away. We got. Are you, are you ready? Dude, yeah, look, this guy wants it. a Bible. Oh, he do, this guy yeah. wants to read the Word of God. He loves some original <laughs> Absolutely, languages. Absolutely, dude. This guy owns a few books, too, man. He does, man. I can tell by looking Thank at him. Thank you. I saw this gentleman yeah. on the sidewalk today. I was going to ask you. Yeah. So <laughs> I know it. I love it. Did you enjoy your omelet this morning? Today? I did enjoy the omelet. What I enjoyed more than the omelet, though, was the celebrity moment that you gave me. And it, here's the thing. My lady and I have been together 26 years, and, and she's so supportive of all the crap that I do. Um, but it's hard to impress her, right? And, you know, I'm still 26 years in. I'm looking for ways to impress her. When you came up to me on the street and you said, are you Ted Cluck from the Happy Rant? And then you snuck me a 20. I, yeah. I, 
I, I walked a little taller after that. I could sense that she was impressed. So thank you for that moment. I appreciate That's it. A text. Yeah, you're hundred dollars right poor, but man, but you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Checks in the mail, buddy. Um, no, fire away. What do you got, man? Kevin from Tampa, Florida. I think you you like Kev. it. We, yeah. Clap it up for Kev. Clap it up Thank for Florida, man. You. Thank you. Tough to go so, first, yeah. Kev. So this, you know, it'll require some vulnerability. Um, I know you guys little are capable voice. of that. Yeah. yeah. little fee voice. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. If you could just walk us through maybe like a regrettable cultural choice, either, you know, in the church or maybe a fashion decision from your past. <laughs> um, yeah. We just we want to can we walk you. through somebody else's? <laughs> you yeah. could do that too, but <laughs> don't look around. I mean, I so I'm, I'm at I'm at a loss. Regrettable, <laughs> yeah. You've never made a mistake, baby. I love the humility. Never made a fashion mistake. That's really going to help you connect with your audience, except for those <laughs> ten years between the ages of sixteen and twenty six. But yeah. no, you start pipe. Oh, it doesn't have to be fashion. Decisions. It could be like cultural. Yeah. You know, I've never had a great sense of fashion, so it's hard to regret much. It's just sort of. You know, boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I regret most of what happened between the ages of like 18 and 23. Mm-hmm. I don't I know just, why those are such banner years, man. I was, man. Well, let's put it this way. It's a, it is a semi-annual thing based on no part of the calendar where I think I ought to apologize to everybody I went to college with. Mm. <laughs> just for my very existence. Uh-huh. Everybody who crossed paths with me, I'm like, I, I am sorry for who I was and how I was and what I was and that I was. Do like just, two sentences on your college persona. What, in a nutshell, what did it look like? Uh, cage stage Calvinist mm-hmm. meets aggressively competitive former high school athlete who regrets <laughs> not being a current athlete. You just described two thirds of the union student body. That sounds Shout lovely. I know. See, <laughs> see, you you now all dislike me during that era of my life because of that description. Thus, the exactly. need to apologize. No, that's great. Man. Yeah, I like the apology. I think my regrettable moment, similar to that, was not college, but it was like early publishing career. Me. Um, my ego was huge. I was looking for a lot of approval. I was kind of doing the early social media, just casting about, dangling little hooks in the water, looking for approval from people all the live long day. And it was, it was a gross look for me. It was a gross way to live. Um, I didn't like it. It didn't bring me any joy. And it probably didn't make me a great person to be around. So apologies to all the people in my life during, during that era. Um, Fashion-wise, anything come to mind fashion-wise, baby? Probably like early college me. Like a lot of tight t-shirts, subtext, I lift weights, you know. Um, Schmedium, Ted. Yeah, Schmedium. A lot of baby gap, you know, baby gap kind of look on the, on the t-shirts <laughs> there. But, um, you know, okay, would like to have some of those back. But anything for you, baby, regrets culturally fashion-wise? Baby, I have a question for you, man. Go. When, when did you, that whole publishing thing, would you say that? That started its downward slide when we had that meeting with, with, with Zonda. Gosh, that pitch meeting was electric. You could, you could cut that excitement with a I'm knife. I'm so tired of hearing about that pitch <laughs> No, nah, man. I mean, it, 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 just, it just went downhill. I think whenever you make yourself like the thing that you gaze at the most, it just goes downhill. Um, mm. And it's bad. So that was a good question, man. Thanks, Kev. We need to uh, get an answer from that end. Well, so I actually do have some... Some fashion regrets, quite okay. a few. Ooh, quite a few. So back in the day, when I was when I was making records for the thing mm-hmm. that I did, right, and they 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 used to do these things called videos. Uh-huh. And um, never and they, heard of it. Describe those. Well, plays. they used they used to do these things called videos for songs that you would write and mm-hmm. sing and record. Mm-hmm. 
And then they would put them out to mass audiences on these things called VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, it'd be like, yeah, let's do these crazy things. Let's go down on a tape. And little did you know that in four short years, there was going to be <laughs> this thing called the Internet. Oh, tough. And it was going to live on oh, that's forever. Hard. Yeah. You know, that's there we hard. go. Yeah. I, I, Kevin needs one of these Bibles for asking an awesome he does. question. it up for so. Kev one more time. Big Kev. Our guy. All right, let's go to this side of the room. Hey, guys, Nathan from Columbus, Ohio. Shout out the Ohio State University. Oh, uh, Nate, yeah. that's tough. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you got one clap, one lady yeah, back there. Clap for you. Thanks. It's your mom, probably. It's, but, you know, it's, it's rare. Lady. I'm an Ohio transplant, so I... Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Alabama. Like, you said roll tide, and it hurt. You know? <laughs> no, it's good. Fire away, baby. What do you All got? right, so uh, this... Um, Growing up in like 80s, 90s, you remember sitting in the restaurants and that you'd be in the non-smoking section because you're a Christian and um, (laughs) a Christian with a mom. That's right. That's right. And um, and then just you would get a waft of that that smoke. Mm. And that's how my wife listens to the happier aunt. Uh, We're the waft of smoke. You are are the the second hand smoke. We're the contact high. Yeah. 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 And I know you I know it's important that you were to uh, you sold out and and that's great. But the request that my wife has is can we change and maybe Maybe others have. Can we change the intro music back? Oh. Yeah, we dude. were discussing this at dinner. Yeah, let's clap it up for that. That's good. This is this is a worthy question. Your wife is spot on. Maybe give this to her. But um, yeah, so we had a we had a high level podcast business meeting uh, at dinner right before this show, and that was one of the agenda items. So mm-hmm. we were writing on glass, doing some PowerPoint presentations about the intro. It was music. actually our own Josh Byers who brought it up. I know Josh has a feel. Controversy. Dude, Josh has the awareness. He's, he has a bit of a feel. I, for I'd say he's kind of moved into like sitting on the board of directors at this mm, point. He's, yeah, he's, he's, in that, he's he's sort of in that yeah. position. He's chair of the board, podcast. and we listen to Josh. When Josh speaks, we listen. Well, he that, doesn't, is a, that is a privilege. He doesn't position. speak often, yeah. but when he does, yeah. you know. Let, let me just say this. Um, I think it's a pretty good bet that you might get the old intro music back, or you might get something new that we do. Mm. as a group i'm just gonna leave it right there Mm. so it's a bit of a cliffhanger but um thank you for liking the old music we feel the same way uh let's go over here hey guys brian from jeffersonville anybody jeff no let's clap it up for brian because that was a sad response let's clap it up for brian (laughs) you know what he went for it with the jeffersonville and i I love the enthusiasm tilt that mic up a little bit There you go. Or lean down. Not used to being so short. So yeah, yeah. yeah this it's, is radio. It's set up. It's set up for not talking. My, my my lovely wife is five foot, so I, I it's mm, perfect great. for her. Anyway, um, she could ask the question. She could. She'd do yeah. better actually. Um, Brian, same here, man. It's all the five foot wives right here. Boom. Um, yeah. Question though is in, in in pastoral ministry or professorship, mm-hmm. what is one mistake that you've made? If you feel like sharing, how did you learn from it? Isn't it still shaping you to this day? That's good. Um, let's just start here. Start with you, Pat. Uh, sorry. I'm pulling a Ronnie over here. I yeah. don't know. I, you always have like seven of these things keyed up. <laughs> seven mistakes that I made keyed up? I've actually um, got one. Okay, if, you, if you, you need a Yeah, you go, go first. I'm sure I have plenty. I just need to think on it. <laughs> yeah, and this one's yeah. a bit sad as well. Um, I, I'm a thin-skinned person, right? So if I get like 99 positive reviews of a class and one like even remotely negative review... I will perseverate over it and obsess and like fear of man is a, is a thing for me. So, uh, I tend to want to be a people pleaser. I tend to fear man in the sense of, you know, critiques. So I, 
I'd like to say I've gotten better at that. I think there was one year like early in the teaching career where it was really tough and I just, it almost felt demonic. Like I couldn't shake it. And, um, you know, KK was, was faithful to pray with me and for me. And, um, the Lord's kind of eased, eased the way on that one. But, uh, it's something I'll always deal with. You know, I think I'll always kind of fear the reactions of others, but, um, hopefully I can, I can grow in it, get a little more thick skin. Pipe, you got one dialed up? Uh, not a specific thing in terms of like an instance, but I would venture to say it is the opposite of what you just said. Okay. In that, uh, I frankly don't care enough about what people think. I would love to live like that. That seems amazing. Can you imagine that? That seems so good. Yeah. We should maybe split the difference. Yeah. So having thick skin (laughs) is good, but it, you know, what's the difference between that and being calloused? Yeah. And just sort of freight training through and being like, yeah, but this is the right way to do things. And just kind of it. I have to work very hard to take other people's feelings into account as opposed to just doing what I think is the best way to do things. And it, yeah, thankfully throughout my life, given what I, my answer about being a total jerk at 18 to my 20s, I'm well versed in apologizing. Mm-hmm. So that that comes in handy going back and apologizing for the times that I kind of freight train through things. Yeah, that's good, man. Baby? Mm. Oh, are we still doing this one? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to participate. No, I think for me it's You uh, are getting a full paycheck. I'm yeah, just and making I know, you work I know, for I know. it a I'm little bit. I'm trying to earn my, my my pay here. Yeah. No, I think the thing for me in pastoral ministry has been um I think it's been this idea, kind of like pipe. It's more of a gen, it's more of a gener, general thing where I think uh, going too going too fast in the sense that I think I see people at a certain point in their life, you know, people in the congregation, and you you have, I have the tendency to kind of think, oh man, I'm not. That's it. You know, there's there's no change. There's not going to be any change. Mm-hmm. There's there's you know, this is what we got. There's mm-hmm. no sanctification. Mm-hmm. And just wanting to get people to a place much quicker than God does, you mm. know. And God doesn't. God typically works slow, and um, and we know that's true because we see it all through Scripture, right? And we see it in our own lives. And so, just learning to have that kind of patient slowness um, with people that God has with me, and and then being able to have the, you know enough compassion on myself that God has on me for how how slow yeah. I grow through things because it's yeah. it's been painful and but when i pl- but when i forget to apply that to other people yeah um it just causes dissonance you know in a sense yeah so that's been that's been painful and i'm and i'm i'm growing at it incrementally you know but not you know ironically not i'm not growing at growing at it fast as enough. fast as you would like right, to exactly. yeah yeah no for sure that's well said big bry let's uh let's clap it up going home with a nice tom nelson bible yeah love to see it tommy all right who's next let's go over here Hey, uh, Danny from College Station, Texas. So Paul tells us in scripture to greet one another with a holy kiss. Mm-hmm. My question is, within the T4G tribe, <laughs> who are you greeting with a holy kiss and who are you not greeting with a holy kiss and Danny. why? Question. Danny, you did it. You have, went there. All right. So in true Christian kid, I grew up in youth group. Uh, where are the lines? Like, what lines are we not allowed to cross with this holy kiss? Oh, y'all, y'all oh, set those. It's your pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, how far can you go? Like, open mouth? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like is it, does it count as kissing if there's yeah, no yeah, tongue? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, we're reformed guys. We need definitions and boundaries. Yeah. You know? I need, like, five points Let's of a kiss Let's put a fence here. around this yeah. thing. 
Yeah, a systematic a systematic definition of kissing. Yeah, that's uh, that's such an intriguing thought provoking. Right Let me open my though. Wayne Grudem's. <laughs> Would you kiss Wayne? Also, we're really avoiding answering this Wayne? question. Fountains oh. of Wayne Grudem. All right, wait. So who it? And then what are the parameters on who we get to pick from? T for G tribe. You can even go oh, TGC. Okay. Yeah. So just the, yeah. you kiss? the so reformed you with the universe. Also, Ronnie Paul is a guy who wrote like half the New Testament in um, Greek. Yeah, I don't want to say I was know wondering who Paul that. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there oh, we go. Yeah, hey. very nice resource. Oh. Big Bry's always Brian off. We're feeling like Thomas angry reformed room already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, we're pushing you on who Paul yeah, is. We're it's, so it's angry. Really mean. We're Calvinist. such bad guys. Real you know? meanie yeah, Calvinists. Yeah, yeah such meanies. No, we're. Really adeptly not answering that question, though. Yeah. Um, Who you would greet with a holy kiss in the T4G universe? Um, I gave Noel Heikinen, um a, a robust hug. Yeah. Our, our cheeks may have touched. Your beards collided. Yeah, they collided. It was beard on beard I contact. I think that counts. Yeah. It was, was it Velcro-y? It was Velcro-y. I'm going to count that. You're going to have to repent of it that a little bit legit. later. That was legit. Yeah. I think that was legit. I think it was. I'm going to roll with that, man. I'm, I'm going to go like Paul Tripp, but maybe the mustache might be an issue, you know? <laughs> like you're navigating around that thing. You're thinking about it. <laughs> like it's in your head, you know? You don't want to be thinking about it in that moment. Like you what would you do up. if you just saw PT right there and he like moved in towards you? Like what would that moment well, look dude, like PT, for you? Well, dude, PT, I think PT's career arc is one that we would enjoy having, right? Like he's kind of aged into this like oh man, old hipster, old sage wisdom guy. Like I think he's a he's done the getting old thing really well in terms of kind of being like a like a cozy, lovable old white guy. He's done being an old white guy well. Like there aren't a lot of old white guys that anyone like likes, likes or gives yeah. a crap about. So <laughs> shout out PT for doing. Do you that. think PT would like get in and do the che- like you know get his mustache close to your cheek? I don't I think know. He'd how go that right works. in there, dude. What I do. I think he just kind of maybe, and maybe I'm like giving myself too much credit. I think maybe I'd have to slow him down a little bit. Like, hey, <laughs> I, I would have to say that thing that people say, like, like, hey, I don't want to ruin it by going too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just like you, you respect me a little bit. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I can just see you kind of move, like kind yeah. of shot, like, like whoa, whoa, PT. yeah, whoa. PT. I mean, wait, I didn't, PT. I didn't know we were doing. You're saying PT like yeah. rapidly, like 86 yeah, PT, times. PT, PT, like, PT. I didn't realize we were doing that. Yeah, right. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got one? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not to sound accidentally incestuous, but like my dad's in this crowd and like he go. used to kiss me goodnight all the time. That's pretty oh, holy. Come on. Nah, that Wait, works. you did Velcro beard over here. That's you That's cheated. True. I'm not related to Neil Heikinen, man. I, I did you know. some weird stuff. Okay, with Paul Trip, Trip, it's know. a perk that comes with my last name. Congratulations yeah. to me. I mean, you're allowed no, like to kiss that. your dad, Pipe. What if, what if, <laughs> what if Ronald or I kissed your dad? How would that go over with him? There's only one way to find out, isn't yeah, there? I know, dude. Dude, is John is Johnny P a kiss? I mean, would he is Gosh, he dang it. would he be a kisser? Would he? I, <laughs> that's a great question, baby. As I, unless you define that real clearly, I'm. I don't know how answering. much clearly I, more clearly I can say. Not, that. no, he's not going to kiss you. Would he kiss you right now if he walked into the room? Like on the cheek, sure. He would. Yeah, he oh, would. Yeah. That's how he would respond to you. His flesh. Given and the conversation, blood. I don't yeah. think he would hesitate. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's all heart, man. He's all heart. Yeah, I know. Man. Let's clap it up for Johnny P. Johnny Let's P. clap it up for Danny in that question. Dude, that was a scorcher. He came oh, out. Oh man, he was just throwing heaters oh, was, right out of the pit. I love it. I love it. Let's go over here. My name is Andrew Johnson. I am from one of those little churches uh, you were mentioning earlier. 
Uh, uh, way out in South Dakota. So in nice. South Dakota. Yeah. Is that where they have like the, Is that where they like carved out the? Uh, yes, the uh, an yeah. hour south of there, actually. All right. Yeah. So, the presidents. Yes. Yep. Oh, at least we think they were. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that that little thing. Almost yeah. a doctor, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, it's it's a lot to think about. You guys want me to preach facts or <laughs> you want me to preach the gospel? What's your question, yeah, that's Andrew? Right. Little history lesson there from Dr. Ron Martin. You guys want information or, wait for it, transformation question, Andrew. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can see there's tension at the table tonight. Mm. Um, and so it with a knife. This question was actually inspired by Ted Kluck's wonderful love song a few, uh, a while ago. Caution to the Wind by Shea Yes, Vu. yes, yeah. it was great. Yeah, let's clap it up for Shea Vu. Big. Soon to be pheasant. <laughs> I was wondering if you guys would maybe try another collab thing where you guys could get together. Since you guys are always struggling with your relationship with Ronnie versus Jared C. Wilson's yeah, I know. relationship with Ronnie. I struggle with that. And since music <laughs> is best formed uh, through adversity, if yeah. you guys could write a song together about your relationship. About and Jared maybe... stealing my friend from me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good song, actually. I think, I think that has the... Like, Andrew, first off, let me just say, that is uh, your name. He, that's my favorite president. All right? Mm. Just to show you that I know some facts. That's big. Though. Is Andrew Wilson a president? Andrew Wilson. <laughs> Andrew Johnson, um, yes. <laughs> no, or, but or, is he he... That, or is he that like pastor from the UK? I bet he could have been. Who's like you know, tweets I read. I don't make know. make a fine president. Wait, wait, Andrew, isn't Andrew Wilson a president? Are you looking no. it up right now, Pipe? Do you not no. know? I'm no. not looking it up. Oh, and, I'm, Andrew I'm Johnson was a president right after Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I thought yeah. Andrew Wilson was a president. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Thank I don't you. know anywhere that Paul said I need to know U.S. history to preach the gospel. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember reading that anywhere in. Andrew, thank you for bearing with him, and I, I am going to make him answer the question. Okay, okay we're going to get there. Well, the question was, would we write a song, right? Yeah. Right now, about about the kind of fraught relational dynamics between <laughs> the kind of li- love triangle between this podcast, the love quadrant. I mean, I don't know how Piper writes a song, um, since he's a self-professed not songwriter. Mm-hmm. But um, so, how do you? How do you? How do you how do how do you suggest we, we get yeah, there? creatively? How do we move forward? Yeah, I, get us unstuck. We're stuck. Yeah, right we're now. very stuck. Yeah. He needs inspiration. <laughs> well, I think part of it is uh, since Ronnie is the one who feels aloof from the other two, sometimes mm. I feel like you're projecting now. Andrew. No, I think he's 100 percent right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We also I remember feel like ever he's aloof. saying that. Do you feel like Andrew feels aloof from us? I feel like Andrew might yeah. be feeling aloof. <laughs> uh-huh. If you guys want to bring me in on a song, I wouldn't mind, I guess. Andrew, would you like to have the seat? <laughs> Andrew, yeah. Andrew, he's gunning for your job, He's baby. gunning. Yeah. But we don't, do, we don't do guests. He wants some of that happy So you're either all the way in or you're no the way in. Uh-huh. That's how it works. Andrew, works let, me, let me throw the question back to you. Let me ask, what's your, like your music persona? Are you like the guitar player with Mystique? Are you the charismatic front man? What are we looking at? I'm you. more of the charismatic front man. I like to raise my hand a little bit. Whoa. Oh, that kind of charismatic. Easy. Yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. Easy. You remember what kind of church we're in right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, man, that, that definitely has legs. We would, we would like to collaborate with you on a song. I think that could help us. That could kind of be therapeutic. It could help us move forward. Okay. Yeah. In our relationship. <laughs> okay. In our fractured relationship. Okay, yeah. Put it back together one song at a time. One song you at know? a time. I'm like just a the concept. one that has to write the song. Next a concept question. record. Yeah. yeah. Next question. I'm the one that has to do all the work. All right, who's yeah, next? As usual. Ryan, get up here, big fella. Ryan Walling from a random church in Dallas Fort Worth. A huge uh, church. The home of the Hearst Hearses. The Hearst Hearses, that's right. Church. There are no small churches Hearst. in Texas, though, are there? A big base church. Let's yeah. clap it up for Ryan and his huge church. Ryan Walling, event promoter. Had us 
down not too long ago. Yeah, most recent host had, of a lot. I had of to come and see, you know, am I the still the top table. of the hosting chart? Like, am oh, I you're, still... You're you know, Apex, man. You're on okay. that Rushmore all by yourself. All right. There's just right. four Ryan Wallings up there. Four presidents. That's right. That's right. Different profiles. Four you know. CEOs. Yeah. Oh, snap. That was a statement. So in an earlier episode, uh, Barnabas, you mentioned uh, knowing God and how profound that was for so many people. Um, I would love, obviously y'all can mix this up. I would love to know a book that was really transformative for you, mm-hmm. Ted, a mm-hmm. movie that okay. was really transformative for you, and mm-hmm. Ronnie, an album or a song that was really transformative so book, for you. book, movie, album. Obviously, okay. it's your podcast. You yeah, can switch yeah, yeah. that up if you want to. No, no, I like it. I feel like that fits in your yeah. persona. No, that's good. That's really good. Um, hmm. Let's see who wants to go first. All right, so I'll go first. You got one dialed for a change. Yeah, go yeah. for it. No, this is great. So this is, me. this is very not yeah. aloof. Yeah, we're guys, I, I like to surprise occasionally. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, full of surprises. Full of surprises. So for me, man, it was "No Compromise" by Keith Green. That's the first record I remember hearing by my mom, Lorraine Martin, classic old school 1940s name, as you would have if you were born in that decade. And um, I remember hearing that record, and that was the moment where it's like. I want to be that curly-haired, bearded dude. Mm. You know, I did not become that curly-haired, bearded dude. Although I did have curly hair when I was younger. And when my hair gets longer, it gets curly. Mm. So I was that curly-haired, bearded dude. <laughs> so and shortly afterwards, my parents bought me a piano. That's what stood out to you about that album? <laughs> and I just tried to write songs. I, yeah, I, I just, hair like I just tried to write songs like Keith Green. What a profound experience. I just no. tried to write songs like Keith Green. Yeah, no, you that's know? good. It's um, a great so, album. So on my honeymoon... Keith was a bit of a weirdo. Go on. Ted. Yes. Yeah, no, I was going to talk about a movie that was profound. Uh, 1996, December. I had just married KK. We were on our honeymoon, and uh, we watched the movie Jerry Maguire, which had just come out. And it was kind of like a paradigm. And you paradigm. haven't stopped quoting it since. And we haven't stopped <laughs> quoting it since. But it was kind of a paradigm-shifting sports movie. So as someone who like endeavored to write movies, but also endeavored to write books and think about sports in a different way. And also as someone who would just be starting this lifelong journey of trying to get my wife to understand football um, and, and understand like the grip that it has on my heart and why I love it so much and why I like playing. And she cried during the movie. Like she cried because the, the football stuff was so violent and it was so important to Rod and to Jerry. And I feel like that was day one of us trying to understand the sport together, but it was really joyful And it was a reminder of like when we experience a movie together, it's an exercise in conversation, right? It's an exercise in enjoyment of each other, enjoyment of the movie. And um, we've been talking about movies for 26 years since. Uh, So Jerry Maguire for me. I'm going to let you enjoy this moment. It's a nice moment for you. I'm going to let you have it. And he takes a swig from the plastic water and he's eating the sandwich and he he waves goodbye like that. Bob Sugar is who we're talking about. Um, Um. I'm, I'm going to name three because because they did three three distinct different things. So the first is the book Friday Night Lights. Oh, dude, um, I love that book which, so much. So I read, I think my freshman year in college or senior year in high school. So I played high school football, loved high school football. Sports always played a huge role in my life. That was a book that showed me that good, great writing about sports tells a story about people. Mm-hmm. And it completely transformed my understanding of like the role sports play in my own life as well as as a, as a writer, as a reader, as you know, kind of sports is almost a like a historical time capsule, sociological study, beautiful narrative, all of that. The second is The Brothers K by David James Duncan, um, which was the first 
secular novel I can remember reading and going, oh, this is what it means to write truth in a, in a story that's not a Christian novel. You mm-hmm. know, like this isn't Frank Peretti, yeah. which I'm not even sure if that would be considered truth in any sense. But besides <laughs> the point. <clears throat> yeah, we're Christian. <laughs> Um, but so it, just the the Frankie. the so, profound uh, depiction <laughs> of human life, human pain, relationships, not remotely Christian, but just looking at it and going, oh, this he understands the reality of life, and is a profoundly good writer. And the third one is uh, Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning, which um, I think if I had read it at a different time in life, it probably would have been a good book. But it is, it is a rare book that a person who is in the midst of something spiritually dry or just at, at rock bottom can read and see. It just, it's like the scene in Goodwill Hunting where he keeps saying it's not your fault mm. until, until uh, Matt Damon's character breaks. Mm. That's sort of the effect of that book if, if read at the right time. Nice. Mm. I got a quick book one. Mine was Future Grace by your dad. I haven't um, read it. No, nah, it's really, really good. Came to me in a rough patch of life, rough patch of marriage and sin and all, all kinds of that stuff. But it was, uh, it was very helpful for me. So shout out your dad. Let's go, uh, let's go over here. Hey, my name's Dustin from Huntington, West Virginia. All right, Dustin. What up? Let's go, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so my question is for all three of you. And a couple episodes ago, you guys kind of waffled on the question of which <laughs> celebrity, celebrity evangelical you would slap. Oh, yeah. And I so remember waffling on that. I've thought a lot yeah. about that since, since then. I'm wondering if we could modify it slightly for our live audience. Yeah. Which celebrity evangelical, you know, pastor or whatever, do you think would be most likely to want to slap you? Oh. <laughs> Man, Dustin, let's clap it up for Dustin. That's a great question. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Jared C. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> that, could, that could happen tonight. I mean, the night's still young. We'll, we'll see how He's going to pull a Will Smith right now. Oh, I love it. I love it. Who would be oh, wait, most likely to want to slap us? Mm. And we did waffle. You're right. Uh, I, I take that. I own it. Um, who do you think, Pipe? Oh, let's see. Who have we, who have we gone after? I mean, Furtick? Big, big sweaty Ferdy? It depends on if he's cycling on or off steroids at any given right. time. Um, he's a, he's mid anadrol fifty cycle. Yeah. You know, that. I think. I mean, Driscoll comes to mind fastest. A because I mean he's probably the most likely to slap anybody. Um, just fly off the handle, and I don't know that we've made fun of any celebrity Christian as much as him over the course of the eight years of this podcast. I got to get something off my chest. You actually like Driscoll? I actually kind of like Driscoll. There it is. I said We're going my there piece. Again. We're doing All right. Again. Well, I know the yeah. answer of who I want to slap now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. there's, the, there's the answer to that question. Everyone wants to slap me now. Um, I don't know. You know, there's who. So Drisky, Drisky probably would want to slap. Us. Yeah, I think he. I think he probably. Drisky, would. good fighter. And well, he's, he's for all the bluster and bravado. He's real he's sensitive fighter. too. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. take criticism well, and we, mm-hmm. you know, we've occasionally, maybe, possibly criticized him From a little bit. From time to time, it's been a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Who else? Anyone else on the uh, who needs a target? Us? It's been a long time. So we got Ferdy Drisky. We need a third, and then we're going to decide who's fighting who. Um, <laughs> who's third? Beth Moore. Um, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're Beth fans. That's going to. Oh, you're a big Beth fan, baby. I, I know. Mean, I would be. A, 
You're looking for. I'd that be retweet. a bigger Beth fan yeah, if I yeah, yeah, shot. I know you yeah, would. I, I know you would. Yeah, I'd be on. Um, hmm. Who would be third on the bandwagon? I mean, Eric Metaxas likes throwing sucker punches. All right, let's so so okay. So, Metaxi, Drisky, and uh, who's the third guy? Ferdick. Ferdy. Who's fighting who? I feel like I'm taking Ferdy because he's the biggest. He's a and, little dude. He's muscular. Oh, but he's, he yeah, he's not very tall. I have no he's, concept he's of how big, big these people are. No, but, uh, Dr- Driscoll's built like a fire hydrant. Like, yeah? that's, he's yours. All right, I'll you, take Driscoll. You can have him. Yeah. But, I feel like, I feel like the CrossFit like guys would be fun to fight, though. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that might be sort of like a slap fight but or a tickle loves fight Mark, or something. So that wouldn't be yeah. a fight. You I, guys, I do. We would just talk about how. You talk about real marriage. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, <laughs> how much I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I want to see Ronnie fight Metaxas while Metaxas is wearing that stupid bow tie outfit. That'd be just like, that'd be a battle of like pompadours. It'd just be their hair like waving at each other. Two magnificent gray-haired men it's, just like. It's like one, their, of those, like one of those videos of bighorn sheep like smashing their yeah. heads together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how yeah. I like to think of it. Make them, yeah, like two rams in the wild. Yeah. You know, so that leaves me with Ferdick. That leaves I'd you. I beat him with a microphone. I feel like you would. I feel like a handheld you would. microphone. Yeah, and that's nice. good, Dustin. That that was good work by you. Let's go. Uh, let's go over here. All right, I am Tim from Tampa, Florida. Tim, um, Timmy. So as a new yeah, newer, some Timmy fans out in the crowd. <laughs> Or Tampa yeah. fans. As a it's newer uh, Happy Rant podcast listener, uh, earlier in the show, we started with kind of like a social media trend, like mm-hmm. how do you say you're this without saying you're this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to know. We talked a lot about Jared C. Wilson. Mm-hmm. So what does the C and Jared C. Wilson stand for? Wrong answers only. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. I see what you did there, Timmy. Mm. Um, you know what's crazy is I actually, actually you, have no idea. Do you no not idea. know what it stands for? I literally <laughs> have no <laughs> idea what this dude. I think pipe. I think we need to call the producer, dial up the breaking news jingle, yeah. and we may we may need to get an answer to this on the program. Yeah. Do it, man. Should we do it? It's yeah, roll it in. up. All right, let me let me dial it up. Here we go. We got a little breaking news, baby. Uh, at Jared C. Wilson is in the room tonight. Let's clap it up for at Jared C. We got a real live celebrity, a real live living, breathing publishing superstar in the room. Baby, what's the C stand for? Oh, dude, Koi? I like that. Doggone it. What does it stand for? Koi, Koi. which is really cool. Wait, I wanted it to I be like, like, play, like, like playing it Koi. Oh, yeah. Koi. I wanted it to be like Koi fish. Like oh, that's C-O-Y? with a K. C-O-Y. That's with a K. Never mind. Well, I think it's cool. I've never I don't know where you're at name. on it, but I, th- I think it actually is really cool. Maybe when I get my degree, I will have heard of that name. I wanted it to be something I, think I could make I that's a wrong answer. I think he's going with the wrong answer. I think he's going with the wrong answer. Because anybody with the middle name, with the middle initial of C, is obviously named like Charles. Carl. I've got another question for Jared. Yeah. This this relates to college. Um, College. Where'd you go to college? Where'd you do undergrad? MTSU. So when you were in college, I feel like a college persona thing for, for a certain kind of person is like going by your middle name for a semester. Like you would, you would sort of disregard Jared and you would go by Coy Wilson for a semester. Is this a thing that you did? No? <laughs> All right. I would have tried it. I probably Boys, we're getting kicked... dangerously close to having a guest on the show. I would have I kicked the tires on that. Especially because um, nobody can hear his answers. All this right. is great. What was the original question? I forgot. Wrong answers only Wrong for answers the C. Only. I'm uh, going chauvinist. That starts with a C. <laughs> C-H. I was going to yeah. go Calvinist, so right in the same vein. Jared Calvinist, Jared Chauvinist. What do you got, baby? Wrong answers only. I was going to go with Coy, actually. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh. There we go. Uh, all right. Let's go over here. Next question. Jared, is it really coy? 
I feel like he's coying us. He's being he's coy. He's playing right? coy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Stephen Robertson from Sharon, Tennessee, just north of Jackson. Yes, let's go, dude. A West Tennessee guy. I love That's it. That's right. Um, yeah. So who are you going to first for blurbs for Violent Grace and Pro Attraction? Violent Grace, Pro Attraction, good memory. We got a, we got a future publishing exec in the house. Um, that's an acquisitions guy. He's got that written all over him. Where are we going first for blurbs? Let's do Violent Grace. Let's just go real quick on that. VG. Yeah, what do you uh-huh. think? Because um, it's going uh, to be clutch who we get for. I know, I, mean, some, I know some boxers. I feel like I should reach out to Mike Tyson. You think we should go sports with this? Well, it's got the word violent in it. Yeah, that's true. So, you know. I think the answer is Shane Claiborne. Oh, snap. Dude, is he still a thing? He's still. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I don't he's like he Mr. Pacifist. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That would be a zag on the, on the violent grace. Um, who else we got? Um, what was the second title? <laughs> Yours? Pro Attraction. Pro Attraction. Pro Attraction. Who, are we go- who are we going to for that? I feel like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You know what I mean? We're going <laughs> Do- like Doctor, 90s rom-com. Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, I want to get like Jamie Ivey, you know, for pro attraction. I don't know who that is. Who's Jamie Ivey? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Who is it? I don't, I don't know. The name. I, don't, I just see, I've seen her name. Okay. She like does a bunch of podcasts. Oh, okay. Annie F. Downs? I don't know. Who's Annie F. Downs? I don't know. She, I mean, I know the name, but like, what has she done? She did a podcast that like KK listened to for a hot minute. Oh, all right. I feel like I would hear her voice in the house. KK, have you heard of Jamie Ivey? No. I've We're been on Jamie know. Ivey's podcast. You really? have? Yes. Dude, Piper, subtle I love flash. how he's just sitting I, over there I, all, dude, all he's coy. Dude, he's sitting all like quiet and coy. It's just fun listening to you guys figure this out. I've also been on Annie F. Downs' podcast. So. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Now dude, I feel like flex. someone's just trying to brag. Right? Yeah, we, a, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lead with this. But right. We've wandered yeah. to and fro. Yeah, yeah. You might be until, until next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been sitting on Thanks for keeping up with my career, guys. Oh, my gosh. I mean, try to keep up. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we're not curious enough. I love it. We got one over here. <laughs> Fire away. Hey, I'm Andrew. I'm from here in Louisville. And I feel like happy this is This is New Albany. Yeah, well. Yeah. No, Louisville's a, a good town you got here, Andrew. Yeah, we thanks. like it. Uh, I feel like Happy Rant Sports has not been represented very well tonight. And okay. so I'd love to toss one to you two and give you a break for a moment. Uh, <laughs> he takes a lot of you breaks. You want to give me a break yeah. as if for a moment or you night. want to send me into torture for a moment? Uh, I, don't, I don't think you understand what you're asking. Uh, ask your question. Thanks. Fire thanks. He's fine. Fire away. Uh, if you could own one piece of sports memorabilia, oh gosh, what oh would gosh. it be? If you could own one piece of sports memorabilia, what would it be? Pipe? Um, I think I would want Jackie Robinson's mitt from the game on April 15th, 1947. Wow. When he broke the color barrier. That's a, that's I'd a take his jersey, answer. too, but the mitt just seems cooler. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I would take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you I'd, prob- I'd probably lose it. I'd leave it out in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Leave it out in the rain. Like, exactly. hey, where's that glove thing that I got that time yeah. from that guy who broke that thing? <laughs> no respect. You know when somebody described you as aloof earlier? Mm-hmm. Be more aloof. I have never yeah, been, ba- let's go I've back never to been that. described as that in my life. Return to aloofness, please. <laughs> you know Pretend. when someone described you as a guy who misses a 
third to a half of our episodes. I'm, I'm who I need to be for the moment. Yeah, boys. yeah, yeah. It's, all things to all people. Like, role. like Paul, who wrote half the New Testament. Correct. Yeah. You're going to learn about him more in seminary. Is it really uh, half, guys? Can I we break know. down the percentage? I Actually, it's 63%. Someone, would, oh, someone on nerd that Twitter would know that. Yeah, yeah. You not know, it's by, weird. Not by know, word just, count. Anyway, carry on. Se- I'm, I'm kind of nerdy. I love seminary. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of nerdy that way. Um, I would go for a game-worn Walter Payton helmet. He always wore the same helmet. He wore a Wilson. Uh, when like the rest of the league had moved past Wilson, they were wearing like Riddell helmets and bikes and air helmets and stuff, but... He wore this old school, like battered, beat up Wilson helmet. Same face mask his whole his whole career. So wait, so like um, he never polished it. He never like repainted it. Yeah, it always looked just beat to heck, man. Just and just he was hammered. allowed to like that would never be allowed now. Yeah, I mean they got more rules now. Yeah. You know now they got more rules. They do the con- concussion. So he was al- right. So he was allowed just to wear that literally like yeah. brutal. And he actually wore his. I don't know if that's a word. I yeah, just he wore his up. shoulder pads from high school. Demon. What like he was? Yeah, he was a big throwback. Yeah, I mean, you don't take. Hebrew and Greek, you say we're like brutal. That's, you know, that's right. Convince their right. words. Coming soon to a right. pulpit near you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I would get some Walter Payton gear. So game used helmet or jersey, something like that. He was he was my guy growing up. I love Payton. Maybe what about that kicker helmet you're supposed to keep getting? I know, dude. What's going on with that? I'm, I'm still looking. I feel looking. like we're not friends. I feel like I, I, it's, it's... So, so this is a little peek behind the curtain. I promised Ronnie... Uh, a kicker helmet because 11 years ago, 11 years ago, <laughs> playing the long game on this one. Um, and you know, Ronnie doesn't like sports, but like he likes some of the aesthetics of sports. And he indicated to me that he likes the single bar helmets. So like the Joe Theismann used to wear and, and a lot of it feels less games. violent. Yeah, you know? it feels nonviolent. It fits with you, so and, you, in the violent you right. and Claiborne's pacifist tendencies. Right. But uh, who, who is the kicker pipe? Gary Anderson. Yeah, and he would wear it like a chin strap. Yeah, and like hung down. Like oh, he didn't even like down. wear it. Yeah. He was so confident he wasn't going to get tackled. So confident. Yeah, exactly. Wow. What would you pick? Let me throw the question to you. I would love a Ted Cluck signed oh, mini snap. Happy Ramp football. Oh, let's get it. Let's Thank get it right you. now. Let's clap <laughs> it up for you. the boy. Well, I, uh, I'm going to put my gold signature on this bad boy right here. That's really hard to ride on. But I'm going to let's see how your hands are. Okay, let's catch with the hands, not the body. There we go. Let's nice. clap it up for his hands. Natural athlete <laughs> right there. He's a hands catcher. Um, we got time for one more pipe? Yeah, probably one more. Okay, let's go right here. This is the last one. Hi, I'm Corey Holtz from Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's kind of a... <laughs> yeah. Let's clap it up that for Jeffersonville. They're enthusiastic yeah. down there. Well, Jayville. He was up here earlier. He said Jeffersonville. I failed him. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you know what? I like that healing, though, that just took place between you men. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of aspirational for us. Maybe we can learn from you. And then write a song, yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of two questions. One's a little more serious. You can figure out which one. Who in the Bible do you... Ronnie doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who in the Bible do you identify with the most? Mm. And then a personal question. Does the toilet paper go over or under? Mm. On the roll. When you're using it or on the roll? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Wow. On the roll. Okay. This may be a really transformational night for you. You (laughs) Changing lives, one podcast episode at a time. Um, All right, so... Bible character you most identify with. Um, Peter comes to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, During his, I'd say, pre-apostle days, Mm -hmm. the uh, constantly outspoken... Constantly sure of himself, constantly getting the wrong answers. Mm-hmm. 
occasionally being told, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it, it, the, the uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> announcing the things that he will be great at and then failing miserably at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I mean, the, I, I hope that the rest of the, the sort of redemptive arc is there, but I, I just resonate with his boldness at being so dang wrong. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Dude, that's good. I, I actually was going to say Peter too, but kind of for a different reason. You know, the, the, the narrative of denying Christ three times and Peter's full of bravado. And then some little girl comes up to him and says, I heard you know Jesus. And he's like, nope, never heard of him. You know? <laughs> and um, so to go so quickly from confidence and bravado, just headlong into sin. And he does it three times. And then he's restored. I mean, it's kind of this... It's audacious what Christ did for me, right, uh, to save me. And anytime I reflect on that story, I'm reminded of, of what he saved me from, and it's, it's, uh, it's powerful. I would also say, <laughs> and this harkens back to a long-time joke between you and me, baby, like the author of Ecclesiastes, but if you take <laughs> away all the money, <laughs> take away all the, all the power, all the influence, but like that was the first book of the Bible that I read kind of as an adult. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it. Like I get where this guy is coming from. I understood the ethos behind it, despite not having any money or power or influence. Um, that one resonated with me. What, what would you say about Bible character that you resonate with the most? Yeah, I think lately it's been, um, it's been Elijah, first Kings, uh, I think it's first Kings 19. So first Kings 18 is the Elijah that everybody loves, right? He, he crushes it, you know, with the prophets of Baal. And then you get to, you get to who Elijah actually is in 1 Kings 19, where he's, Jezebel wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, he runs, he's in the wilderness, and then the Lord just takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And he takes like 15 naps. <laughs> he has like all these meals. It's still not enough, so he sleeps some more. And, um, and it's just this idea about, you know, you know, we see these people that experience these, like that victory that he experienced, you would have thought that that would have carried him. Mm. I mean, for a long time, man. Yeah. I mean, that was significant, right? It was like a game changer in the life of Israel at that particular moment in history. See, I, I know some Bible. And, yeah. um, and yet, like literally one comment from one person, and again, it was significant. Mm-hmm. When somebody says they're not going to sleep until they murder you, it's kind of significant, mm-hmm. you know? And... Um, <laughs> And she happens to be the queen of the world. Yeah. And um, so, so the, way he go, the way he is being taken care of in that moment as somebody who wants to just be done, mm-hmm. and the Lord says, well, I'm, we're not there yet. But what you do need is to, is to just, uh, you need to renew your strength. And that resonates with me a, a lot these days because I'm, I'm at a point where I don't have a lot of strength. And, you know, for all the laughs, right? I don't have a lot of strength right now. I don't have a lot in the tank and when I read that, it gives me a lot of encouragement because I remember the fatherly care that is at our disposal if we know God and obviously more importantly that he knows us. So, yeah, that yeah. one, that, that dude really resonates with me right now. That's good. Yeah, That's, good. That's really good, baby. Yeah, we tend to think that if only I have this prayer <coughs> answered, it'll, it'll carry me forever or take me forever. But uh, that's a good word. Boys, what a great night. What yeah. a great night of chat. Um, great night of questions. Yeah. I feel like the audience always, uh, they always come Deliver through. Deliver the goods. We have yep. good people. We do. We have good people that listen to the, the Happy program. Rent is good people. Yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. That's a good slogan. That's a good one to end on. So, 
Uh, the good people of this audience, give yourselves yeah. a hand for those questions. And give us a hand for doing a heck of a job up here tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Fished for it. Got to ask for the hands. <laughs> it's gotten to that point. It's gotten to that point. Right. We've done what we always do, boys, in that we've wandered to and fro throughout some really elite questions. And until next time. There it is, baby. I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming out. Grab some snacks. Grab some merch. Grab some chit-chat. We'll see you later. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.